Legendaries and welcome to RPG Digest. Bam! In this live stream formatted podcast, we discuss tabletop role-playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. And that's a mixed bag right there. Some people are like keep commenting, other people are like stop commenting, and uh, I'll do what I want because I'm me. I'll do what I want. Whatever, I do what I want. I am not Cartman, John Maxley Oshlow. Your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon, judge, jury, executioner, and apparently asshole on the internet. Yeah. And along with me is what I think is the bigger asshole. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't see him behind the scenes where he's whipping me and telling me to go do things and throwing crap around all the time. I mean, that's why he has that banner behind him, because he's always throwing shit, breaking it against the wall. Good dang it, man. Oh, heathen dog. How are you today, sir? Did you throw a temper um, tantrum yet? <laughs> good i guess i don't know <laughs> but the thing is though uh people say you're an asshole on the internet they don't it just means they don't know you because i'm a bigger asshole in person no no it's no it's not bigger it's equal okay <laughs> you're an equal asshole in real life and on the internet so there you go but uh yeah uh i'm doing well um uh, my son's school had a spelling bee there was a class level and school level. He won his class level and he got third place in the school level. Cool. Yeah, I could never cool. spell as a kid. Oh, neither uh, could I. I. I still can't. I still can't. I'm, I mean, the, the the invention of the little, little red squiggly line. Oh, you may have fucked this one up. Autocorrect is my friend. <laughs> really. I hate my phone's autocorrect because there are words that I'm typing in and my phone has like, I guess, like no dictionary. And I'm like, stop changing my damn words. <laughs> But yes, yes, we're going to learn magic today. That's true. Uh, what else happened to me this week? Um, let's see. Uh, had another snowstorm. It was another weak sauce thing. Nothing really big. Mm, my 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 son's on uh, midwinter break, so he's got no school all next week. So I'll be dealing with that. Um, yeah, when uh, he's, he's 10 years old, so he's got a personality and he's got questions and he wants to talk to you and... You know what? There is no kid. There is no 10 year old kid in the world that I really care what they have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not even your own. Even my own. I mean, he, he's he's funny sometimes and, and I, I feel good teaching him stuff. But like your random kid, like. But I'm a genius. I, I'm I'm in I'm in high school. I'm 10 years old. That's great. You still you still know nothing that I care about. Like nothing. Because I, I, I found that in my life. 
And people on people on when you when you all hear this, you can be like, well, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I found out that I had to learn the hard way. I was not I was too stubborn to listen. Um, and, and, I, and I recognize it now. And, you know, it took me a few times getting kicked in the ding ding to realize, OK, maybe it's time to start listening. <laughs> you know, uh, and that didn't happen until I was well in my Air Force career. In fact, I, I thank one person who I consider this day to almost be a father figure slash mentor for straightening me out. But he did it in, in an example sort of way, not in the uh, I'm telling you and you will listen to me because that never worked to me. Growing up, that never worked to me because I told you to. Well, if you don't have a reason for it, obviously, it's not important enough to get done. I'm out, you know, and it just got me in more trouble. But, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know what? And, you know, hopefully he's not as hard headed as me. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Oh, Crafty's here, so we can start. Okay. Whew. Thank God. You know what? We, we, hold on. Let's go back to the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crafty. Crafty got called out last night, too, but uh, that's a different discussion. So uh, anything else of interest, or are you just preparing for next week and how I'm you're going to bury your kid? Like, move him to the garage, man. you got a garage. Just have, no, it's wintertime. It's wintertime. It's a regular garage. You can have garage. a space heater. Not... Look, wear a coat. Tough it out. Wear a coat. Tough it out. See, now the, here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's like this in Alabama, but most people around here use their garages for stuff and not cars. I, I see people park in their garages. So I'm guessing. Yeah. Most people around here use their garage to store stuff. And I'm like, get a fucking shed. That's that, that's well, yeah. Everybody here has sheds. Well, there you go. Then, then I have a shed. There it is. Yeah, almost no one here has a shed. They they just put their stuff in the garage and they leave their car out in their driveway or in the street. But I have a caveat to that. I don't have a garage. Oh well, there you go. Do you have a carport? Or nope, something? don't even have that. I was kind of wow. angry about that. Yeah. Yeah, you should be. You you bought a bad house. Bad on you. Look, you, let's not go there. You're okay. <laughs> There you go. Uh, well, so, one thing that yeah. I hate about living in the South, no basements. That's I hate true, that. Yeah. I hate that. House comes with a basement. I need that extra space that doesn't count in my square footage. <laughs> well, actually. Uh, in, in, crafty, in, not now. Not now. Not now. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> in, in Michigan, if the basement is finished, it counts as square footage. Yeah, yeah. Same in Minnesota. Yeah, which is mine. So mine counts oh. as the square footage. I forget what it counts to be uh, finished because I can tell you that the house I lived in growing up, that's where my bedroom was. That's where the heater was. That's where the washroom was. It wasn't counted as finished. There was something that wasn't done to it that didn't get it that uh, finished uh, connotation. Okay. Uh, uh, for Michigan, there's to be a finished basement, it has to have three criteria. It has to be insulated, has to have a bedroom, and it has to have at least a half bath. Okay. Well, I had all that. But you you had you had drywall and insulation on all the walls and and uh, you know, a bathroom. No, and... the only thing that really wasn't done was the ceiling. I could maybe. see the, the the like the 2 by 12s or whatever it was that uh maybe But it had it that. had electric. We had lights that well, were yeah, mounted. Yeah. I mean, I I have a I have a drop ceiling. You know, so ceiling I'd rather live in the south of a basement than live in a freezing north with a stupid basement. I uh, we had a flood here in 2014, which I had a finished basement and it got ruined. 
because, you know, three feet of water will do that. And uh, so we had to redo it. So I, I made sure to have the highest R rating I could afford for the insulation. <laughs> and uh, this this place is, the, the, the basement is just as warm as the upstairs. Crafty, not now. <laughs> I shouldn't open up that can of worms, but still, later. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, that's what I'd use my basement for. I'd turn it into a gaming room or something. Nerdy ogre is like their house, their garage, their car. What's it to you? I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying it's weird because a garage is made for a car, a shed is made for stuff. If you put all your stuff in a garage and you put your cars, you know, out in the street or in your in your driveway 24/7, especially in a place where where it snows, you got to scrape, you got to move, you got to do all that crap, and they're don't even get me started on the assholes who who just scrape just enough so they can see. Oh, that, that'll get you in trouble. Road. When I grew up in Minnesota, if you did that, the cops would pull you over. I hear that doesn't happen anymore, but I know a bunch of people who only did that little hole. Yeah. And they got pulled over. Cops yeah, no, are like, no, that's not safe. Here. Here's what happens. They they get on the highway, they get to highway speed, and then that giant chunk of frozen crap just lifts off of their roof and then hits the car behind them. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate those bastards. I hate yep. them. <laughs> South has four seasons, summer, December, January, and February. <laughs> yeah, I, man, it's been like 70 degrees outside. My wife's been outside doing some yard work, and like, the grass yeah. is still brown, which sucks. But, uh, like, I, I think we had, like, three cold days here. I was like, what the really? hell? Yeah. Uh, most mornings this last week, it's been um, three. I was wearing a long sleeve shirt to work and I was hot. <laughs> God. Um, and I'm not, I'm a, up north. I'm considered a freeze baby. So. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. Any, anything else? No, that's good. All right. So, so with me, Wednesday turned into a very interesting day for me. Wednesday, all of a sudden my job realized I exist. Oh, good. So, well, Yeah. But uh, I found out I have, uh, I still don't even know what I'm going to be doing, but I have about four months to get done something that normally takes about a year and a half to do. So that's going to cause some, uh, some fun when it comes to all my live streams, my videos and so forth, because I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, we're still doing a little bit of pushback on that, but uh, it's like, wait a minute, do you have a job here? I'm like, not really. Oh, well, guess what? We're going to have you start doing it. Oh, well, why now? Because I want it done in four months. Not sure that's possible. Well, we'll figure out. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So that, that's going to start uh, tailoring everything that happens in the future. But I have a few notes that, look at this, see that note card? Mm -hmm. I have a few notes that I, want to, that I want to say before we get started. And then we'll jump right into the Palladium stuff for everybody. Uh, first of all, you got just a very few short minutes left to sneak into the giveaway, the week three giveaway. The rules are in our community tab on on uh youtube here so uh a few short minutes and okay if you're only a subscriber i need you to go away now this is just for the members or just mute it's just for the paying members paying members there's going to be a week four a week four giveaway just for you it's going to be the 30th anniversary anniversary edition riffs book and four 25 dollars gift certificates that'll be next week I don't know exactly when, but we're going to have a members-only stream just for you. 
So uh, stay tuned for that. Everybody else won't even know it exists, just you. All right, we're good. All right. So, um, so yeah, so, we're to, so in segment one, we're going to give away Worlds Without Numbers and a $25 gift certificate. And in segment two, we're going to give away Lion and Dragon from RPG Pundit and a $25 gift certificate. So uh, look forward to that. If you want any last second entries, go ahead and check out our community tab. Uh, I want to talking about giveaways. First of all, we have one gift certificate that that uh, Anfioc person still hasn't given me any information or anything. So uh, Anfioc, if you're out there, want a gift certificate? <laughs> like, uh, uh, how many days until that expires and it goes to somebody else? Next week. Next. I'll week? give it two weeks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then I'll then I'll just do a random drawing, or I'll give it to myself. I would. <laughs> uh. So, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, but and all I need for for him is his email address. So I, I don't need anything else. Uh, da, da, da. So I also want to thank Mark McKinn. I uh, had a little snafu ordering Besom Five E for whatever reason. It wouldn't let me say ship to this other address. It was like, hey, it's on its way. Have a nice life. Dang it! So I sent a message out to uh, Japanimation Games or Japanime Games, and it was resolved within twenty. I mean, he responded on a Sunday. And it was resolved. Uh, yeah, it was resolved within 24 hours. So Mark McKinnon, who has been on the show once before, uh, the, the creator of Bessem Fourth Edition. Thank you very much uh, for working that out. And that's the second time he's worked something out. If you remember, Baldahar had a problem. Remember, he got that book that uh, that went through the bad printer. Yep. And Mark was on it. Bam, got him a brand new book. So, uh, so I gotta tell you, Japanime Games, Mark McKinnon. That's how you keep business. That's how you get weirdos like me who don't even watch anime and probably won't play the game <laughs> to buy your to crap. Buy your stuff, yeah. Uh, I said crap. That's mean. Um, but uh, yeah, so do, 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 do. I want to thank Chat for Friday. Uh, help, help me, help me through a prop. No, um, was, you know, I was kind of talking about like where I'm sta uh, standing with my Palladium game, and I just kind of wanted some people's thoughts out there. It wasn't unanimous, but it was pretty close. Uh, most people. Gave me what I thought I should do anyway going forward, but uh, you know, getting that confirmation from people who may actually be interested in it out there. So uh, thanks for anybody who watched the Friday Chill Stream and talked about that. Uh, oh, on Wednesday, I'm not going to have a 10 minute introduction this week. Instead, I've got a video on Paladin role playing. They sent me dice. If you watch the Friday Chill Stream. You'll know why I've spent the last two days cleaning my house from charcoal. Uh, did you watch the beginning of that? I saw the picture, the Sasquatch picture. The Sasquatch picture? The Discord. The picture of your arm. Oh, oh, oh here, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, from the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's from, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wore yeah. long sleeve shirts for the actual stream. So, uh, uh, yeah, I had, had a little introduction there. If you watch like the first 10, 15 minutes, I had, had a little fun there. People seem to like it, so that's good. But uh, I got some dice from Paladin Roleplaying. I have rolled them. I rolled them 111 times. I will give you the statistics on Wednesday. But if you want to check them out, you can check out Paladin Roleplay. Oh, God. There will be a link in the description of that video. But uh, yep. I guess technically by YouTube standards, that means they sponsored that video, and I had to click that little box. But uh, that'll be coming out on Wednesday. I do like the color of the dice. They're, uh, they're really bright, and I like that. And it's one of those things where it's like if Heathen Dog rolls it across the room, I don't need him to use dice this big. I can be like, ah, okay, I know what number that is. You know. Yep. So, And that's important to me for dice. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. 
do I actually want to mention this? Yeah, okay. So based on Friday, one one other thing from the Friday chill stream. I think something got taken a little out of context, and it was this guy's fault because it's how I worded it and how I said it. When it comes to segment two for a Legion of Myth RPG Digest, I don't need help coming up with topics. I need help coming up with topics that I really give a shit to talk about. <laughs> There's a difference. I can talk about anything. I just don't care. And it's hard. To, it's hard. To, it's hard for me to be like, well, I'll talk about this. It's like, you know, when I, when I see some of the videos that people put out there, I'm like, oh, I'm glad you talked about that because I just, I don't want to spend two minutes on that. <laughs> you know, I don't want to spend 25 minutes on that. I don't want to spend, you know, um, so, uh, yeah, so to be clear, you know, some people said, just go to Ian World, just go to Bell Lost Souls, just go watch, you know, uh, somebody's video over there and you'll get an idea. I'm like, they're talking about crap I don't want to talk about. <laughs> like, so glad it's them. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, anyway, so I just want to clarify that because I, I got a few messages like, hey, you could do this, you could do that, you could talk about this. I'm like, I don't care, I don't care, <laughs> I don't care. It's like, I suppose I could. Hey, you know but what, I just, Mar Mar Hawkman just wrote it in chat. But yeah, what, what you said is a difference, but it's it's not something that anyone can know. Right. They're, they're not going to know what you're going to want to talk about. They're just going to throw stuff that they want right, to no, hear no. about. And you're just going to have to sift through until you find something. And, and that's that's totally fair. But it wasn't that I was getting suggestions. I was getting suggestions on how to get suggestions. Like, like. You know, it's like no, no, you're misunderstanding. Like, I do know I can go out there and watch videos. I do know I can go out there. Like, uh, like, well, like one of the people who posts on our Discord, uh, "Violence Solves Everything." You know, he posts some uh, some tweets out there, and a lot of times we'll we'll cover that out. Uh, you know, not every time, but uh, you know, sometimes we'll we'll cover those uh, because it's fun to rant about those those weird things. Uh, every, you know, that, that's I guess that's the point that I'm making. I'm not going to go you know, go more deeply into that, but yeah, it's not it's not that I'm against the suggestions. No, by all means, give us suggestions. I, I'm all for. If you guys want to hear something, that's how the Diabolist came up for today. It was your suggestions. Like, okay, well, why do people struggle with the Diabolist? Let's read through it and let's talk about it during segment one. So, uh, you know, the suggestions are great, but suggestions on how to get suggestions are <laughs> uh, for me anyway. Um, I already talked about that. And then the last thing that I'm going to talk about here is Heathen Dog and I are going to be doing some collaborations the next two weeks, both on Mondays. On Mondays? Yeah, on Monday. Both on Monday. Uh, we're going to be on Badger live streams. And uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to be talking about. Uh, something to do with uh, manliness and TTRPGs or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it's it's a possible landmine. <laughs> it is it is a possible landmine but be, it'll be fun be, because the the uh badger stream uh genre is uh uh anti-toxic masculinity and and anti-feminism nonsense and stuff stuff that i believe in but i don't talk about when i'm talking about ttrpgs usually because i don't want to associate them together <laughs> right but you know if if there is a a, a thing that you know that there, there is there is some things i can talk about from personal experience that you know is uh you know is is relevant to to the topic so well all right maybe i'll be the sidekick for this one yes sir mm. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be able to do it right belly laugh right. belly laugh i, I I'll, I'll go watch some johnny carson episode i was a big fan of johnny carson even as a yes. kid i love and the swami segment i really I, that was my favorite exactly uh, no, my fa my favorite was one he did in like the early 80s 
and it was this airline thing. And I don't know. I was a kid, man. You know, it's going to be 12 year old humor here. Uh, but uh, she's like uh, she, the, 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 the girl that was up there, obviously, in the, in the skimpy thing is like, and you can come in and check out the cockpit. He's like, you can come check out my cockpit. <laughs> you know, and I don't know why, but I laughed for like it's, an hour you're, and a half. You're 12. You're 12. Yeah, uh, that, that, yeah. It's, it's acceptable. <laughs> acceptable. Uh, and then uh, that so that's this Monday on Badger live streams or Honey Badger Radio. I don't know exactly which one's on, but he sent me the link to uh, Badger live stream. So I think it's going to be on that three three sep- uh, separate words, and that's going to be at uh, I oh I didn't write down six. I think that's the six o'clock one your time, five o'clock my time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. It has to be because the other one's a, a half hour. And then the Monday thereafter, the Red 20th. Room, the Red Room, where uh, if you know that uh, Heathen Dog. Uh, did that giallo video yep so the so the people who wrote the giallo video are gonna be talking to us about life liberty pursuit of happiness and games uh i said is there anything you want us to be prepared for he's like no we're just gonna talk about legion of myth and gaming my coat so uh uh that's that should be good and that one because heathen dog wasn't here for the history of legion myth would probably be more me talking so heathen dog probably has tomorrow and i think i've got next (laughs) there you go go. (laughs) so so there you go miguel ribeiro yes miguel ribeiro and uh all right so that's uh that's everything a lot of announcements there but uh you know we got a lot of things happening a lot of things going on and a lot of things that i wanted to mention and people i wanted to thank so uh there we go and uh, obviously you guys in chat are awesome and uh, we appreciate all of you being here and are you ready for segment one? Oh no wait oh is there a giallo rpg son of a bitch Uh oh you gonna link a video well, that really yeah. wasn't an RPG, though, was it? That was just a module. I thought it was. It was a module. It was a module. But crap, I'm on. I'm on the streaming computer. I I can't. I can't link the video. It's I'll a, get it. I'll yeah, get it's, it. It's a ten minute video on a uh, on a uh, giallo uh, giallo themed uh, module. We'll delay our Palladium segment a little bit more so I can find this video <laughs> just for Billy Rubin. <laughs> Even though I can't have his own crap prepared. Yes. Twisted it. Help Adventures. There it is. And copying the link. And I'm going to put it into yield chat. How do I spell Giallo? J-I-A-L-L-O. Well, obviously it's spelled it right to find it. There you go. It won't let you oh, post links. Nora, and... Nora was going to get there, but she doesn't have. She can't post privileges. links. Oh, uh, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did have one other thing. It's in that corner right there to talk about. Um, I've had a couple people. One, one. It just came up again last night, so I'm going to mention this again. Yes, I turn on subscriber only chat. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> Number one, I don't like the bots. Number two, if you can't click a button to talk to me, I don't want to talk to you. It's pretty much that simple. Yeah. Because um, you know what you can always do after you talk to me? Click the button again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Um, and, uh, and it leads into another question because somebody said, well, why don't you just get some mods? I don't want mods. I pretty much believe in free speech. Matter of fact, we had an incident on uh, the Friday Night Chill stream a couple of weeks ago where, where somebody sent me a message like, hey, you might need me to use have some mod powers for this stuff. And I pretty much responded back like, I appreciate it. I, I do. But uh, I, I put the message out there. Stop doing, you know, stop yapping about this stuff, you know. Um, but I'm not going to I'm not going to shut people up if it's not getting me kicked off of YouTube. If they start using those poo poo words that will get me kicked off. That's a different story. But 
they want to have sidebar and make people angry, the rest of chat should just tell them to shut it up and knock it off. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, I, I don't feel I need mods, at least not yet. Uh, you know, yeah, he even I mean, I, he, he's I, a band happy one. I just, I, I love band hammering people. So, you know, it's a pastime for me. Now, I, there's only one person blocked for all of Legion of Myth, just one. And Heathen Dog blocked him months before I actually did the final yeah. block on him. So, yeah. so Heathen Dog was at the forefront of that one. I, I brought, can smell I, crazy coming a mile away. See, I don't a care about away. crazy too much until it starts costing me. You know, when when my Discord and my comments are like, I, I can't, I can't be around this anymore. No, you know? no. So, no. Uh, Cra uh, crazy males, I stay away from. Crazy females, I I bed twice and then broom. That's that's <laughs> how it works. Uh. Okay. 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 So yes, I mean, if, don't don't test me by getting stupid in chat. But yeah, I, uh, chat's just there to chat. Just, just use it. I don't care. All right, let's hit it. Yep, I've I've got to swap all my screens. Remember, I'm gonna do it no, beforehand this time. Yeah. Okay. There's been a change to Chrome that happened last week at some point that forces it to go full screen every time I drag it to another monitor, and I don't like that change. I understand. All right, let's get the cover here. It's a lot of announcements. We have a lot of things to cover today. And that's zoomed in. Oh, I don't want to zoom in. God, I'm dumb sometimes. Don't clip that. Well, Nerdy Ogre says, uh, you know what happens to snitches? You know, well, no, snitches don't get stitches because you don't stitch dead bodies. <laughs> well, you have to stitch it back up to figure out how he got killed. Nah. <laughs> sure. Share screen. And I don't need audio because it's just a book. And we can F11 this bad boy. Oh, now you're not going to jerk. There. And uh, one last thing. Because we're professionals here. <laughs> well, you, you didn't put up the main screen or all the all the proclivities yet. Oh, my God. See, we're not professionals here. No, I am. <laughs> well, if you're a good producer, you would have had this ready to go beforehand, and I would have no, I would have just segued right in, so I have to fumble through this. <laughs> All right. Always remember hashtag. By the way, uh, somebody posted something in our in our Discord, and I decided to just I don't know why, just do what I do. I didn't really troll, but I posted back. You know something? I think it was crafty. I, I'm not sure, but uh, I just posted back. I was going to troll, but then I just said, "Eh, this is a time for hashtag RPGate," and a lot of people like that. I don't normally get. You know, I get like three to five responses on Twitter because I'm I'm there for maybe about enough time for three to five responses. But there are like 30 responses to that one. Like, that's pretty cool. So people are starting. We're getting the word out. Hashtag RP gate. Escapism, not representation. Entertainment over activism and organic diversity from natural inclusion. Play with the people around you. Play with the people who aren't going to be weirdos at your table. Who cares who they sleep with? Who cares what thing they worship or don't worship? And who cares who they voted for? Just play with people that want to be there and play games. Those are the links that I still haven't updated, even though I keep threatening I'm going to do it. You know, I'm pretty bad about following through with my threats. But this threat I followed through. See, it says Gunfire yeah, Reborn gunfire now. Reborn, yep. So how's that been going? I, by the way, I have been watching your streams. I've just been lurking because I'm working on other stuff. We have gotten appreciably better, especially me. I don't know. I, I saw started, you splat a couple times yesterday. I started bottom of the barrel. I mean, I was just bad. I was just embarrassingly bad. And then I, I opened up this new character 
and oh my God, this is just my play style. This is my jam. I just got into a groove. I started playing by myself and now I'm way out leveled everybody now. I mean, uh, just, just, just from playing the, this morning and last night, I out leveled everybody because I was just, I was in a zone. I was getting all the right scrolls. I was getting all the I right. Know. I remember up. monsters hovering over your dead corpse. Well, of course I died a couple times. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I did double. There were there was a uh, we went a full hour and five minutes before we team wiped, and that that that's when the game resets. When you team wipe, you keep going until you team wipe. Okay. And I did double the damage of everybody else. I mean, I, I was do remember you saying that. Yeah, I was in the freaking zone. So yeah, getting better. All right, so you guys can watch that on Thursdays. <laughs> And uh, uh, we we've got to get that uh, event calendar uh, updated a bit sooner and for uh, so that so that people can see when this stuff is coming. But uh, yeah, because it's at two different times, and I always forget what the two different times are. But it's Thursdays and Saturday evenings. You can check them out. Uh, and of course, we want to thank our subscribers, our super chatters, our cheers, our backers, those who follow us on locals that I very rarely used because i'm a bad bad person our tips from Streamlabs, and if you want to donate the best bang for buck paypal and that's what feeds our things like the uh you know the giveaways and some of the books that we buy and you know bribes us for some of the stuff we cover you know you know how that works we're, we're not above well we're above extortion we're not above bribes though yep um and we obviously want to thank our followers and subscribers which you know that that what thank you Thank you, everybody, so much for sliding that mouse three inches across your mouse pad and letting your index finger fall onto that left mouse button. And that red button turns gray. Thank you. Thank you for being followers and subscribers. And obviously to our chatters and lurkers. Been loving the chat recently. And of course, if you don't want to give to us, you can give to our charity, which is the Wounded Warrior Project. And you can help some people in need. And it is the last public week of the 3,000 subscriber giveaway. Today we will be giving away Worlds Without Number and Lion and Dragon. And two gift cards. And two gift cards, yeah. All right, today for segment one, we're going to be talking about magic and the practitioners of magic, which will include magic, not clergy, not psionics. I haven't decided how, we, how we're how we going to do clergy. Maybe we'll just do that as a catch-all at some point, because um, we do have to talk about it. But today is going to focus on magic, and chat said, hey, Diabolists are stupid. We can't figure them out. You guys are idiots for liking them. And I said, no, Diabolus is great, and I'm going to tell you why. And I say, yes, Diabolus suck, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk about the Diabolus. We're going to dive into that. We're going to cover the other ones, you know, generically, but we're going to dive into the Diabolus. But the magic section of this book is incredibly huge. We are not doing a full read-through this time. We're going to do a partial read-through this time, which is essentially going to, we're going to find the salient points. We're going to talk about them. By the time we're done, the the, the takeaway from this is you're going to understand how magic envelops the world or is part of the world and how to use it in terms of game mechanics. If that doesn't happen, then we failed. Um, You are not going to get every last little nook and cranny, rune weapon, alchemist potion, ward sigil, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That you can get the book for. 
And because you know of this, I had to talk about this on Friday, so I'm, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in depth. Uh, we're a live stream discussion, not a concise step-by-step tutorial. And that's two portions. There's, there's two people here, Heathen Dog and myself. Heathen Dog's job is to make sure I don't tangent us into playing every game in existence during one section. My job is to make sure that Heathen Dog stops during the paragraphs, looks at chat, and we have discussion points on some of these things, whether they happen to be homebrew ideas or how it works in the games and so forth. There's a balance there. Heathen Dog has to rein me in, and I have to expand him out a little bit. That's how we do this. So stop yelling that uh, that I go off on too many tangents or that Heathen Dog doesn't like anybody. That's not what's going on here. You know, we have a balance. So. And, of course, we have the Week 3 giveaway at the end of this segment. Oop. Oop. I'm not sharing. thought I was sharing. There we go. Now I'm sharing. Sharing is caring. Subscribe. <laughs> I'm going to get Heathen Dog to scream, or not Heathen Dog, Garth on to scream once. Okay, so the magic section of this book starts at, uh, and I'm going to show you the index of this thing. PDF 181. 181, okay. So we're skipping clergy for now, uh, but you can see him, Priest of Light, Priest of Darkness. You know, it's interesting that he puts these dark OCCs in here. Not that I'm against it, but they're a pretty significant amount, and I think that's one of the things you're going to talk about today. Uh, you know, when you kind of gloss over the witch and, and the summoner and, and it's like a lot of the, the stuff is dark. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, da, 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 then we have, and we're going to come back to this, but you can see the OCCs here. We have the wizard, the warlock, the witch, the diabolist, and all the things that come with it. More wards. Oh my God. The summoner. And I think that was it. Yeah. Cause uh, we're going to cover the rest under psionics. What was that? Then, and then all those circles, Jesus. All right. Yes, and, and we're not going to cover all of those. No, no, we'll show not, you the definitely. picture, the pretty picture, and then call it a day. And magic starts on 179 here, as you see, and look at how long this is. We are not going through all of that uh, in, in an episode. You're just going to have to read the book, but we are going to cover enough of it to make it uh, make you want to make you want to buy the book. There it is. First page. Oh, here's the first page. Magic. All right, there Heathen Dog, go ahead and take it away. Okay, now, the first thing that you have to understand is actually the first paragraph that, uh, that, that Kevin puts in here. Throughout this section, magic is treated as a real existing force, complete with theories and history. It's, it is a part of nature. It is an invisible force, just like air, just like gravity. You can't see it, but its effects are felt everywhere. This is a magically active world. So you can't get away from it. Your, your game master is going to decide how much magic and how little magic, but if they have no magic, they're playing Palladium Fantasy wrong. That's pretty much how it works. Magic was meant to be part of the world. It's definitely more pervasive than, than I would say even D&D, and I know you could argue that D&D can be high magic. I'm not saying that. I mean, it's like, I'm going to say it, get ready to drink. It's almost like Earth Dawn, where it's everywhere. It might not be as invasive as Earth Dawn, but it's, it's just, it's part of the game. But there's limits to it, and that's what's great. And when we talk about the Diabolist, you're going to see some of those limits. Magic used to be in ages gone by, much, much more pervasive. But we've forgotten a lot of the runes and the powers and... And that's really all you need to know about that. We can go to we can go down to uh, the Mastery of Magic. Okay, oh, there we go, Mastery of Magic. Let's go is. look at our because every magician's got to look like Devil Man. 
yeah look or you know a, a modern day satan worshiper or whatever and, <laughs> yeah. you know gotta have that uh, alternate reality spock thing going on but uh, <laughs> the, the the first thing for all magic users is belief you have to believe in magic well guess what that's not hard because magic is everywhere if you if you don't believe in magic you are purposefully lying to yourself and i got no help for you flat earth there you go you're 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 a flat earther the the moon's made of cheese it was all on a sound stage that's you Duh! shut up yes don't say it, don't okay. say it. and the step two is the hard part step two is the hard part mental discipline you have to study you have to you have to buckle down even a diabolist who doesn't actually cast spells still has to study so much arcane lore to be able to function at all means you have to be able to laser focus your will, your mind, and your attention at all times. And that's why a lot of these classes have ME as uh, IQ and ME as a, a minimum attribute. And then we go up to step three, which is understanding magic. And of course, step one and two is important to get to step three. Magic is an energy that can be controlled and manipulated by the humanoid mind and force of will. That's basically it. It is an invisible force, like I said earlier, wind and gravity, that that you can harness by force of will and uh, the proper mindset or incantation or, or rune or circle or whatever to channel this magic power to, to create an effect that you want. Mm -hmm. It is a skill just like any other honed and trained. Everyone can do it, but almost no one does because it takes so much time and effort. And we're, then we have, we have to understand what PPE means, potential psychic energy. Everyone has potential psychic energy. If you are alive, you have potential psychic energy. Now, I we're hate not going to go term. into the weird wording on why it's called psychic energy when you're using magic. That is, that is, that is what I believe, too, to be a giant palladium fumble. Because inner strength points, which is used for psionics, and PPE, which is used for magic, should be switched. It should be. It would make more sense. But or at least call it personal magic or something. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Energy, no, you know. Like, anyway. Every uh, uh everyone is is born with PPE. When you're a child, it's very strong. Much stronger than than the normal adult because you have not used your potential toward anything as of yet. As you grow, as you gain in skills, as you as you uh, uh, get an, uh, a non a non casting OCC, or or you 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 focus your life in one direction, you're actually spending your base PPE to to focus you know your your path in life, and your base PPE goes down. But as a as a practitioner of magic, you learn to store PPE like a battery. So your potential actually goes up. You can store more because you train your body to do it. It's 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 kind of like uh, breathing exercises to be able to hold your breath for longer. Magical Kegel exercises. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Th thank you for that. But uh, the, the more you practice, the better you are at it. So you get more PPE as you go up level as your as your base storage <laughs> unit. Now. Uh, we can move down. Ch to, Chat uh, is on our 12-year-old level right now, and I love it. There it is, yep. <laughs> uh, the recovery of, of PPE 
is uh, is is basic for ba- for pretty much anyone, right? Uh, you get five per hour of non-vigorous activity, rest, sleep, reading, eating, whatever. You get five back per hour. If you are meditating, which all practitioners of of magic can take as a skill or get as a skill as their OCC, while you're meditating, you gain ten back per hour. Of course, you can't do anything else. But what if you're not good at meditating? There what if you, what if you just have too active mind? Yeah, there you go. There are other sources of, of PPE, and we're going to touch on them very little. Uh, talismans and artifacts. There are some talismans and artifacts out there that are PPE batteries. You can you can store potential energy in them, and then you will regenerate yours naturally. And then when the time comes, you can take from that battery to use in your own spells or, or magical works. That's one. The next is drawing... PPE from living creatures. PPE vampire. Like I said, all living creatures have potential psychic energy. And as a practitioner of magic, you can tap into that to cast your spells or, or replenish your own reserves. Now, there are caveats. If the person doesn't know you're going to do it, you can only take half. If they know you're doing it and don't want you to, you can't take any. If they know violence said that's it. actually written in this book as well or hinted at in this book as well and we'll, we'll we'll see that maybe when we talk about the diabolist okay if if they know you if if they know you're taking energy and they're giving it to you you can take up to 70 percent this wow. is all safe this is all a, a safe thing you're not going to uh impact them in any way having zero ppe is actually dangerous for a living being you uh, you get minuses. You 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 don't heal correctly. You know, there's there's all kinds of all kinds of stuff that can happen with having no PPE. But taking seventy percent of your total, every every normal person is going to be fine. Not now, now, this is one of those ways to understand that magic is a tangible thing. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you're not filling up a jar, a cup of PPE, but it's it's a way to understand that it is a another force out there that can be tapped into like you know the electromagnetic you know, spec yeah it is a part of everyone's life because every living thing has ppe i mean if you know it's it's like the force in that sense that yeah. that it, it it flows through and binds all living things together that's exactly what what ppe does now the the last one i'm sorry the second to last one is one that if you are scrupulous or principled in alignment you will not do this is sacrifice magic now, uh, what number is that? Oh, five. Yeah. Okay. Blood sacrifices. This is, this is not good. All right. Uh, a, like I said, all living thing have PPE, but at the moment of death for that split second that they die, their PPE total is doubled and the practitioner of magic can take it all. Huh. Oh. If you are scrupulous or principled, you will not be allowed to do this. If you do, you will immediately slide on your alignment. But if you're if you're anarchist or lower or or other, I don't want to say lower because it's not lower. Would it, would away. would aberrant do it? Aberrant definitely would. The the okay. only the only thing is scrupulous and principled are the only ones who would never do animal sacrifices. Uh, aberrant mm, okay. and and uh, uh, selfish 
most likely would not do human sacrifices. I, I, I'm not going to dive down this rabbit hole, but I could see some people saying that, you know, animal sacrifices wouldn't be an alignment switch. I mean, if you look at it all through history, societies have sacrificed animals for dumb reasons and yeah. they're considered good society. I mean, but I get, but I do get what you're saying. I'm not arguing. Yeah. I'm just saying I could see it. Yeah, I can see it too, but it's written in the rules specifically. If you are of scrupulous or principal alignment, okay. you will never even consider this. Okay. And the last one is from ley lines. Now, ley lines uh, need a little bit of their own explanation. Across the entire world, there are invisible, underground, magical lines of force that you could equate to the veins of the magical veins of the world. And at or around these veins, magic is stronger. You can tap into these ley lines to get free potential psychic energy every round. You can stand around these ley lines to regain your own storage, your own PPE battery, faster than, med than even meditation could. And then there are places where two or more ley lines intersect. These are called nexus points. And usually on a nexus point, almost everything is doubled. Spell range, spell damage, the, the amount of PPE you can draw from it, uh, duration of spells, uh, powers of magic circles or anything like that. You, you can, uh, and especially at special times of year, eclipses, equinoxes, uh, planetary alignments, solstices at, at these minutes, hours, or moments that, that these events are happening, ley lines and nexus points bristle with magical energy because these are cosmic events. So and to be fair, if you use human history, they're, they're omen events in human history. Yeah. Actual I mean, human, yes. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, in, in, in this book, it explains that places like Stonehenge or, or the pyramids of Giza were, were built upon nexus points to not only harness, but contain the energies because a nexus point at a, at a high magic event can spontaneously open a rift and anything can walk through. But if you have a special structure dedicated to channel this energy in a proper way, these spontaneous magical events do not occur. So there you go. Now, we're going to get into the uh, pursuit of magic, the types of magic. These are the, 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 the types of magic, depending on the OCC that, that, that you choose, you have access to. The first and, and most, most uh, understandable is spell magic. You can cast spells. You spend your, your own personal psychic energy and you can create effects by altering reality using magic as a fundamental force. Easy. Ritual or ceremonial magic. This is magic that takes longer. It's ritualized, but you can have other practitioners of magic help you to increase your total store of PPE so you can cast stronger spells and they are much harder to resist. And then there's circle magic, which is a kind of ritual magic but specialized, we're going to get into that with the with the Diabolus and a little bit with the Summoner. But uh, circle magic is uh, you you create a a, a runic uh, circle of glyphs in a certain spot and energize it with magic. Now, magic can only be performed when when you are in the circle, but the be, because the circle is helping to channel the power, it is a little bit stronger than spell magic, but a little bit weaker than ritual magic. And then the summoning and creation magic. This is uh, uh, 
it's 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 making a circle to summon something from somewhere else whether it be sometimes you can teleport from one place to another there are teleportation circles you you can summon creatures demons devils animals angels elementals whatever and bind them to your will for a, a while and then hope you're nice to them <laughs> and diabolism i'm going to skip over because max is going to go over that later uh, natural and magical abilities. The, these are the natural magical abilities of supernatural creatures, be they dragons, gods, whatever. They're not considered spell or ritual magic because they're just magic flows through their body in a much greater rate and they're able to create magical effects with it. Necromancy is a, is a subset of magic because it's generally not allowed as uh, for, for PCs to have. But this is and, and uh, it mentions this here, this elf door four to really yeah. dive into the history of why magic is the way it is now. It used to be much stronger in the past, but the, the elf door four was so devastating that several kinds of magic were were either destroyed by their own people be, because it was a doomsday type scenario thing, or or they they were they were uh the practitioners were hunted down and murdered. Uh, rune magic is one of them. Ne necromancy is another. They tried to get rid of. They didn't fully succeed. Don't don't worry. Your heathen dog will tell you. Don't worry. They'll kill themselves. Yeah, they'll, they'll kill themselves. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> OCC powers and abilities. Each each OCC has specific magical uh, knacks that they can use. And uh, when when we go over the Diabolist, uh, you'll 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 see their their little quirks and stuff. The Psy Mystic is considered a psychic but has some magical ability but the reason they're not considered a practitioner of magic is because they don't study for it they get it intuitively Ooh. they can intuitively cast spells i hate this class i understand i understand uh shaman and druid uh usually involves forces of nature they're more priest-like than a magic discipline so they would fall under the the clergy area and warlock is a special subset of spellcaster that can only cast elemental effect spells. They can cast fire magic, water magic, air magic, earth magic, stuff like that. Witchcraft. This is the <laughs> dumbest class ever. There's always a witch in a Palladium fantasy game, though. Yeah, That's the funny thing. <laughs> the, but it's the stupidest thing ever. Why would you want someone in your party that's the only way they get power is to hitch their wagon to a supernatural force that's invisible and, and unknowable and will one day corrupt them to, to the, to the point where they, they will become, uh, they will most likely become an NPC. This, 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 this is basically you either die a hero or live long enough to be the bad guy. That's a witch. <laughs> and, and we'll look at that a little bit more when we get to the witch, but I, I can't wait to hear, you know, as we just kind of gloss over it, you know, the, the, things that stand out for heathen dog as to why he doesn't like it because my thing with the witch is this it's real simple it goes back to what i said just a couple minutes ago there seems to be a lot of dark classes in palladium and i like that thematically i don't know if i like that for a long-term adventure like i as somebody who played a dark priest go figure um so you know it just seems like a lot there's always a dark side to every one of these magic users at, at some yeah. point no see uh, uh the the witch is very akin to the crazy in riffs at first at, at the early circles or the, I'm sorry, the, the, the early levels, they are much more powerful than, than their equal level other counterparts because they make a pact with a supernatural force. 
that grants them special abilities, bonus stats, bonus PPE, bonus spells, all that. It sounds great. It sounds like a great deal. And that is the rub. It's too good of a deal. It's too good to be true. <laughs> no. You don't know if I have dices to roll and it gives me better numbers. <laughs> no, you don't know if the supernatural entity you hitched your wagon to is evil or not. You can't know. You're your first level witch. You don't know anything. You're talking about it was a bright a white light talking in a oh. nice soothing voice. How could that how could that how possibly could that go possibly wrong? Bad? How could that possibly be bad? Like 18 different ways. That's how that could be bad. Only okay. 18. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's go to learning spells. Learning spells. Okay. Uh, it's far easier to learn existing incantation than it is to create one from scratch. Obviously, uh, there are there are many ways to get spells. If you you can find them along the way in loot, you can buy them. You can you can raid them from <laughs> uh, from de from defeated wizards or, or or warlocks or whatever, and then you can learn them. Learning them is not really super hard, but I like this is. first sentence up here, though. And this is something I find important in different settings and different games that I think a lot of game masters and players don't. And I'm going to talk about this to some degree when we talk about the Diabolist that don't respect. And it really drives me crazy. And I'm going to use I'm going to tangent here for a second and talk about Earthdown for a moment. If you remember when Bob got all types of mad when he's like, why do I have to have a grimoire? And even the creator of First Edition Earth Dawn, not to him personally, but when people are asking that question, you know, put out the answer. I'm not going to go into all that. But it's like, stop being a munchkin. This is the this is the 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 way the the society sees this. this is the if you picked up this OCC, you would be guarding that power jealousy jealously. There are some spells that that you can you can buy in a in a magical bazaar. They they they're going to be utility spells most likely. I mean, they're going to be you know maybe armor of Ithin. They're going to be rope trick or any other nonsense like that that are are useful in in many situations but aren't directly harmful. But spells that do direct damage, spells that 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 uh, that, that that summon demons and angels and stuff, you're not going to find that in the open market you're going to have to go to back alley nonsense or kill somebody for it because that's the only way you're going to get it. Other and ways wizards aren't going to teach you words of power or Diablos aren't going to teach you no. words of power just because no. you're the buddy. No, they're not going to do that. Uh, boons and grants. Spells are going to take sometimes granted as a reward as a trade payment for services of a mage by royalty, prosperous kingdoms, and churches. This is, uh, if, if, you are, if you are a hero of the kingdom, you're going to have access to the magical library. That's that's the benefit of being the hero of the kingdom. The downside is you got to fight for the kingdom. That's how it works. Demons and other supernatural beings, witches, <laughs> witches do this, <laughs> make deals with the literal devil and the devil will give you power for something. It's in always dangerous. What again, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? And then there are magic guilds. You know, you, you join a magical society. You 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 pledge fealty to them. You you give them some blood or hair. So if if you if you betray them, they can kill you from a million from a thousand miles away. But you will have access to their magical library, magic scrolls. Again, this is part of loot. You know, you can find scrolls. You 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 can inscribe scrolls in, into a spell book, and boom, spells. Uh, the availability of magic depends on the game master. It depends on the game master. It depends on the world that you live in. Do you live in a higher magic world where magic is more accepted? 
then the availability magic will be much higher. If you live in a medium or low magic world, it's going to be lower. If you live in a if you live in a place, a region that looks up down upon magic, you're not going to find any open magic stuff anywhere. So it's going to be much harder to learn spells. But don't don't worry. Each OCC that casts spells gets free spells when they go up a level. You will be able to learn spells just, you know, even if you can't buy them, find them, or, you know, bribe your way into one, you will still get some as you go up in levels. You're not, you're not completely screwed. Then we go into magical combat. Now, Yay. here's, here's the rub, the big rub on magic versus, versus uh sword and board type stuff versus psionics. No matter how many attacks per, I, I have 15 attacks per round. Not with magic, you don't. You got two or less. Because magic requires concentration. It requires summoning of, of your, of your uh, psychic potential to power the spell. It takes time. And that's reflected in the, in, the, in the number of spells you can cast per turn. If the spell levels one through eight, uh, what is it? Uh, it's you, it's you, two per round. Yeah, two per round. One through eight, two spells per round. If it's a spell in nine through ten, one. One, yep. 11 and then... Through at least two rounds, but yep. mostly these high-level spells require much more time. They, they have a 30-minute hour requirement, even if it's not a ritual. They just end up being mini rituals. Because it takes that much time to focus that much energy. And then there's ceremonial and ritual magic. Like I said, ritual magic is more powerful. And you can get more spellcasters to pull their, their, their PPE together to cast much more powerful spells. But at the trade-off, it takes more time. Lots more time. Uh, circle magic. Again, circle magic sucks. Nope, sorry. Didn't mean to say that. So, uh, so <laughs> circle magic is is the is the exception uh circle magic is you have to not only prepare the circle with very expensive ingredients empower the circle with a lot of ppe but then even then you have to be in the circle to use it to use all of the all of your good works that you've done you have to be in that circle saving throws okay i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna sim simplify the saving throws for you all right. Normal saving throw against normal spells. 12 or higher. You roll saving throw 12 or higher. If and then it, you have all these caveats in here, but no, no, no. <laughs> it, it depends on the level of the yeah. caster. You it will get harder because they're they're better at casting magic, but the base is 12 or higher. Now against ritual magic, it's 16 or higher. Like like I said, ritual magic takes longer, but it's got more punch. Wards, 14 or higher. Now, wards are are, are a uh, something we're going to get in with the Diabolist. So don't worry about that. We're going to we're going to talk about that again later on. Uh, circle magic. Like I said, it's in between spell magic and and ritual magic and power. But it's still uh, a, a generally save as a 16 or higher. Okay, 16 hour, ju just, just like ritual. Uh, save versus fairy folk magic, don't worry about it. If you <laughs> see a fairy, just shoot it. You'll be fine. Everything's cool. Canceling Wasn't magic. Wasn't that a Will Smith movie? C 
kill kill the fairy something like that yeah oh yeah no that was that was a netflix original yeah don't worry about it it, it wasn't a very <laughs> good movie all right interrupting a spellcaster now like like i said uh spell magic takes more time so if they're casting a spell that takes an entire melee round if they are interrupted say oh stabby stabbed during that time you can interrupt their spell and just ruin it uh no potential psychic energy is lost they didn't use any of their battery but the spell is effectively stopped all right now uh it it doesn't immediately say what uh what uh constitutes interruption that'll come later ritual magic it takes much longer so it's a lot easier to screw with because there's a bunch of people chanting all around a you know all around a fire or whatever kumbayaing for 30 minutes or more and you can easily just knock one of them out and bickety bam spell is done there's also a spell or ritual can be used to cancel or stop the effects of magic it's a negate magic and uh it's uh it is actual spell it's in the spell description uh also is anti-magic cloud and the sanctum spell you can actually uh uh cast a sanctum spell in in a certain room or building that you're in that will make it proof against magic and that that's another thing Okay, so magical terms. Level of experience and level of caster refers to the experience level of the person who is casting the magic. Now, level of experience or level of spell caster. The reason these two are different is in case your game master allows multiple OCCs. Because your total level would... What, what do you mean, no? No, no, I, I don't agree with no, multiple I wouldn't OCCs. Allow it either. No, no, I wouldn't allow multiple <laughs> OCCs either, but... Uh, it's it's whatever is the lower of the two, either your total level of experience or your your highest level as a spellcaster. That is the strength of your spells. Okay, that is the strength. That the higher you get in the strength of your spells, the harder they are to resist, and it will increase their range, their area of their you know their their damage, their duration. All of that is based on your uh, level of spellcaster. Now we're gonna breeze over uh, possession because well, it, uh, it can happen. You can be possessed. Yeah, you can be possessed. <laughs> uh, it 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 goes it goes really in depth into the clerical side on that one. So and 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 the psionic side. So we don't have to worry about that at the moment. All right, we move down to oh, additional spelling. Are some the, old the, favorites from moved, first edition? <laughs> yeah, the, these are moved from first edition because people in first edition like them so much that they they got they got put into the second edition book fleet feet this this is excellent to cast on a warrior because it uh well it let, let, let's let's just read it it doubles the physical prowess of the recipient speed and mobility of the enchanted person for 30 seconds two melee rounds per level of the caster per their caster level it should say so Let's say you are a level four wizard and you cast this on a fighter of some kind of fighter class. His physical prowess is doubled. That, that means his to, to strike, dodge, and parry are all altered. He gets double and perhaps attacks per melee round are also doubled. I missed that. Oh, that's at the end of the paragraph. Yeah. Attacks oh yeah yeah okay yep double that means if he has four attacks per round now he's got eight he wow is this is this is better than haste he is a whirling dervish of death 
he will now murder death kill everything in front of him for huh. the next year you for the next uh, eight melee rounds it is six level fun. spell okay well it doesn't matter no uh, a first level caster can cast a six level spell as mm -hmm. long as they have the ppe yep you're right so they can do it i mean you won't be able to learn it on your own but if you find a scroll or a spell book you 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 can learn it and as long as you have the ppe to spend you can cast it it oh that that's another that's that, that is an excellent thing in palladium the level of spell does not indicate the difficulty of use it only indicates how much power is required to use it higher level spells require more power to activate and sustain a first level caster can cast a 15th level spell as long as he can power it but it will it will have effect duration damage whatever as a first level caster but it will be a 15th level spell so if you can power it you can do it and if you know it basically uh flies an eagle mask of deceit radiate light the, the, these are all quality of life spells uh -huh. and and, tr and and combat tricks they don't do direct damage this uh, you know but they the, but they can have great effect to the game mechanic just like fleet feet fly of the eagle uh the these these are great uh combat uh multipliers i think we but, picked three spells out of here one low okay. level one mid level one high level okay i will choose armor of ithan so okay. it's it's a level three spell we'll, we'll level three okay first. armor yep there it is armor of ithan and this is okay. the ppe cost right this 10 yes okay that is the ppe cost all right. And then for the five through seven, we will get uh, purification. Okay, where's that one? Level seven spell. Seven, so three, seven, got it. And then let's pick a really high one. Okay, let's go to uh, oh Impenetrable my God. Wall two, of Force, level two 14. 2,000? Jesus. Okay, Impenetrable Wall of Force, 600 PPE. Wow, that escalated quickly. Look, it's it, only 45 yeah. down here. Now you're talking 600. Exactly. Yes. Like I said, if you got the PPE to spend, you can do it, but mostly you need a ritual to do this thing oh, or page lots of blood sacrifices or whatever. Armor now, of Ithan. I'm going to write these down real quickly. Yeah. These page numbers. Armor of Ithan, page 192. 192. And then uh, what was the next one? Impenetrable wall. That, that's a high one, but what? Uh, yeah, the, in the, 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 the 216 was level seven. It was. I already uh, forgot what you said. <laughs> It was what was it? Oh God, where is it? Uh, what did I say? Some someone put it in chat. I forget. Yeah, I forgot what he said. Purification, purification, oh, purification. Okay, that'd be under peace. Uh, now, by the way, this is a good. You know, we complain a lot about the Palladium layout. This, but this I, layout I, is excellent. Yeah, it gives it by level, and, and by then page, by and page by alphabetical. Yeah, and it I gives like you that. the page number. Yeah, it's great. It's freaking oh. great. Uh, purification to two or two. Okay. And then impenetrable wall of force. Yep, 260. Is, yep, 260. Yeah, so, okay. Um, now we're into the spells, and I'm going to scroll for the first one. Then, after that, we'll do uh, okay. so uh, armor when, of it. Then, level there, tell me the PDF page. It says uh, 193. Armor of Ithan. Okay, now th this, is, this is your basic defensive spell. Every every spellcaster should get this. 
All right. This is a powerful spell. Instantly creates an invisible, weightless, noiseless, full suit of mystic armor on the spellcaster. But notice in range, it says self or other, which <laughs> means you can cast it on somebody else. Named after the magic armor of the dwarf king, Ithan, the mystic armor has an armor rating of 18 and wow. 100 SDC plus 10 SDC per level of experience. Now, remember, it doesn't say natural AR. Right. It's regular AR. <laughs> so a, a roll of a modified roll of 18 or less does damage to the armor. A modified roll of 19 or higher does damage to you. That's still only a 10% chance. Yeah. Furthermore, magic, fire, lightning, and cold do half damage. Even what it, it doesn't matter if it breaks the AR or not, it does half damage. The armor can be instantly created upon anyone as long as the spellcaster evokes the spell while touching the intended recipient. Now, this is important. Okay. The SDC of your normal armor and armor of Ithan will stack. Armor rating does not. Highest armor rating is used. Mm hmm. You, you you don't have to roll against 18 and then roll against the 14 of your other armor. No, you just use the 18. If you got It doesn't 18, make sense. It's bigger padding. I should be able... Oh, my God. Nope, I'm sorry. Stop it. You know, only armor rating doesn't stack. You Highest one wins. So if, if you get through the armor of Ithan, you also got through the armor you're wearing. But... Oh, sorry. But if you don't get through the armor of Ithan and the attack breaks through... If they also did not beat the armor that you're wearing normally, that armor will take the rest of that damage. So violence so solves good. everything. Says they should have looked at the game breaking low level spell carpet of adhesion. Yes, Bob. No, no, used... carpet of adhesion is is a, is a, is a bullshit spell. Yes, it is game breaking. It is overused. It's op as shit because you know uh, it, it'll 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 turn a, a gang of enemies into just a bunch of fish in a barrel. Yes. And Bob yes. used it all the time. And all it was all the freaking time. Be well, I can't blame him. It's smart. Yeah. yeah. It's smart. But there you go. Armor Vithin only costs 10 PPE and it gives you 100 SDC plus 10 per level of experience. Now, it doesn't say per level past one, it says per level. So it's, it's, so the base is 110. Yep. That's 110 extra SDC at level one. That's great. That is great. Every spellcaster should have this. Every single one. All right. What's the next one? We got the next one is going to be, uh, let me find it. I'm going to type 202 here, but I think I'm two pages off of that. Uh, yeah, purification. Oh, wow. That's a really short spell. It is. It is, but it's excellent. The 203 can purify food or water, cleansing it of disease, bacteria, and poisons, toxins. Up to 50 pounds of food or 10 gallons of water or fluids can be purified. It costs 20 PPE. But yeah, 50 pounds of food is a lot. 50 pounds of food is a lot. You could, you could, uh, you could, re you could replenish a village storage with this. All of our grain got moldy. No, it didn't. Oh, wow. No, it didn't. <laughs> give me a day. <laughs> yeah, give, give me a day or two and it's fine. You know, uh, or the, the, or the, our, our little well has, has been poisoned. Uh, give, give me a day. You'll be fine. But violence solves everything is trying to get a ban. Agree with everything HD is saying. Yes, that's true. <laughs> now, this is not a combat spell. This is this is a spell. The reason I chose it is because this makes NPCs love you. This will get you, this will get you reputation. This this will get you goodwill. Those the, stupid role players. 
this this will get you more information from NPCs than you would normally be able to get because they now really like you because their kids can eat and drink tonight. You know, their 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 oxen have now have grain to feed themselves so that so they they can properly till the fields tomorrow. This gets you this gives magic a good name. You should be spreading this, especially in a world where where the GM decides that in this area magic is frowned upon. But if you if you keep doing good works with your magic stuff like this. I ain't eating no food that's been tainted by magic. You just think it's better, you, but it's you gonna you're gonna grow a tail. Live. <laughs> and guess what? This guy is is gonna spread good news, and you're just gonna be dead. So no one's gonna care what you have to. You're say. gonna have yourself a tail and horns. I'd rather be dead. Well, then be dead. You're cool. <laughs> All right, now now we'll get into the big one. Two sixteen. So I think it's two eighteen actually. Uh, nope. It's level you're fifteen. Right? Wall force. There it is. It is actually PDF 218 for me. It's right there. Uh, I don't see it. I'm like blind higher, all of a sudden. Higher. Scroll up. Scroll up. Right right above level 15 is restoration. Right above that. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong There's column. Top. Okay. Yeah, I see. I see. I was there looking at the wrong column. All right. Zoom in on that. <laughs> Zooming in. Duration. Five melee rounds per level of the caster. So it doesn't last a long time. But. Jeez. It costs 600 PPE for a reason. This spell creates a shimmering wall of light that no creature, weapon, or object may penetrate. The spellcaster is able to create a wall that of force that measures 20 feet tall, 20 feet wide, and 20 feet long per level of, of experience. The wall can be cast up to 100 feet away. Only Dispel Magic Barrier spell or the powerful Negate Magic spell will destroy this wall. Literally nothing. It has no SDC because it has infinite SDC. Nothing can penetrate this wall. It is short-lived, but take it down. That's it. Oh no, it's but per level. Never mind. And by the time you cast that five melee rounds per level, okay. So you're probably casting it for like thirty rounds. Okay, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, this is this this is uh this is a game changer. This will change rounds. the tide of combat. Think about it. Armies. This is army level combat here. You put an impenetrable wall of force right in front of the enemy trebuchets. Guess what? You've eliminated the enemy trebuchets for 30 minutes. If you're a sufficiently high enough caster to even have this spell. You've changed the tide of combat. You are being flanked by a cavalry coming from, coming from the left. Impenetrable wall of force. You're no longer being flanked from the left. Game changer. And this and and that's just higher level combat. I mean, <laughs> if 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 you are taking on something like a like like a, a a Balrog or or some some kind of greater demon, and and you want to put him in timeout for a minute so you can get a plan, you throw up a wall of force. You can run. I that's what I would do if I were fighting a major demon. I would run. But if you if you can cast wall of force, that means you can probably do do something about that Balrog, and not now you got time to do it. But uh, the, the main use I've seen with this is with large-scale combat. You can change the tide of large-scale combat with this single spell. It's amazing. Now, elemental magic. Just, we'll just look that it's here. Unless, yeah, you want, the unless there's something you really want to talk about. Yeah, no, this, this, is, this is for the Warlock. If, if you choose the Warlock class, these are the spells. Uh, a wizard can also choose these spells. 
but this is a special list for the warlock because these are the only spells they can take so they have their own spell list and and then they have their own uh uh spell list by page which again great great love that setup i wish it was i wish it was more i wish they did it more all right where's uh (laughs) i'm gonna have to go back to the uh, the uh table of contents what you you want to do uh elemental magic no, I mean we we kind of showed how magic works. That's okay. that's really the point. Unless there's something, if there's a particular one, oh my god, come on, stop freezing. There we go. Unless there's a particular one that you think that we should go over, um, it, they the spells generally work the same. You spend PPE, you get an effect. Yeah, I want to go to magic items, which is PDF two fifty. Two fifty. Okay. Yes. All right. Scroll up a little bit. Well, that's 249 and... for me. <laughs> All right. Now, these these are magic items depending on your game master, depending on your game master, you can buy. You can buy or or have made or make it yourself. These are things you can do. And it has a price list for the common stuff. And a magic item is a, is something, a ring, a sword, a shield, armor, a helmet, boots, gloves, whatever, imbued with some kind of magic. And we will we will go over some of them right now. We'll scroll down a little bit. We've got a couple um, of a uh, couple people want us to check out a spell of legend. Spell of legend, really? All right. Well, can, can we do it after we're already here? Yeah, yeah we absolutely. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do, do We'll look at a spell legend. Yeah. yeah, magic armor. All right. The first three listings are a few comparatively common for alchemist shops anyways, types of magic armor. They are followed by special magic features that can be put into the enchanted armor. Now, a magical item can have up to three spells imprinted upon it. Most have one. Some have two. Very few have three. But you can have up to three. Cloak of armor. AR-14, SDC SDC 50. This garment appears to be an ordinary cloak with a hood. Based to 20,000 gold, plus additional SDC may be added at the cost of 10,000 gold per 50 points, up to a maximum of 250 points. It's cool. You know, it's 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 a it's a, it's another layer of protection and it can be quite big depending on how much you want to spend. But 20,000 gold is not a pittance, especially when you're starting out. That is not a pittance. Cloak of protection. This one's only AR-12, but it makes you impervious to fire, although the person wearing it will still suffer from heat, but you will not take direct damage from fire. I'll burn somebody at the stake yes. with this cloak and, on for a slow yeah. for a slow broil. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you could run through a fire and be okay, but you wouldn't want to stay there. Leather of iron. This one, this one's a fun one. This this one's good for rogues. The armor can be soft, hard, or studded leather. From all outward appearances, it looks like leather armor, but it is really enchanted with an AR-15 SDC-60. Base cost of 30,000 gold plus additional SDC may be added for 10,000 gold apiece, up to a maximum of 300 points. So, you, you, it's, like, it's like eating your cake and having it too if you're a rogue. You know, you, you, you can wear armor that won't hinder you in prowl and all of your roguey crap, but it'll give you significantly more, more, more protection than what the armor looks to have. But again, it's a little pricey for first, first level folk just starting out. You're not gonna be able to get this. It's not going to happen. 
And then there are features of magic armor. As many as four magic features can be put in any suit of magic armor. All features, effects, and bonuses are cumulative, as is the cost. Typically <laughs> takes five to ten days to get magic features put into armor. A rush job will cost 50% more. All, all I see here is magic chop shop. Basically, yes. <laughs> I mean, alchemist shops are there for a reason. I mean, in, in, in places where magic is accepted, alchemists can make bank. Because you can enchant normal stuff to give it magical features. Some of these features are increase your armor rating, buoyancy, just like you're wearing a, a life suit, life vest, uh, color changing, continual glow, fire resistance, invisibility, lightweight, magical SDC, weight less. It, it won't add to your encumbrance. And then we get to magical weapon. Again, just like items, uh, up to three magical effects can be put into a single magical weapon. And some of these effects are additional damage, continual glow, impervious of fire, indestructible. You can make the weapon indestructible, which is great for shields. Demon Slayer does double damage to devils. Devil, Devil Slayer, double damage to devils or devils. Dragon Slayer, eternally sharp blade. It never dulls and it's plus three to damage. Flaming ball and chain uh, weapon. The <laughs> chain weapon with oh. a ball of flame at the end of it. I thought they were talking nice about somebody's forward. wife. Yeah. Uh, returns to wielder when thrown. I want to make Mjolnir. Okay. You make it, you make a re return to wielder when thrown. You make it indestructible and you make it with uh, teleports wielder. Or, or I'm sorry, thunder hammer. Thunder hammer. And you, and you have, you have mini Mjolnir. There you go. How much is that going to cost? A lot. Look at these things. Uh, just the flaming sword. Cost sixty thousand gold. Where, where is that one? Oh, there it is. The indestructible, thirty thousand gold. Spits oh, fireballs. It only does sixty-six damage. Teleports <laughs> wielder, two hundred thousand gold. Turns holder invisible, fifty thousand. So, these are not cheap. These are not low-level stuff. This is stuff to scale your character as you gain levels and money. Excuse me. I'm a trust fund baby. Well, trust fund babies, they can have it all. <laughs> Indestructible and ever sharp are a great combination. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Indestructible and ever sharp means that you never have to maintain this weapon. It will never rust. It will never dull. It'll get plus three damage. It'll never break. It's great. No dings, no scratches, no. There you go. And transformable weapons. This one I, I don't allow in a lot of campaigns because uh, they're just, you know, there's already enough yeah, magic weapons. This, in the world. this is just a cheap way of saying I'm not armed. Yeah, basically, yes. Yes. It, it, it's basically hiding weapons in plain sight and turning uh, stuff into weapons. My now, favorite rune, rune weapons. weapons. Rune weapons, I'm going to touch on, <laughs> but I'm not going to really get in into because. Uh, you are not going to get this at a low level at all. This is not going to happen for you. Yeah. Garthon gave me a rune weapon. Well, Garthon is... It started to take me over slowly. <laughs> rune weapons are made by taking the life force of a being and placing it inside an object to power it. Yeah, it was slowly changing my alignment. <laughs> yes. It is intelligent. It is, it is probably not happy about a situation and doesn't like you at all because think think ego weapons from DD. Yeah, yeah. High ego weapons from DD are basically the same thing. 
Uh, there are lesser and greater rune weapons. It just means the amount and power of, of, uh, of abilities that they have. Uh, the, the Lightbringer weapons are, are holy rune weapons. They're not really rune weapons, but they are, they're not really holy weapons. They're like, like an amalgam. A holy weapon is a weapon created by a god. It is not a rune weapon. There is no essence of other of a former living being pushed into it to make it power. No, it is powered by the existence of the god himself. So it is as, as long as that god exists, this weapon exists. Or has or is powered. Unlike rune weapons, these things can be destroyed unless one of their powers is indestructible. Rune weapons are basically indestructible. And then we have magic rings, charms, and medallions. Well, these do you see are, this price? Yeah, two, 20 to 70 million. <laughs> um, because, I have three kingdoms I'd like to give up just for one blade. <laughs> basically, yes. Th these are national treasures. Rune weapons, Lightbringer weapons, holy weapons. These are national treasures. All right? Th these are not something you just find laying around the street. And then, <laughs> then we get to magic rings, bra bracelets, charms, and medallions. The These are things that have probably only one magical effect uh, uh, put on them. Uh, usually something cool, like uh, something helpful, like armor of Ithin, you know, like uh, you, you, you tap the medallion or, or the ring and you activate an armor of Ithin spell. It has so many activations per day. That That's my favorite part of these, by the way, is it has limited day. activation. Yeah. So you, if you think that a character is something that may be bordering on too powerful or ruin or ruining to whatever adventure you have set up, first of all, that means you set it up badly. But secondly, it, you could make the character or, encourage the character to go through you know if you know how that player will play it and like oh you're out of your what do we want impervious to fire and now here comes the fourth fireball you know yeah it's it's like in 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 D, &D it charges that recharge themselves every every 24 hours that's basically it but th this uh, this list is not the exhaustive list i mean crafty an, an alchemist can can uh can put almost any spell into an item crafty this is just times new roman that's all this is. This is Times New Roman font. The most common font other than maybe Arial out there. Um, and that's that's uh, that's part of Kevin's style guide. You have to use Times New Roman. Ask me how I know. Okay, mag magic potions are just cheaper uh, one-use magic items. Magic powders are cheaper magic potions. And magic fumes are cheaper magic powders. It's It's basically the same effect but it doesn't last as long and it is cheaper to buy as you go down the list. Magic items, most expensive. Uh, magic fumes, least expensive. But they have lesser effect and they are cheaper to buy. And magic snuff, if you have those, you're just stupid. <laughs> stop it. Just stop. Why? And then we, we, have, we have a list. Wait, what's what's of, your problem uh, with it? It's dumb. To have incense? No, snuff. Okay. Magic snuff. I mean, it's yeah, scented yeah, magic powder that you have to... Yeah, have it's, to it's cocaine. I guess and, that's right. It's the fumes that are the incense. And the effect only lasts 1d4 melee rounds per snort. So what the hell? the hell, dude? Hey, look. he had to, It was the 80s, man. He was trying to get these people. Okay. Just <laughs> save your gold pieces and get something else. Seriously. I snort languages... Yeah. Afterward, we have we have uh, example magic items. Crystal balls. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is the guardian stones and there there's magical fabrics, cloaks, enchanted bags, uh, magical makeup. Uh, oh, though a big thing about the magical makeup, uh, there is a downside. Okay, the fright uh, wig. No. Well, I mean that's uh, under miracle magical cream. Makeup. Miracle cream. Miracle Slow cream. All right. Stop. Yep. Miracle cream. Uh, this is now this is good and bad. Okay. If you have the uh, the uh, proper disguise skill, if you're good enough and you roll really well, you can increase your your physical beauty by up to eight points. Sweet. But if you if you screw up, you'll be you'll look two points worse. But if you don't wash it off, in uh, what is it? Uh, unless washed off within five hours, the disguise becomes, becomes permanent. permanent. But if you made a really good roll, you might want good. that. Yeah, I want a permanent. This is physical beauty. Free plastic surgery. Free plastic. Well, not free, surgery. but <laughs> yeah, nerdy odors. Yeah, stay out of the rain. If you made a good roll, stay out of the rain. Stay out. Of the is rain. that forever? Well, after five hours, it becomes after permanent. Five so... hours. It's permanent. Permanent forever. Magical sewing needles, fairy foods. No, they're not foods that'll 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 change your orientation. Spell <laughs> components, <laughs> curses, all curses are optional. What? Curses Ooh. are optional. Uh, poisons and herbal. I don't. I, I don't really want to get into herbs. That's fine. No, we just just show that it's here. That yeah. yeah. We, we, our our objective is to make sure you understand generally how magic is cast, what it is. I think the only thing we missed that I would like to make sure we go back to, other than what Chat mentioned earlier, was how much PPE does a general caster start with? I know we covered PPE, but like, what is the actual number? Because I think it was like what five d six or something like that. It or is, is it by, uh, or is it by OCC plus, plus their PE or or their no, I'm sorry, their ME. I think. But uh, let's let's go to the OCC. If OCC, then we can look at it with the with the Diabolist. Where is the Diabolist? Uh, it's going to be toward the beginning of the book. Yeah, I'm still showing off. Okay, there we go. Now we're at weapons. So that was a lot of pages we covered very quickly. And while I usually like to go a little deeper into that, magic is such a big topic that uh, yeah. we can't really. Longbowman, assassin. Hey, there we go. There we go. The ways of magic. Here we are. Okay, what page uh, is magical it? Magical guild, dirty little guild. I don't care about your guild. <laughs> uh, here we go. The, the wizard OCC starts at PDF page one hundred six, and the wizard starts with OCC. E Spell knowledge. OCC. Oh, that's related skills. I recognize magic. Here we go. PPE 10. All practitioners of magic are living batteries of mystic energy. The character draws from this energy to create magic cast spells. Permanent PPE bases 3D4 times 10 plus 20. In addition to their, I was right the first time, yeah, in addition yeah. to their PE <laughs> attribute. And they get 3d6 PPE per each level experience. Now, this is going to be different for each practitioner of magic. The wizard, I believe, if uh, if I remember correctly, has the starts most. off with the highest base. But that's something to consider when you looked at uh, when we looked at that spell that you know cost 20. 
Yeah. I mean, unless you have a really bad role, you're going to get a couple of those off a day. Yeah, exactly. Well, not even a day. I mean, because, you know, we, we talked about how PPE is regained. So. Regained five every hour as long as you're not in horrible physical activity. Yeah. Okay, so before um, we get into, we don't have to look at all of them, but this is just an example of that. It, it will tell with the OCC and at 3D6 per level. So you're averaging about another 10 to 11 per level. Mm -hmm. um, let's look at uh, Spell Legend. And the one that was uh, requested was uh, Crimson Wall of something. And that name sounds familiar to me. So either we ran across that or somebody was talking about that in our games. So uh, go back up here. Spells of a legend. And there was one other thing. Uh, yeah, how do we recharge those cloaks and other items, cloaks and wands? and? Well, uh, usually uh, items that, that, are, uh, that are imbued with magic have uh, uh, certain charges per day. And then, then they have to they have to recharge by the ambient magic over time. So they uh on unless they are items that specifically are made to hold PPE like a battery, then you have to charge them with your own personal PPE, regain your personal, and then you now have a higher total because as long as you're touching that that talisman or ring battery, you can now draw from it. Lictalon. Uh, 218. Okay. 5,000 PPE. Okay, I guess I have to zoom. Well, I'll have to scroll down on it. There we go. So this is what, this is what chat wanted, so this is what you're getting. <laughs> Spell of Legend. Range, 50 by 50 by 25 deep, or it's converted to meters, per, per level. level of spell caster. <laughs> if so you're casting the spell, you're a high level. Yeah, that's going to be a very big hole. Yeah. Well, or, or wall or wall, du wall. duration very, very five minutes wall. per level of experience so you know let's just look at a 15th level caster that's uh it's 45 minutes saving throw now, save what's oh now now we, we we looked at the impenetrable wall which mm -hmm. the only thing was you can't break it ever this one is different this one has psychological effects yeah, isn't this one like the creepy wall of skulls yeah. and so forth? Well, yeah. we'll find okay save versus horror factor 18 and and and, and save versus man so if you don't run away okay now you get to deal with the wall yeah exactly. the mere sight of this eerie crimson wall of flame that does not burn strikes fear in the bravest for within the flames are the shadows of the souls it has devoured large humanoid shapes men elves dragons and others not easily identified are contained within the dreaded crimson fire that makes right, it if, worse not easily identified makes it scarier yeah I don't know what that is, but it growled at me, I think. Uh, it snapped, crackle, popped. Fear. Just seeing the wall is terrifying. Horror factor 18, so you have to roll an 18. Uh, is it, that's, uh, your MA gives a bonus to horror factor, right? Or ME? No, one ME. of them does. ME. ME, okay. Yeah, that's but right, because ME. is no joke. No, it's no joke. It is no joke. Uh, plus, there's a 1 in 70% chance of running away in terror unless the save versus horror factor is successful. So you might just turn into a quivering ball of like, no, but there's a 70% chance you're like out. Yeah, you just bounce. Um, entering, what was that from that uh, Critter Force thing? Nope. <laughs> uh, entering, passing through the wall. Upon entering, it's silent. Oh, so it doesn't snap, crackle, pop. Cool flames. The person takes six D6 points of damage direct to hit, by, this should be direct Lee, by the way, to hit points. But supernatural beings and creatures of magic suffer suffer one d six times ten damage. 
Wow. So this is how you keep out your demons. Unless they say versus magic. 16 or higher. <laughs> Speed is reduced to one quarter. So you're hanging out in there for a moment. Yeah, you're taking your while to get through the wall. Staying in the wall for more than two melees jeopardizes sanity unless a saving throw Ooh. is made versus magic again is successfully <laughs> made. If unsuccessful, roll once for each of the following insanities. Affective disorder, obsession, and phobia. For each. Now, remember, remember, we've already got dimensions of the wall, right? 25 feet wide per level of spellcaster. No, no, 25 is deep. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 50, 50 by 50. Wide. 50 feet wide per level of spellcaster. And your speed is down to one quarter. It's going to take you a long time to get through the wall. Guess what? You're not getting through the wall. I've got running. I've got running. You've got running. Well, you 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 better be the flash. <laughs> that's that's what it's gonna need. Wow. Okay, so let's go to this next one. Staying staying within the wall for more than eight melee rounds. Why would you do that? No, nope, jeopardizes. You wouldn't want to. Yeah. Wouldn't want to but uh, maybe you can't get out because you're too slow. Uh, you're all oh, carpet of adhesion underneath it. There yeah, you go. Carpet of adhesion <laughs> on, underneath this wall. You're boned. Yeah. jeopardizes one's very life essence the character must roll a 16 or better to save a failed roll means the life essence is forever trapped in the wall you are now that faceless i can't identify you thing and becomes one of the future featureless shadows seen in the flames those lost cannot be saved no you are not being caveat. resurrected there is a caveat a god can save your soul a god that's it a god level or higher. God, uh, um, uh, in, uh, alien intelligence, or an old one. By the way, this spell was presented here due to popular demand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get... Uh, Darthik, if you can fly at supersonic speeds, then you would just fly over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you just go over <laughs> the wall. You're like, that looks nasty, fly. I'm out. <laughs> and And violence, no, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. You forget what? That you add PE to it. To your. Uh, oh no! Yeah, you pattern. you mentioned that. You yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna gloss over these other ones because I know Heathen Dog has notes, and then we're gonna stop on the. We're actually gonna skip the Diabolus. Heathen Dog has notes on the Summoner also, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna finish up with the Diabolus. So, um, well, we'll start with Magic Guilds, whatever. One hundred. So one hundred two. Or one hundred one. Here we go. The ways of magic. I don't think this is important to read, but uh, just to start here, are magic guilds important to you? No. Okay. There we go. Because he's got to keep his head warm. Member services. This is what happens if you. This is just if you join one of the magic guilds. Dirty little guild. And this is what your average summoner looks like. And by the way, this <laughs> summoner is sleeping. <laughs> That's, this is what a summoner looks like when sleeping. Okay, wizard OCC. What do you want to tell us about the wizard OCC? Well, no, just the your, the wizard is your basic spellcaster. Uh, he has the the greatest amount of internal PPE, and uh, he he will get the most the most amount of spells out of all the other all the other classes. But unlike unlike many other classes he is woefully ignorant of things like uh, circles and runes and and stuff like that he focuses mainly on spell casting and spell magic 
mainly. I mean, there are some circle stuff, you know, for for rituals and stuff like that. Well, he's the most he's the most varied. He could tap into pretty much any little aspect of. Yeah, exactly. They're they uh, they mainly focus on spell casting, but they they can do a little bit of everything. They don't know any power words or anything like that, but they can do a little bit of anything. I like this uh, spell conversion of. a scroll for conversion for yep. wizards. I thought it was neat because I like the uh, what happens when you fail. Oh, the wizard is temporarily blinded for 2d4 days. Shouldn't have messed around with that scroll, dumbass. Yep. <laughs> Metamorph- metamorphize into a goat or a pig. Whoops. It's like, when did he get a farm here? Where is Bob? I can't find him. Go- did he get Bob. a pet goat? <laughs> Bob. Somebody lock up the pet goat. Maybe, Bob. maybe he's, sl- hey, let's slaughter it and let's have a feast. Ah! <laughs> uh and of course you know all they all get occ bonuses uh you know the spells additional spells learning new spells enchanted cauldron maybe maybe actually let's let's uh point this out for just a moment it's one of the few components magics and wizardry that is exclusive to the wizard occ it's one of the most disgusting and dangerous methods of gaining spell knowledge there you go. And it's got ingredients. We're not going to read it because we're going to spend time in the Diabolus. But uh, I, I wanted to point that out because it is exclusive to the wizard. Yes. I mean, you think it would be the witch, but but the witch's thing is uh, s- selling their soul to to a demon and screwing over the party at some point. Yeah. It's what's not, the cauldron going to do? It's not a case of if. <laughs> it's a case of when. Uh, all right. Um, and you can look at have an IQ of 10 or higher. So you really don't have to be the brightest person in the world to be a wizard. You just have to be average intelligence. Yeah, you have to you have to be able to read, write, focus, focus on something for more than 15 minutes at a time, and you too can fling some spells. Yeah. Then we move on to the warlock, which Heathen Dogs already said is our like elementalist magic. Now, this I, I'm much less versed with the warlock. So um no, anything important. It's it's kind of like a, a hyper specific wizard. You know, they, they can only cast certain kinds of spells. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure if they have to choose. Uh, well, let's find out. Maybe, an element? Yeah, cho- choose an element and they can't cast its opposite or something like that. Oh, choosing an elemental force. Number one, all there four you. elements are. So yeah. all four of the elemental forces are acknowledged and revered, but the warlock must choose one or two. That's very D&D like, by the way, if you get the second edition. Um, what the hell's the name of the book? I forget what it's called, but it's where they added the elementalist in there. Um, but uh, once the elemental force is selected, it cannot be changed, becomes the character's life sign. Oh, we're life buddies. I'm a firebender. Um, all right. Just kind of scrolling through. You probably can't read much of that anyway, but no. uh, they get a lot, a lot of abilities. They can summon elementals. Sure. Which is great. Because the, the, the they can summon elementals of their of of their primary uh discipline fire should be like ninth level or something or whatever but unlike the summoner which is trash the the elemental immediately likes the elementalist they're buddies they're pals as as long as you don't stab it in the back it's not going to turn on you because you both have the same goals actually okay i I thought it was ninth level but ninth level it says here you can uh, summon a greater elemental and half the success is is much stronger but you can summon a regular elemental and you guys you guys are simpacata you're 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 together you're you're good good to go on rift's earth the summoning only takes 2d6 minutes and and Uh, and the elemental will be an, an mdc creature yeah Elementalist being, I'm sorry, elemental beings generally have absolutely no regard for the lives or activities of mortal creatures. They will step on a baby or destroy a town if so commanded. In anger, 
out of ignorance or negligence. Yeah, gotta be gotta be careful with your elemental. They're completely alien beings. So what's important to you, it 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 can't fathom. Jeez, just, you know just what like I think? You can't fathom like? what's important to it. The 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 Rick and Morty keep summer safe. Uh, Mahogman, it's it's uh, Mahogman is a Mahogman's thing. It's not like they like being summoned. It's just that the warlock, if if he's a fire warlock and he summons a fire elemental, they're not the elemental's not going to hate him. The elementals be like, all right, this is part of the deal. You know, it's it's part of the way of life. That this well, just well and also you tend to have kind of similar goals. Well, the th no no the the thing is the the elemental mindset is completely alien to to other living beings. They have completely different priorities. They don't understand our world. We don't understand theirs. All they sense in the warlock is that they are a kindred spirit of some kind. No, no, so clear, I don't mean political goals. I'm saying no, like if you're I'm summing, talking, I'm talking general across the board. Nah, they, nope. I, I, they yes, they do. <laughs> yes, nope. they do. There nope, you go. They, they, they absolutely it do. says it. You just read it. No, they can be alien, but they still have a, a, a mentality. They still have a philosophy. Fire elementals are chaos. Air elementals, no. yes, they are. That's in your head. That is nope. in your head. It's not in the book. That's in your head Can't... only. Anybody who knows anything about elementals knows. Anybody who knows anything about reading this book knows you're wrong. Okay. I'm glad you agree. Thank you. Move on. I agree that you're wrong, but I'm not going to argue with you on here because okay. people... You're going to make me find it? You're going to make me find the actual sure. words? Sure. All right. I don't care what the book says. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You just I, lost I, the I play... You just lost oh, the I didn't. Argument. I'm not arguing with the book says I'm arguing that elementals have goals. <laughs> um, they have goals that are completely unknowable and alien to all things in this world. But they still have goals. But their fire elementals you, destroy so and burn and heal through destruction. No, no. See, no, you're, you're, you're <laughs> saying things that are in English and the elemental mm -hmm. doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> you Go can't know the what witch. it cares about. Oh, I can't. I'm the game master. You go on to the witch. Because I know you have lots of love for the witch. No, no, no. I'm going to let you do the witch. And I'm, I'm going I'm to shit on all your shit. No, I don't know. I don't know anything about the witch no, other than what reading. you said. All right. So there are two key elements that makes witchcraft different from other forms of magic. A direct link and willing allegiance to an evil supernatural being. Empowerment by that evil force. See, it says evil all too many times there. Yep. And I don't like that. <laughs> like, why? Why? Okay. If you've got magic with a weird cauldron, got elementalist, some, well, I mean, yes, they don't lose control of their stuff. Do the elementalists lose control of theirs? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Summoners do. Summoners, yeah, yeah, definitely warlocks, do. Warlocks don't. I, I guess in that, okay, if you've already got the summoner, uh, I don't know, this is, this is where magic starts to lose it for me, where it's like, why does all magic have to have some sort of oops moment? I don't mean oops like as in I cast the fireball in the wrong place. I'm talking, oops, I accidentally served a demon that now wants to eat the entire city. I don't get it. But uh, I guess Kevin likes that evil stuff. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Magic, like technology and knowledge, is a tool. Potential psychic energy is an energy source that can be used for good or evil to build or protect, destroy, and subjugate. All right. So you're saying here that magic or that uh, being a witch is just a tool? Oh, it's always malevolent and destructive. Well, there you go. <laughs> Why this is even a player character class, I can't fathom. I cannot fathom it. 
to become a witch, the character must make a pact with an evil supernatural force. By the way, somebody, I forget who it was, uh, maybe it was Nerdy Ogre, maybe it was Violent Solves Everything. Somebody said in here that it says, this is optional. I have not seen where it says it's optional yet. Nope. Or, 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 or I'm sorry, that this isn't for player characters. Maybe it does. I'm just saying, I haven't seen it yet. In Rifts, there, there, there is, there is an, an analogous thing in Rifts, but there's a possibility that you align yourself purely by accident with, with a good supernatural being. There's a possibility. But in this book, it doesn't give that possibility. And back is going weird. And this is what you should expect when you see a witch. Yeah. Just burn them all. Burn them all <laughs> at the stake. There is no good witch. Why is Diabolic no, no even a player? No Hallmark Channel tells you, there is no good witch. Burn them all. I'm not sure that is, well, I mean, it can be a player alignment, obviously. That's up to you and your game master, but th I think that's more of an NPC alignment. Yeah. And if you're a witch, you're evil. So, or you're going to be evil very quickly. Yep. All right. Uh, the, the creature will usually offer the witch one of the following. The gift of power, gift of magic, or the gift of gross, I mean union. The gifts of power and magic knowledge requires the alien intelligence or essence self-anchor itself into our world oh that's lovely to do this requires a host body typically an innocuous animal well there you go now that now you know why she's got a black cat with her yep or a raven uh sometimes a witch will serve as both minion and host don't 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 do that a uh, demon familiars counsel assist and protect the witch as well as offer a source of additional power Practitioners of witchcraft actually know very little about the workings of magic. Nope. It's all spoon-fed to them by the evil supernatural being. Alright, so what's the gift of power? Is an illusion in which the recipient believes he has ma been magically granted superhuman abilities. In a way, he has. Except the power is not drawn from some inner strength, but directly from an alien being. Okay, so you actually do get the, the powers, just they're not yours. Yeah. A uh, lot of ISP. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They get ISP? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can get psychic abilities, too. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. Um, no, no, this this is like a, a, a psi mystic. Only none of the power is actually yours. But everything says page 116 is where it says suggested as NPC villain. Oh, no, I'm not a page. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's later on. OK, yeah, it's we haven't on. got there yet. Stop spoiling. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Got to put spoiler alert in front of that. I'm kidding. Uh, impervious to poisons, toxins, drugs, gases, and disease because you already have all that in you. Uh, super tough. 200 physical SDC? Yep. Okay. Something's weird here. I smacked this bitch with a sword multiple times. <laughs> and she's standing caught. there cackling at me. Uh, plus two to save in all types of magic and possession. Um, I think you're already possessed. I think you failed one of those rolls. Uh, anyway, you can see able to fly at will. And without limit. That's that's great. Increased physical prowess. Okay, so that's um that's the gift of power. So that seems like it affects a lot of you. I know I skipped a couple. That seems to affect a lot of your your natural, you know, who you are. Yeah. Just increases your now. Let's see if we like get the I magic. Said, it's very enticing because at first level you you are you outpace everyone else. We haven't even yeah, gotten I, a gift of magic yet. Jesus. Yeah, this is what we're doing now. So you get a demon familiar, you get a whole ton of PPE. 
an additional 100 from the familiar who will freely give its energy. So remember when Heathen Dog talked earlier about the yeah the battery? It's like six spells from level one, four spells from level two, two spells, jeepers, creepers. What are you going to do with all those spells? Once selected, they can't be changed. Um, one new spell can be selected at each new level of experience. Uh, okay. Bonuses plus one to save versus magic. Eh, I don't know. I mean, if you're going for pure spell casting, yeah, I can see it because that's a lot of spells and you get a bunch of PPE. But I, I, just out front, I think the gift of power is more powerful. Hang on. At least in the initial. The union yet. Fair. Against players' hope and then slams it with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, supposedly the ultimate reward. Oh, God. Is this. Is this where they have coitus? Uh, it's, it's, it's spiritual coitus, yeah. Okay, because the witch character willingly allows the horde creature to share his body. The union fuses man with monster, but is not the classic possession because the creature allows the human's essence to share control of the host's body. Union instills a great number of changes. First, the character's alignment immediately changes the same evil alignment as its supernatural master. Well, I'm guessing you were probably there anyway, yeah. but... If you allow something like that, you're already on your way there or there. So it's like, whatever. oh, did I accidentally allow this? Uh, okay, anyway. And the witch develops a whole new perspective on the world. Yeah. She will realize the end always justifies the means. I suppose, yeah. He'll feel superior to all life forms and realize that he was meant to be revered as a god. Oh, yeah. awesome. Okay. Uh, abilities. All the magic known by the witch's master, but at one-third the creature's normal range of knowledge and spell strength. This means uh, beings cast magic, huh? This means a being that casts magic at 10th level will now cast at an equivalent of 3rd level. Oh, okay, I get it. So you want, you want to make sure that the guy that, uh, that takes you over is pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. But usually they are. Fair. I mean, 10th level in and of itself. But, but I do see what you're saying about front-loading everything. Because this sounds yeah. great when you're first level. But once you get to 10th level and you're still casting your spells at 3rd? Uh, the co-possess... Oh, yeah. The co-possessing essence also retains any psionic powers it may have, but yep. at half normal strength. Okay. <laughs> God, I hate psionics. Yeah. Um, additional uh, ISP, 3D4 times 10! Yep. Additional. Yep. Uh, 3D4 times 10 SDC. Yep. Uh, additional PPE, 100 combined with the human's PPE. Uh, add one hand-to-hand -hand attack permit. Okay. So you just got boxing. Good job. <laughs> Which might not matter for the strength. magic, but, but that might not matter for the magic, but it will certainly matter for the psionics. Yes. Supernatural strength and endurance. That is crazy. Impervious to any future possession, you think? No, no kidding. Really? No, <laughs> sorry. The, uh, this hotel's full up. What's the, uh, what's the difference between the witch and the dark priest? I was never possessed by a demon when I was a dark priest. I just worshipped uh, uh, an evil god. And raised, raised one of the PCs back as a zombie, and he still hates me to this day. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, the pact. Uh, gifts or powers. I didn't want to dig this deeply into this, so I kind of don't care, but you have to make a pact. You have minor pacts, major pacts. What's the devil's mark? Devil's mark, also known as the mark of evil, is a third nipple. So yeah, oh, you saw that coming, didn't you? Chat, chat mentioned that earlier. I was yep. hoping that it was just N, not V. Nope. nope. This nipple Burn. can be placed anywhere on the body. It's Burn. usually uh, forehead. It's going on your forehead. <laughs> Burn 
Uh, this serves three purposes to identify the character as a witch, as a sign of ownership by evil forces, and to feed the familiar. Okay, yeah, chat was right. Chat was right. That's gross. My kitty feeds up. Never, nope. Nope. Burn him. I don't even care about the rest of this stuff. I don't care about the nope. demon familiar. I told you about witches, man. It's stupid. This is going to suckle off your third teeth. Yep, that. Good right job. There. Good job. Oh, it says a 116. Okay. Generally suggested as a non-player character villain. Generally no, suggested. No, no. It should be definitely an NPC. This is uh, uh, any any person who chooses this at my gaming table, I'm going to say either he goes or I do. So I, I could see this in a certain type of campaign, but it would have to be a specific type of campaign, even more limited in scope than what we're going to talk about when we talk about the Diabolist. Because, yeah, for the most part, you come to me and say, can I be a wolf and witch? You can in Heathen Dog's game. <laughs> not my game. Keep going. Keep trying, Heathen Dog, yeah, go to door number three. <laughs> oh, it's a goat. <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, there's a Diabolist. Yeah, well, we're going to skip that. We're going to do Summoner first because you, you like actually well, paid time with the Summoner. Summoner is, is just a, is just a, a, a week... Uh, God, God how many freaking pages this was. Weak sauce warlock slash diabolist. So But it has a uh it has it has something that you want to make sure everybody knows. It has oh, an yeah, ultimate outcome. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, is it, what page is it? What if everyone chooses which? Um one thirty six PDF. Okay. And whatever you want to talk about. The main thing is you like you don't like how the the end result of the uh yeah. the summoner was. Understand circles, deciphering circles, don't care. Uh PPE 3d6 times 10 plus 2d6 per level. Not as good as a wizard, obviously, but that's what you happened. can screw up your circle, and there are yeah. negative effects from that as well. No spell abilities, you cannot cast spells. Correct. Can't can you use scrolls? Because the Diabolist can use scrolls. Yeah, summoners can... Oh, yep. they can use read most scrolls. Okay, so that's okay, the same with the Diabolist. There you go. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Circles of protection, whatever. Circle, circle, circle. Okay. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about circles, right? Circles are circles are great as long as you stay at home. <laughs> you have to you have to spend lots of like some some of the some of the material requirements for circles are powdered fairy wings and uh and gold or diamond dust or some other I get that at the circle K. Shit. What's that? I get I get fairy wings at the circle K. Oh really? Okay, well there you go. So, you know, that in itself is a huge investment. Then you have to pump PPE into it to have it activated and then to use it, you got to be inside it. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Summoning circles. Here we go. Battle of Wills. What, what, what page? This is a uh, book page. One oh, there it is. I got it. Yep. Yeah, here we go. Okay, I'll summon you. Uh, the summoning performs a ritual which powerful summoning magic is created by means of a magic circle. First, the circle and symbols are drawn. That takes a lot of money and time. And whatever medium they must be made, the components are added. The entire time, the circle master focuses concentration, blah, 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 makes it, pumps PP into it and summons the creature that you made the circle to summon, be it angel, demon, devil, devil, whatever, animal. 
But then there's a battle of wills. As soon as the being appears, a mental battle begins. To save versus submission, the summoned being must roll above the summoner's mental endurance three out of five times. So if your Emmy sucks, don't be a summoner. It's, it's just a way to, to turn, turn yourself into chunky salsa. Don't do it. If the creature, let, no, let's say you win and the creature does become subservient. Let's just move on to that. The longer the summoned creature is around, the more familiar it becomes with its so-called master. So-called master. Not hey, master. Which, which, uh, where, where did this, because that's not subservient. That's right Stop. Maintaining control. Oh, right maintain, so, okay, gotcha. All right. The creature develops a growing understanding of the summoner. It begins to learn his strengths and weaknesses. The knowledge and familiarity enables the creature to test the limits of its master's control over it and, if lucky, break free. All intelligent beings get a cumulative bonus of plus one to save versus submission during an attempt to break the magic and mental bondage of the summoner. Lesser beings can try and break free of the submissive control once every month with a bonus of plus one. And if it's an intelligent, every month it'll get another plus one on top of. Each act of breaking free of the magic bonds of slavery is mentally and emotionally debilitating, so each failure is demoralizing to the creature's spirit. This means after every attempt to break free of the summoner, the character uses up all of its bonuses and must start from scratch. For example, if a demon has been submissive for three months, he is a plus three to break the magic charm, but if he doesn't, he has to start over at his normal plus one. Greater beings can try and break free once every two weeks with a bonus of plus one or plus two per month with a cumulative maximum of a total of plus 14. Jesus. So if a greater being doesn't try to break free in the, in a couple of months, you know, he's going to murder you dead. He's, he's going <laughs> to get out and he's going to kill you dead. Well, let's see what happens when he does get out. This looks safe. What happens if the creature breaks free of the summoner's control? Almost there. There it is. Very bottom. There it is. Good question. It's going to be a bad answer. That will <laughs> depend on the circumstances, the character's relationship between the summoned creature and its one-time master and the player or GM playing it. So it's basically up to the GM is what he's saying. Once free, the summoner's control, the being can act according to its own desires. If you summoned a devil, you're dead. Your family's dead. Your dog is dead. Your, the, your, your best friend's wife is being raped by, by a giant demon dong. That's and he's doing that just here. because he knows it'll make you angry. Exactly. Once free of the summoner's control, in many instances, evil or demonic creatures often maim, torture, enslave, or kill the fool who dared enslave it. In others, the being may demand payment, reasonable or not, for past services rendered, then depart. In rare cases, the being will stay of its own free will. This is true if it enjoying its work with the summoner has developed a respect for its master or when it furthers its own goals. Note, elementals will automatically leave attacking only if another elemental is hurt or enslaved. Remember, the summoner may have other magically enslaved minions and or loyal comrades, friends, or servants to help defend him against his possessions. So, so, so it's, a, it's a vicious circle. It's like, hold on, yeah. I summoned this guy, but when he breaks free, I better have this other one wait, ready, ready yeah, to go to help protect me. Out. And then you're like, oh crap, and now then I got to summon someone else for when that... <laughs> other one breaks free and tries to murder me yeah so basically as a summoner you're screwed sooner or later unless you bent over backward for this thing it's gonna it's gonna turn on you best case scenario 
It asks for a million gold and goes away. Best case scenario. If you summon a demon, you're stupid. You're just plain stupid. You deserve what you get. I hope you like being being a demonic sex toy. I really do. Thank you. Yeah, l l like and like and subscribe. You too can be a demonic sex toy. <laughs> I, I, I would like to have people who watch this later. If you got this far and you're watching this, I'd love to see you put in chat your experiences playing a summoner or in comments playing a summoner. Why is heathen dog wrong? I actually agree. We're going to disagree on the Diabolist, but I agree with him on the summoner. Like, like wh why, why is he wrong? What is the point of playing a summoner? How does it not bite you in the ass? And the wrong answer is, well, the, the game master doesn't have to, you know, kill you. That's the wrong answer. That is the wrong, answer. the wrong answer. But if you summon an angel, which you can, or an angelic being, and you are, you are a member of the church, and you are devout, and you use the angel to do good works throughout the world, the angel... Worst case scenario, we'll just leave. But ooh, ooh. you got there, there, there is hope. Oh, releasing circle slaves without danger of attack. Oh, I like how it says slaves. What kind of hope that is? The circle slaves. So it's not like you know you're summoned being. It's slave. like it's telling you right now exactly how the creature in there feels. Views it. Yes, exactly. When the summoned slave has outlived its usefulness, has proven too much trouble, or the summoner wants to replace it with a different one, he must release it from control and send it back to whatever planet it came from the smartest thing to do is to use the enslaved being for a brief period of time perhaps a few months maximum then release it this way it never builds up too many bonuses to challenge your will to safely send the creature away or back to its own dimension the summoner must make an appropriate circle of protection around him and then <laughs> command it to leave saying something like return to your home and be free of my will at that moment the being is free and the dimensional portal that brought it magically appears whether the creature actually goes home or not is the problem it says not the or no yeah you're right it is the problem it's 70 percent chance he's like you know what we'll leave immediately never to return even if it's been treated badly so you still have a 30% 30. chance of being screwed. The portal open. Nah. Nah, I'm going <laughs> to stay here and murder you. Oh, okay. The remain no. Oh, wait. While, while the free creature is present, the summoner cannot leave the circle protection without fear of being attacked. For this reason, a mage often has powerful friends, assistants, or magic to kill or drive off his one-time slave. The remaining 20% will pretend to leave, but return to maim, kill, or plague the summoner until it is killed, <laughs> summoned again, or leave of its own accord. So he might leave, but just fake it. By the way, there's some bad math here. <laughs> yeah, I know. One to seven. One to 70, 20%, yeah. So they could just fake it, and then come back when you're sleeping and then murder you then. All right. So yeah, if you have to pick one, raw deal. witch or summoner, deal. the only way to survive as a summoner is to actually be the slave to your summoned creature. That's it. <laughs> and somebody already put in chat, this is how you become a witch. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a witch, but once the summon thing is gone, you can wipe your hands of it and be done. Right. But a witch, you're actually, you know, have a pact with it. You can't break it. You're, you're, it's, it's ride or die. It's ride and die on that one. But Darthic, who does that? No, you've got the power to summon this thing here and make it do your bidding. You're not treating it nicely. Like, look, green gross thing from the beyond. I brought you here. I can keep you here. 
Uh, violence solves everything has a thing to uh, make a deal with the summon creature. See, here's the thing. If you, it, uh, it, it said earlier that the summon creature can say, Hey, for, for, for these past deeds I've done, I want payment and it can be reasonable or completely unreasonable. So you've already summoned this creature. If you propose a deal, you, you stay with me for 30 days and I'll give you this. All it's got to do is say no. After 30 days, I'm going to rip out your eyes. It could say yes. It's not bound to any truthful pact. Yeah, yeah and it could say yes and then lie. Okay. It's not bound to do that. It doesn't, it doesn't, have, to, it doesn't have to tell you the truth. I'm going to put up another message here from uh, as long as the GM of Palladium Fantasy can say that no summoners have ever had a good time living their best <laughs> lives. Yes. Like, like I said, the only scenario where I think it could work is if you are a devout follower of a pantheon and you summon a celestial angel being of that pantheon and, and you, you do the pantheon's works on this world, then worst case scenario, when the summoning is over, that summoned creature just leaves. Well, violence sells everything says it is bound, but I mean, again, I, we didn't read it, every word, but it's bound to follow your will, but it's not bound to keep its word after the binding is over. See the deal you're making is, Hey, I, you've already summoned it. You've already bound it. All right. You've already done that. So By the it way, is bound to you. It has to serve you. Now you're saying, hey, you serve me for 30 days. I'll give you this and you go home. It can just say yes. And then after the 30 days, when you release it, it tears out your soul. It's not bound by its word after the summoning is over. Or even when the summoning, it has to follow your instructions, but it doesn't have to tell you the truth. Now, there's one good side about being a summoner. Everybody wants to keep you alive. because. Just this if first you paragraph. Are killed, all of your summons go out of control. Yeah. yeah. Violence solves everything. Says I should look up. It says something in italics. Uh. So the absolute sure, the, the absolute safest, surefire way to release an intelligent being, especially demons and devils, is to make a deal with them when they are first summoned. Even the circle master wins the battle of uh, wills. Okay. Such initial promises are binding on the creature. Oh, okay. okay. Well. All right. But what if he doesn't want to deal? Says I don't want to deal. Well, you're fucked. I, I would still manipulate that. This would be one of those few times when I would go into that that game master that everybody hates with the wish spell, and say, "Oh yeah, I made the deal. I I kept my word. I kept you alive. I left. I put one foot back into my dimensional realm, but I decided to pull it back out. I dipped that toe in, and now I'm back. So I touched the water. Now I'm gonna come back and eat you." Because I'm a dick. But I, I honestly, I like the idea of summoners. I don't like this summoner. No, no, because the 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 summoned creature is not bound to agree. And I'm probably the bad person in that in that scenario. But uh, yeah, the thing is, is people rational, and this is just humanity. Uh, rash can rationalize anything as well. I kept my word. From my point of view, you know that yeah, nonsense. Mental gymnastics gets people and demons a long way. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, it's, it's just dumb. It's just a, 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 it's a dumb way to live, but an easy way to die. Or here we go. Furthermore, pay up for such a uh, deal is likely being blood rather than gold. A typical arrangement might call for sacrifice murder there. Uh, yeah. Okay. I will go peacefully. My word is my bond. Um, just kill your three friends when, and then we're good. Yep. Or your, your, your wife and child. 
Yeah. I want I want their blood and 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 their viscera. Give me that. We got a deal. Oh, you do you don't want to deal anymore? Okay. I'll get out. I'm gonna <laughs> get that blood. Let's play the fantasy version of Russian, Russian roulette. roulette. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is though, it's not one chamber that's filled, it's five. Yeah, it's all of them. <laughs> yeah. no, no, there, no, no, there's a chance. There's one chamber that's empty. But five of them got bullets. All right, let's let's get to what everybody wanted last week. Yeah, Probably don't want it anymore this week. And this is where Heathen Dog and I are going to disagree. By the way, guys, when we disagree, we really like to see in chat what people put. What are the reason why we do it that way? Okay, what's it's okay. The, when you get to the page, tell me. Yeah, it's like 9,000 pages for the Diabolist. I know. Okay, I'm getting to There we go. It is PDF page 118. Not going to read the whole thing. Uh, in fact, we kind of went uh, on with the Summoner and uh, and some of the other OCCs about as deeply as I wanted to go with this. Because I, I have thoughts. You go ahead and start. Okay. I stopped wrapping my cable around my leg. So, Diabolus are sometimes called the Magic Scribe. And uh, again, not going to read every little thing here, but I am going to read a lot of it. Um, Diabolus are about symbols, wards, runes, languages. And this is where I, I don't know if Heathen, where, uh, what part Heathen Dog and I are going to disagree on, but I, I see that there's a lot of utility with the Diabolist, and you have to think of it as, as a character with utility. Um, they're obsessed with the study of all symbols, like a wizard from Earth Dawn. A symbol being any shape, design, image, or sound that confers a specific meaning. So, languages, cryptography, uh smoke signals i guess you know that would be language of course but you know music like people look into the communication of music um anything that confers a meaning colors uh in fact they deal with colors uh that's something i learned in graphics the language behind colors and certain words so consequently they are excellent linguists cryptographers and scholars and this is to me where they shine it's not in the, it's not in the spells. It's it's here. Um, well, I don't get spells. Only Diabolus know the secrets of ward magic runes and all magic symbols. They also have a fundamental. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was thinking something else. Uh, they also have a fundamental knowledge of circle magic, which enables them to tell whether a circle is active and what it can do. So a summoning circle can be read by a Diabolus naturally. Wards can be seen and felt by a Diabolus. If you're a thief and you're like, uh, I don't know if that's a fake ward, a real ward, a real ward that's already been expended, I don't know. A Diabolus can tell you, oh, that one's good. You can open up that box. Oh, don't open that one over there, though. Arrogant and foolish men of arms often chide. Oh, the, look at this. Calling out heathen dog. Well, he stepped away. That's so not fair. That's not. Arrogant, <laughs> arrogant and foolish men of arms often chide the Diabolus as being, oh, thank you, uh, as being uh, a helpless and puny adventurer. Get your RPG Digest mug. What did you put in here? Oh, okay. Making sure I can drink. <laughs> Poison. That's yay. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Um, arrogant, foolish men of arms often chide the Diabolus as being a helpless and puny adventurer who is more of a liability than an asset. Would you like to defend that now or later? Uh, I, I would disagree with the word adventurer. <laughs> Even though it's italicized? Even though it's, I, no, it's italicized for a reason. Uh, they're not adventurous. That's air quote. They're okay. 
After all, he can't cast spells like a wizard or warlock, nor command a demon minion like the summoner or witch. And Thank most you. have only the most basic fighting skills. So, I mean, you can get hand-to-hand basics, so yeah. Yep. It's true that in a pitched battle, the Diabolus may be at something of a disadvantage. I wouldn't even say maybe, it is. But on an adventure in foreign lands and ancient ruins, especially places of magic, or given the time to defend a strategic position, the Diabolus can be the most valuable member of any group. And this is where I say, this is up even more so than the Witch, because we just don't like the, the OCC. This is where the Game Master has to have a, a play in this. If you're going to be doing forward, a forward look, I don't mean exploring, like you're removing that aspect of the game, the exploration, then, then the Diabolist, you don't want the Diabolist. If you are always going to be on the aggressive, then yeah, the Diabolist isn't going to, isn't going to find a fun place there. But in terms of exploration and in terms of defense, the Diabolist is amazing. And uh, so you you have your game master either has to see that or tell you don't play the Diabolist. I mean, it's pretty to me, it's pretty much that simple. Um, and the other thing that I, that I want to note, and I think I'm going to say this later, is game masters. And I've seen this happen. This is why I'm saying this. Stop giving Diabolist powers to other spellcasters. Other practitioners of magic have limited words that they know. Stop acting like those words are shared incessantly. Oh, one wizard to another. Yeah, I'm telling you the words. No. Do that. Number one. And uh, number two, uh, the skills and abilities that the Diabolist gets, don't just say, well, it's magic. You can look at runes. You can look. No. If you want that ability, if you want to enter that underground temple, of yin sloth and uh and and have something identified as if it's magically empowered that's the diabolist role if you give it to another caster you've absolutely uh made, made the diabolist impotent so those are the caveats and like i said i've seen that happen i'm not saying heathen dog would do that I'm not even saying garthon did it but i've seen that happen hmm. Any, yeah, I, uh, I, I would make all diabolist npcs okay and and i, and I could i could see that it's yeah. kind of like uh, like uh, like uh, the um, d- diviner, yeah. In in D anD D, I could right. see. Yeah. Anything or, or going a, on in chat? A scout like a a, a a a wilderness scout. If you're if you're going from point A to point B, you, you want someone in your party that knows the area and how, and uh, the safe places and the places that are dangerous and prone for ambush. You get a local wilderness scout to guide you there. You pay him. He does it. If you're going into into a dungeon that that is that's a former of a former abode of a lich lord you you hire a diabolist to to help you out and know what's safe what's not see i i like the idea of playing this myself but it's too situational it's too situational to be fun you you're 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 gonna be on a smoke break 80 percent of the time sure uh now i i i can't completely resolve that but i did write actually i think violence solves everything sucks because i didn't post in discord i thought i did i posted over in gilded to because it's forums oriented and uh i did post my thoughts on that so we'll see what uh what you and other people think of kind of my build of the diabolist but uh i know some people say it's diabolist i call it diabolist maybe it's my minnesota accent i don't care um anyway the character can recognize read inscriptions warning and i'm reading this because this is important for people to know the character can recognize and read inscriptions warnings and instructions written in a number of languages and we'll see that with the occ 
including ancient runes and mystic symbols. Recognize dangerous or helpful magic circles. Identify real wards and determine whether they are energized. Again, I already said that. You can see if something's energized or not, not have the thief go, please don't blow up in my face. Identify real rune weapons. Now, that should be later on in life. And many magic items by the symbols inscribed on them. This again goes back to stop giving every wizard the ability to read every rune out there and use every word of power out there. There's a reason why summoners know the circles. There's a reason why Diabolus can read everything. Um, Diabolus can create and activate wards to set magical traps and alarms for defending and camming strategic positions or valuable possessions. And I think this is where Heathen Dog's going, where it's situational, right? Yeah, I mean, good, good they're, at defense. They're wonderful yeah. NPCs, wonderful hirelings. I would definitely take them in into into an, an uh, a large dungeon exploration event as a hireling. Oh, absolutely, I I would pay them handsomely. I wouldn't want to play one, but I would pay them handsomely. For that instance. And now, and now finally, furthermore, the Diabolus can read and use most magic scrolls as well as an activated circle. Your summoner goes down as long as it's activated. You might have some hope. Yep. I stress might. Might. Because you, you can walk in the circle and use the circle as, as long as it's still active. And it usually is. Uh, for either a given amount of time there there are i think there are some circles that deactivate when the summoner dies but uh many of them stay active and the the diablos can walk in and just take over now people don't know where the power words power comes from and this is where i think it was violence solves everything uh mentioned uh that it comes from yeah well i mean it could be they don't know, they no, don't no, know. I, in, in in the supplemental books it says yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like no i'm being blissfully ignorant please okay all right. <laughs> like i don't want the old ones um so those who oppose the practice of magic claim therein lies the danger okay so uh power words are a guarded secret not only to practitioners of magic and only the diablos and summoner know all the power words but i'm a wizard my diablos friend will tell me no he no, will he not won't. so for the diablos there are key components for the creation of wards and still arcane, blah, blah, blah. All right. So here are the words. They don't matter right now. This is a role-playing thing, but it does. What is important is it kind of shows where the limitations, where the strengths and limitations are. All right. So the secrets of runes. See, he's in his office, nice and safe, where he belongs. Yep. All right. Uh, it's impossible to make rune weapons. Oh, some silly notes about instructable paper. I thought this was a great thing. I, I thought it was yeah. stupid as hell. But I see why he put it in here. Because you cannot wear indestructible paper armor. Just because the rune makes the paper indestructible. I'm not going to go into it. Read the book. It tells you why. And I, the fact that he had to put this in here is why I hate some gamers. <laughs> um, Diablos in armor. Eh, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Now, here are the abilities. Knowledge of power words. No, it's all power words. And power words relate to what he can do with those runes. Literacy, runes. At first, even at first level, the scribe mage is proficient at reading and understanding 88% plus one per level. Because really, what are you going to do with any more than 1%? Uh, mystic symbology. So, going back to the beginning here, it is Diabolus doesn't just look at, oh, the written word. 
a lot of languages have connotations. A lot of languages, like I said, in graphics, we learn the language of color. We learn the language of using certain words. We use the, we learn the language of placement. So by by knowing those things, like oh, this was written in red versus green. I know this means it's a warning of some sort. Let's move on to the next thing. So language isn't just the spoken or written word. It could be how something is laid out. And the, and the Diablos can look at, and it's, it's not necessarily puzzle solving, but definitely clues to a puzzle. Uh, so uh, recognize, understand magic circles. We talked about that. Use magic circles. Thank you, Summoner. Uh, identify energized words. This to me is just, there's any reason like if because what, what's your other option to hope it doesn't explode i mean i mean i that that's that's the thing and this isn't to disagree with heathen dog because obviously if this one thing what i would have i would agree with him completely than just get an npc but uh it's such an important fast again unless you're a game master that's like oh i just let my thieves do that or oh i just let the wizard do it i don't see why he couldn't don't cheapen Diablos. Well, uh, no, actually, uh, the the rogue classes and the and the wizard classes and the summoner can recognize wards, but this is specifically energized wards. Yes, wards yes, that are active. Yeah, because a Diabolus actually they'll write fake words and not put energy into it. Yeah, yeah, they'll be like, oh look, I did a ward. I even used the actual goo I have to use to make the ward, which is you know crazy. It's like the pixie pixie wings that you mentioned earlier. Um, That's how was a real thing. What's that? That that that's really in the book. Yeah. Uh, so, it, but a Diabolus is not affected by his own words. So I can sit in the middle of that saw trap, and you're affected by it. Everything's blowing off around me. Fireball here, death trap there, powered blind. Yeah, I'm using a lot of D and D stuff because I know him better. But you know, all disintegrate all happening. He's like, what? Oh, you wanted me. I use him as a canary. Uh, recognize magic, magic bonuses, plus one to save versus blah, blah, blah. What, what really matters is uh, the number of words or phrases that can be energized. First level, one per PE. So you can actually make quite a few words even at first level. Yes, most of them take much more than uh, they take multiple words, etc. But uh, 10. Okay, so PPE. Base 2d4 times 10. But that's what's used to fuel them. You're still limited by your PE attribute. In addition yeah. to PE, blah, blah, blah. Add 2d6 per level. So obviously he doesn't get as much as the wizard, but he doesn't need it. doesn't cast spells. Can read scrolls. Can read, okay, most, but can read scrolls. So there you go. You want to cast your spells? You want that carpet of adhesion? Get Go buy some scrolls. The money that Heathen Dog pays me to be an NPC to run around his uh, his uh, temples for him and and... and and discover all of the uh, uh, you know the warded areas. I'm now going back and buying some scrolls. Now, what can they do? And this is where I, this is where I think the character can shine, depending on how you your your campaign is. Cryptography already at plus twenty percent. Not only can you read all the nonsense we talked about above, you can read maps. You can read secret writings. You can. You can get into, you're going to be the character that discovers the secrets. Uh, language is native tongue, obviously. Choice of three other languages. You're going to be the walking li linguist. 
literacy elven on top of that like so right now you've got one two three now to be fair this is literacy this is spoken i get it just saying and then two, two more of choice uh lore one of choice and i don't know how deep the lore skill goes but uh math sculpt and whittling why is that important to make your runes but you really don't have to have this but if you want to blend them in if you want to make them harder to discover if you want to make it so that only a Diabolist can discover it, I shouldn't say only, but difficult for everybody else, because there's a minimum size to wards. I don't know if, if you read that, Heathen Dog, but I think it's one inch. Like, you can't make a ward smaller than one inch, if I remember correctly. So, you can't make it microscopic, but he he ward! <laughs> you know? uh, OCC related. Espionage. Uh, the ones that I looked at were medical. Any. Now, that's going to become important in a moment when I talk about... Uh, and, and of course, any weapons except large pole axes. I don't know what the other wizards get. And uh, you can identify plants, fruits, land navigation. Again, this goes to the exploratory portion of it. Uh, secondary skills, same as uh, you pick them from out here. So how wards work, don't care. The size of wards, there you go. Cannot be smaller than one inch. And the reason I don't care is because we've kind of talked about you just expend energy into them. You draw them out, you expend energy into them. But we want to talk about uh, placement as long as it's on there and you can have a sequence. So Heathen Dog could open up the, the box. Ward one goes off. Ah! Well, then he, you know, he reaches into the box. Ward two goes off. Oh my God, my hand's disintegrated. You know, you can set those up in sequence. That would take a little bit of time, but you can do that. If I don't want him, uh, want him touching my porn collection, I can warn either every uh, every magazine in there, or the box that you know contains it. And I would have a lot of uh, of you know, we'll just say not disintegration. We'll just say uh, uh, size shrinking words on that, so he wouldn't need those magazines anymore. That's mean, dude. Uh, I'm protecting my porn. <laughs> All right. Words cannot be placed on weapons. Really, this should read, because it will say this anyway, words can't be placed on anything you handle a lot. Because otherwise, every time you pick it up, hey, can you hand me that pencil? Boom. <laughs> it's like jokey smurf time. Let's not do that. Uh, now it talks about affixing words, how it's glued a rabbit, glue, uh, rabbit skin glue, eggs, clear wax. Uh, see, tr treat saps, etc. It's basically saying just as long as you as you can affix it, you can affix it. Uh, we'll get into the fact of like how long um, you can. Some of them you can just draw on dust. Others you actually have to make out of uh, something important. How long they last? Ward energizing. The number of words or word phrases that can be energized twenty four hour period is as follows: first level one per PE attribute point. Two per PE attribute point at third level, three per PE attribute at ninth. And that's because some of your words are going to get bigger. Phrases. Excuse me, let me use the right terms. Phrases uh, are going to get bigger. PPE for energizing. To be empowered with magic, each word symbol in the word phrase. So you could have, you know, five words in there. Each one has to be energized. In fact, a Diabolist trick is to have a 10, a ten word phrase and only have like three of them be activated. So you don't know which ones. Uh, must be energized uh, with one PPE point. Only the power and permanence wards cost more, 5 and 20, respectively. Yeah, if you want to make something permanent, and we'll get into how long it lasts in a moment. Uh, deliberate ward activation. Because you're a Diabolist, you can activate it intentionally. However, you have to spend PPE, because it isn't meant to go off like that. You're meant to be invulnerable to it, so you have to go, 
go. And then ward deactivation. You can, de uh, you can deactivate it to cost 5 per each ward. Uh, 10 for the power ward. Only the permanence ward and wards connected to the ward phrase cannot be deactivated. Once it's energized, it is truly permanent. And wards by other Diabolists cannot be deactivated. That'd be weird if you just had a Diabolist competition of like, because it takes how long to make the ward and you can just go, it no longer works. That wouldn't be fun. Diabolists are immune to their own stuff. Says it right there. Now, saving throw versus wards. It's going to be based on the level of the Diabolist. Heathen Dog already told you that it's 14 or higher. However, as they get, grow in level, you know, yeah, 17 or higher is quite rare because Diabolists pretty much, you know, hang out with the summoner too long and get crushed. And so they don't get that high. Uh, ward duration. Most wards, particularly alarm and protection, remain magically potent for centuries. Okay. Um, see, do, 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 do. That's a ward created by 5th level Diabolist remains at 5th level proficiency, even though 100 years may have passed and the Diabolist is now 12th level. 100 years? Hey, that, must be, that must be an elf. Yeah, this is yeah. going to have to be an elf. All right. A power ward doubles all magic effects, including duration. Permanence ward causes magical effect to last forever. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Talks about the ward phrasing. I'm not going to get into this, uh, mostly because I haven't drawn it out. But this is just how the Diabolist does it. Hopefully this isn't the part that confuses you, because this is just something you work with your game master. It's like doing a rote and mage the ascension. I want to do this. What do I need? You will need this, you know, or you just draw it out for the game master. Say these three wards uh, should provide this effect. The game master says makes sense. Yes, and it talks about some example ones here. A silent alarm when disturbed is one ward, and it explains why. A trigger by condition evil, so an evil person triggers this, and it's an area of effect at double damage and range. So obviously added power ward on there. That would require six ward uh, six. Yeah, word phrase. That would be a six-word phrase. There we go. Not six phrases. So, cannot just use one condition word like blind or agony to create a magical effect. Only alarm words can be used individually. So everything else has to be two or more. All right, and here are your runes. Hopefully that's enough. Again, without read it. If this interests you, read it. There's a, now here are the things that it requires. Um, so let's find your pixie wings. Well, permanence must be carved from the bone of a dragon. Demon. Devil. Devil. No, this one just says devil. No, it doesn't. Mine does. Nope. Here. Oh, that one says devil. Oh, the, the other permanence on the other side says devil. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, oh, is there a second one? Okay, we'll look at that in a moment. Um, word must be carved from a bone, dragon, devil, godling, or god. Hey, god, can I have your bone, please? Good luck with that. Um... So yeah, uh, that's just an example of protection by infliction. So you can draw it with sawdust or wood. See, some of these are pretty easy. These protection alarm ones are pretty easy. When you want to start blowing up other people, that's when it becomes more difficult. Ward creation time. It takes, uh, to assume the components. So if you don't have the components, I'm sorry, uh, have been, I'm sorry. If they are not, it's add 20 minutes to the creation time if you don't have the components because you have to actually put the components together. Uh, we'll get to each specific. I, I read the time. I thought it was right here. Uh, okay, maybe that's over here. Yeah, let's look at that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'm sorry, it's right here. Nerdy ogre. Yeah, we're we're not we we we're not going to talk no. about nerdy ogre. It's stupid. We're not talking. Yeah, about it's it. stupid. And and you can read the book on that. We commented on that a little bit earlier, but we're not going to talk about indestructible paper. No. Um, if you want any effect, it takes one melee round. 
if you car or if you carve it, it'll be two hours. But there's a difference. Painting and drawings fade over time. Carving, that's a little hard to fade. You have to chisel that in. All right, destroying words. Anybody can eliminate a spent word. Anybody. Heathen dog can walk right up there and just break it yeah, or break erase it, it or whatever. However, destroying an energized ward without activating it is extremely difficult. Make your save. <laughs> because most wards are set up the instant they or the object they're inscribed upon is touched. That's why you can't inscribe them on weapons. I'm sure theoretically you could. It would just be really stupid. Uh, only the Diablos who made it can deactivate uh, the magic, as we already said, safely. The only exceptions are words made of loose powder dust written in the dirt. That's why I wanted to say earlier, or why I said a moment ago, went into the whole fact that, uh, hey, some things aren't uh, aren't uh, permanent. The runic language is fun. It's just English. Lots of runes in the art say funny things, like Riff's, uh, oh, Riff's line walker belt that says lobotomize me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's how most fantasy languages work, as you just, you're just using a different alphabet for English. Yeah. And to be fair, that's how all my languages work. I just use diff uh, different phonetics. Plus, now, now you can look through the book and find the Easter eggs. There you go. All right, let's uh, skip some word limitations and reminders. And we're almost done with this part. Words are primarily defensive and protection magic, which is why I think Heathen Dog says it's not, I don't want to say viable, it's not, it's not an effective character for adventuring because you have to have time to set it up. Word is typically activated the moment the warded object is touched or disturbed. Disturbed includes trying to open a box or package, taking the item from its resting place, and it touched the box, and shut up. Uh, they cannot be used to turn a weapon into a magic item, but can be placed on a weapon to put in a storage to protect it from thieves. Do you understand the difference there? Yes. Yeah, well, I know you do. I'm just... <laughs> uh, words cannot be placed on any object that is handled frequently. Words cannot be painted on fabric to be unrolled at the moment of crisis. I oh, got man. my portable no, no Naruto <laughs> scroll things going on. Come on. No portable hole just wrapped up there. Man. Not going to be inscribed on disc stones, arrows, weapons, or objects used as hand grenades. Man. It's a static, it's a static yeah. device. They just want to uh, make sure, just drive home the 90% uselessness of this class. Just <laughs> drive it home. Uh, air effect words, oh yeah, uh, cannot be placed on living beings, but. Ah, it only area of effect words. And it's somewhere else in here, it actually talks about putting them on living beings. You can protect yourself, but you can't explode. A word symbol can only be energized and used as... By the way, I, I didn't say this. Uh, thank you, weird guy, for the $5. I know you read the super chat out, but uh, thank you for the $5. Appreciate that. Uh, not even... Uh, so so uh, a word symbol can only be energized and used as a magic word once. I did find this odd, but it, it explains it here in just a second. After it's been triggered and uh, it's magic unleashed, the symbol is harmless and cannot be energized again. And here's the explanation. We don't know why. <laughs> so, you know, some player is going to argue. Yeah, uh, okay. Why? Because. You don't why? know. Because. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, although the... Class. God, my freaking... Back. Although the word symbol can only be magically energized once, many components used to make the word like silver and gold dust powdered stone can be reused. Uh, Diablo says immune to magic and only the ward creator can deactivate or de-energize. That was just a reminder. Here are, the, here are the alarms, the descriptions, the conditions. We've talked enough about this. Here are the symbols. I like this kind of stuff. I'm kind of a nerd for this. I like these things. I can't draw that well though. 
And the numbers are really useful for like when you're sequencing things. Now let's look at one word. That's all we're going to do is we're going to look at one word. Uh, agon or one condition. We're going to look at the agony condition. This word inflicts agonizing, stabbing pain. By the way, this is a pretty tough one. <laughs> stabbing pain in the head, neck, and stomach, but leaves no evidence of physical damage. It's death punch. Uh, damage is 2d4 per level Diabolist. The victim loses initiative, all combat bonuses, and all but one attack per melee round. Now remember, you're like, oh, that's awesome. This is a defensive thing. This is what happens when they lift the gate. The enemy lifts the gate, and he walks through. And, you know, when he lifted the gate, he's now in agony. Now, his friends still, unless you have an area of effect on this, his friends still can walk through. You know? Now, if you put an area of effect on it, all his friends are feeling this as well. Roll save, of course. Um, speed and skill performance are reduced by half. So all your percentages... Oh, man, look at this, I got a 50%. Nope, you have a 25%, pal. And the duration is two, two melee rounds per level Diablo. So it doesn't actually last a long time. But here's the thing. Like Carpet of Adhesion, you've got somebody kind of stuck in an area for a while. Follow this up with a fireball. I know. Somebody's going to yell at me for keep saying fireball. I don't care. Um, but some sort of area of effect, a boom boom spell or, or psychic ability. And guess what? This is almost as good as Carpet of Adhesion. Almost. I stress the word almost. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you've already used with blah, blah, blah. And you can see some of these other ones. I mean, you got death. With a minus 20 to save. That's <laughs> uh, if you actually die. It does damage directly to hit points, but if it doesn't kill you, you don't actually die. And here are the symbols, again, role-playing things. I, I mean, a lot of theater of the mind people probably won't use this. Because if you actually gave this to a player anyway, be like, oh, I know what page of the book that's on. It means this. So uh, I, I would personally change these up, but I like them. Ah, wait, scroll up. What? So look at the symbol for man. It's yeah. A stick figure. Symbol for woman is a stick figure with no hands. <laughs> you know why? Because women aren't supposed to own things. What, what do they Ooh. need hands for? Ooh. There was one other one in here I saw that I thought was funny, and I can't remember which one it is. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to go look for it, but uh, I was looking at some of these, and I was like, really? Uh, oh, it was the birthing one. The one for birth. Where's that? Uh, I think that might be up here. Um, uh, oh, it's in the it's in the black. Yeah. Oh, oops, I just scrolled too far. There we go. Birth. <laughs> it's basically two spread legs. Uh, all right. Um, with something falling out of them, you know. So, uh, it talks about more about wards, protection wards, how to use them, and now we're on the summoner. So, so there we go. I'm going to let Heathen Dog go first before I give my final thoughts on the Diabolist because I, I did a lot of uh, yapping there. And, and just, just I want to say up front, I understand Heathen Dog's perspective on this, and I think I agree with about 90% of what he says, but I will say that you can make this a viable class. Okay. Viable class? Sure, why not? Just, just like just like in, in D&D 2nd Edition, you, you can play a Diviner Specialist you can do it. Viable means it's possible. Yep. Do you well, want and, to? And effective and effective. For me, okay, viable well means you have to be able to you have to be able to survive and play and, and... survive and play the game. Sure. Effective. <laughs> no. A second second edition AD and D diviner and a diabolist in Palladium Fantasy Second Edition have, have have something in common. They're not effective. 
90% of the time, they are ineffective, worthless, a drain on resources, taking food and air from good and decent folk that actually pull <laughs> the line. Now, that 10% of the time, the Diabolist is great. There's only one problem, though. The Diabolist can identify an energized ward, tell you what it does, but he can't do anything about it. He can't de-energize it unless he put it there, which he didn't. He can't set it off safely. Nope. He says, oh, yeah, that right there, it's a, it's a uh, ward of death. We have to go through here because that that's, that's the treasure where we want to get to. So uh, someone's got to set it off. We'll be over there. Dick. So, yeah, in the end, NPC. 100%. Any player character who, who plays a Diabolist is going to somehow, at some point or another, get everyone's ire. Just because they're all going to realize that the situation where he's actually useful and pulling his weight is so few and far between that why am I sharing gold with this idiot? Get out. I'll just I'll just hire somebody when we need when we need a diabolist and and give him a pittance. That's it. Okay. Worthless class. So one of the things I accidentally skipped, I'm looking at my notes right now and I can't believe I skipped that. Um so I already said this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go back to the beginning. I'm looking at my notes over here. In a pitched battle, 100 percent if you're looking to throw fireballs, uh, if, you, if you're looking for a ranged combatant, this is not the OCC for you. If that's what you're expecting out of it, you're not going to get it, unless you give your Diabolist scrolls, which I would, but, you know, that's, that's up to you. Obviously, prepared defense, as Heathen Dog has, has basically stated here, that's something, you know, not every Game Master is going to do, and that's kind of a niche idea. You're not going to be sitting every time like, all right, let him come to the castle. I mean, you could. You could do that in a dungeon. You could have a fallback location that as you go forward, you come across the bad nasties, you, you fall back. Uh, I mean, th so there are, there are ways you could do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe so. I'm, I'm I would play one, but, but with some caveats. Uh, exploration. The Diabolus is able to recognize inscription symbols and wards, things that are very important, unless you're the type of game master that's just like, you know what, I don't like to deal with those, or I think they're too powerful, or they just screw over the party. I mean, if you take them out, then yeah, then 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 you've you've neutered the Diabolus. But you know, your game, your rules, I get that. And maybe you don't like to mess with them. If it's not a prevalent part of your game, then just make sure you tell the person who wants to play the Diabolus, I really don't deal with these that much because I don't like the effects on the game. And I could see somebody doing that. That's like saying there are too many traps in Dungeons and Dragons. And I actually do believe that sometimes when literally every room you walk into, like seven traps, you know, there can be too many. I don't like Grimtooth's traps, even though I own the book, because they don't make sense to me. I don't like traps that turn an entire freaking pyramid upside down and anti-gravity wells and you fall. You know, I don't like that stuff. You know, so I so I can see some of that. However, did uh, did, 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 where was I here? Um, yes, the Diablos doesn't set off his own wards. We talked about that. Able to uh, scroll, understand languages. That's that's a big one. Unless, of course, again. Yes, there, there was a, a language spell. I saw it, but that requires the PPE. That requires the character to want to use it. Requires the character to have it. This character can already has, like, what, five languages we, we saw? Um, three, and then... Three, uh, three spoken, three written. 
That's that's well four because that uh, native also. Oh, native. I'm sorry. Yeah. Four writ, four spoken, either four way. written. Yeah, either way. You know, it's three, four, whatever. I mean, that's still quite a bit. You could probably take more secondary skills. Um, it gets hand to hand basic. Somebody put in chat. You can take expert in martial arts. You cannot with the Diabolus. It says it's limited to hand to hand basic. Uh, one weapon proficiency, which is fine. That means I can still thwack things on the head, and I'll still get my bonus like at levels two, five, eight, whatever. Now, this is where this is what I would do. I would take the skills biology, holistic medicine, and surgeon. So while you're in combat getting your ass beat, and while there isn't much I can do to fling fireballs at people, I can drag your body back, I can keep you in a safe location, and I can heal your butt. Yes, it's healing over. It's not instantaneous, you know, healing spells, but I can pull you out of there and I can ward myself enough. You know, obviously I can't go boom, boom, but I can ward myself enough to be protected from, say, fire or arrows or or whatnot coming at me, at least to a point. And I, and I think that, again, does is it perfect? No. Uh, so yeah, the, the two notes I have on here is uh, the GM cannot assume magic is magic is magic. The Diabolus has a useful and necessary role that is cheapened by a GM who lets other practitioners of magic usurp the Diabolus role. In terms of exploration, the Diabolus is incredible. The Diabolus can actually, oh, another thing I didn't mention, Diabolus can find traps or, or, or secret doors, sorry. Has that, has that thief ability to find secret doors. Another thing I, I didn't read earlier, I, I for some reason didn't go through the OCC skills. Um, the GM needs to understand that not everything can be aggressive combat. The players may go in their own direction, sure, but there needs to be a meaningful effort to allow the Diabolus to shine in defense. If that can't happen, then again, I'm on heathen dog side 100%, where then this is not a good uh, good class to play. But if you, if you can set up those situations, like I said, you can do it within a dungeon. You just have a fallback point. If you build that up, you can still have fun with the Diabolist collect the the ingredients to make the stuff so i mean I, i'm not saying this is the greatest class ever i'm not saying everybody should play it and i'm not saying it should be in everybody's game but i think it is more than or can be more than just an npc if played well hmm. so i'd like I, to know I believe says. it has a place in the world oh, did, did he freeze did i freeze hello what happened I'm waiting to see uh, if somebody in chat can type because I don't know if he froze or I froze, but he is absolutely frozen on my screen. Max is fine. HD died. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll give him a chance to come back here. Yeah, I just want to make sure it wasn't me because uh, I've had a couple little internet issues of, of late. Uh, so I, okay. Um, when, when Heathen Dog comes back, <laughs> it's like. Let me let me do this um, for now. Yep. Okay. It looks at. I wonder if his computer locked up on. Hopefully, he'll be back in a moment. Uh, you can't hear me. I am moving. Can you not hear me? Test one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Double should focus. Uh, language and first yeah 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 that, that's 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 my <laughs> okay violence says he can hear me okay good 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 all right so uh maybe some people are are uh, he's not gonna be back he might have to reboot his computer he'll be back uh diablo should focus uh yeah 
runes, language, and first aid. If you do that, you're a viable character. If you decide, or, you know, and if you pick a couple extra languages on there, there's something else I was saying, but yeah, I, I should have actually shown, and maybe this is what I'll do. I'll do this while Heathen Dog is, uh, is frozen for a moment. Is I'm going to bring this back up. See, he was so angry with my thoughts about the Diablos. And, and by the way, just so you guys know in chat, when we were having the, the discussion earlier about elementals, one of the reasons I kept pushing that is I wanted to see what people in chat were saying. I wouldn't see, no, Ethan Dog's right. No, you know, uh, uh, Max is right. Like, that, that's part of why we do that. Uh, so, where is, okay, Diabolus, Diabolus, OCC. So, Rogue, plus 10% on locate secret compartments. Right there. Um... So yeah, I mean, there, there are things that, it, it's not going to replace your thief, but this is really a, a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, and, and I like classes like that, as long as it's useful. And I would say this class is useful depending on your type of campaign. That's, you know, there's some that are always going to be useful. A man of arms is almost always going to be useful in some situation. But let's be fair, how many knights are good inside dungeons, you know? Um... So identify plants, fruits, land navigation. I didn't even talk about, I just took like the minimum. I just took biology, holistic medicine, and surgeon. But now you identify plants and fruits is another, if you can be kind of the everyman, the, every, you know, the, uh, I have wide knowledge, maybe not deep knowledge other than uh, wards. I mean, I'm not saying this is the only character that would have this, but, I'm, but you could make up for the lack of a druid. Or, or ranger or something. I mean, there, there are things you can do, is my point, depending on how the other characters are, are built. I don't fully disagree with Heathen Dog. I do think that there are places, you know, that this wouldn't fit in every campaign. And not every player is going to enjoy playing this type of character. But I think that it is viable. And by viable, I mean not min-maxed, not, uh, not uh, you know the best of everything not the perfect for whatever situation but i feel it's viable as in it is useful if you build it to be useful so. elementals are weaker than normal wizards it's nice to be given free spell every level but they feel a bit weak okay uh i'm with you i like seeing that hold on gotta put that on the screen you're not getting banned <laughs> six to twelve players god i'd never run a group of twelve players I do like uh, my, my group size is five to seven plus plus game master uh, eight, eight players and higher gets weird for me. And I don't like four or less because I feel everybody has to be so overly specialized to be interesting. But I, I do like six and seven for sure. I really do like those group sizes. Twelve. I tried a TMNT game with ten and that was too much for me. So that was uh, that was absolutely crazy. Welcome back. Yeah, this is the only PC in my house that does not have a battery backup. Oh, did you lose and power? Yeah, we lost power for about five minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, welcome back. You were saying something. I was trying to fill in the dead air time there so you could come back and say what you were saying. Um, I don't even remember what you were talking about. We'd have to go back. Do you well, remember the, what you were talking about? I, I was saying that the, the Diabolist does have a role in the world. The, the Diabolist is useful in the world of Palladium, a, a world that is infused at all times with some level of magic and mystery, and the Diabolist has a place just as a hireling that's it 
<laughs> librarian. Yeah, you 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 hire you you hire a, a, a some someone who knows all of these wards and stuff to, to to go into the magically ward place with you to point to point out the bad stuff. You know, that's it. That's what you do. If you are a Diablo's player character, you're gonna spend most of your time feeling useless, and most of the time, the other player characters are gonna feel like you're useless as well. When you are useful, you're very useful, but that's so far and few between in most in most campaigns, the way they're run, that unless the game master purposely goes out of his way to make you shine every once in a while, you're 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 a broken clock. But that's why I was saying build build the Diabolus wide instead of deep. You have all these outside these uh, these uh, support skills. Like like I said, I was going with the. Uh, um, you could do the that with anyone, though. I mean, come Some on. Degree, yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could do that with with a, an actual useful class too. But a lot of times people don't. And uh, again, uh, I don't know if you were here when I said it, but like that, locate secret compartments. You know, yeah, that's thief what a thief is for. Sure, but but the thief fails. Now you got a backup. Well, the, the, but the thief has a better chance. Of not failing so you know if if, if the thief i don't like to rely on one character for anything that's why again but then again i don't like games of just four people i like games well, yeah. of you know six I or mean, seven a diverse party is always great but there are there are some things that someone specializes in and, and if they fail or or if the role is secret and said no you don't you don't see any traps are you gonna say no the thief is full of shit no, he's there. Did for you not reason. play in our Palladium games where every time somebody rolled, I want to try too. Well, that's not the that. way it's supposed to be. That, I, that I does not form party cohesion. It just means you don't trust me as a thief. Why am I here? No, I no, I, I agree with you on that, yeah. but we did have that. I, you know, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm basing it on. Are these people are like, well, hold on. He did. I want to do it too. But then again, there's also that thing. If you, you know, using a skill successfully, blah, blah, blah. Where's my skills? So, all right. Diablo. No, it's not Diablo. It's uh, Diabolist. All right. Well, by the way, that segment was over two hours. Mm. Two hours. This is going to yeah. be a long cut, but we covered. I, is there anything? And, and a lot of you guys in chat know Palladium. So uh, give us your final comments right now. Is there anything we missed? And I don't mean some nuanced thing. I mean, something important that we missed with regard to um, magic. And the Diabolist. Yeah, because those are the two generally, generally magic, yeah, yeah. And specifically the Diablist or Summoner. Like, there's a lot of stuff in magic we breezed over for a reason, yeah. Right? But I mean, that's important for somebody to know who yeah. sat through a two hour long video, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to figure out what all this was about. Because next week we're going to do psychics and maybe add in clergy, depending on how long that takes. And we're going to do psychics very similarly to this. Psychics in Palladium is basically OP. Really is. I mean, every it, game it, they're OP. It, yeah. Okay. But man, I, I, if you're playing a Palladium game, you should, you should want to be a psychic. I mean, the, the only downside is that their, their real life skills are shit. But in, in investigation, they got powers. In combat, they got powers. In, um uh survival they have powers they you know that they're they are a, a giant tool bag with every tool in it and and to answer weird guy's question i mean we didn't we dive did into it but we but we did talk about we ley did, lines yeah. yeah early on we we actually did you you, you came here a little late we i talked about ley lines he how actually they did magic <laughs> nexus nexi 
and uh, places of power because, you know, placed on nexus points for reasons. Pyramids and, and yeah. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Yep. Yeah, we're talking about all that. All right, I'm going to give a few more seconds just uh, for, you know, people who, because it seems like some of the chat might be delayed a little bit more than normal um, to see if anybody has any final things they think we missed. Because, again, some of these people in our chat know Palladium even better than us. Definitely better than me. I mean, I like Palladium, but but I didn't live it. Heathen Dog lived it more than I did. So, uh, uh, Sinocephalus? I don't know about how to feel about the Diabolist and Summoner OCCs. They are cool inside the setting lore, but they are implemented so poorly as player characters. Feels like a missed opportunity. I wouldn't say implemented poorly. I just I I, I would I would say that the powers and abilities they are given are not broad enough to make them attractive player characters. You like, have to want well, to be one. Yeah, almost every other OCC has an has 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 a, something that's attractive about it like i want to play it because of this i want to play because of that if you want to play a diabolist i want to be a book nerd useful 10 percent of the time nobody wants that nobody wants that there's a wait there's a mind melter in palladium fantasy well no it's a mind a mind uh something it's it's not a mind melter that's a rift oh, okay. thing but th there is a yeah. there there is a um, what is it called? Hang on. Oh, I can't get can't get my mouse to work. What the hell? Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's still power. Power's still out for the mouse. Power's still out for the mouse. Oh god, no. Uh let's see. Psychic. I hate the mind mage. Mind, mind I... master or master psychic or something like that. Uh mind mage. Mind I hate mage. the mind mage. Mind wait, mage is the is the is the mind melter of palladium fantasy. Is, that, wait, is, is, is that the one that does both? No, that's the Psy oh. Mystic. Oh, so, okay, yeah, then that, that's the one I hate. That's the one you hate. No, Mind Mage is the, is the uber-powerful psychic. Leyland Rifters are OP. Well, well Heathen Dog, Heathen yeah. Dog likes to play them, so yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> no, uh, Leyland Walkers <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Are, are super powerful, you know, all-around, jack-of-all-trades, master of most in Rifts, yes. Rifters... Or uh, they're actually called shifters in in. Uh, oh, you in hate Rift shifters. You have a video on shifters. They're awful. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're just stupid. And and they're wrong for very similar reasons as the summoner. Yeah, yeah. Because it it's a it's a box of chocolates that you know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a razor blade. See, I I like see. Let me let me back. I like that in the game. I. I like the fact that there's some inherent danger with using the magic. The problem with the Palladium ones is there are really only two classes, two magic classes that you kind of want to be. The wizard and the warlock. Like, the witch, the Diabolist. Now, I, again, I said the Diabolist, and I would play a Diabolist, but let, let's be fair. Heathen Nug is mostly right in this one. It's not as flashy. It's not as great. It's not as, uh, I mean, unless you're handing out scrolls like, you know, candy, what's, what's the Diabolist going to do? Again, scrolls make up for a lot of uh, ideas or, or a lot of weaknesses. Uh, but the Warlock and the Wizard are really the only two. After that, you start getting into this, when are you going to eat me or when are you going to fail and we all die? Yeah, yeah. Or or when are you going to be useful? I mean, a, a, a warlock can summon creatures to help, and the creatures like him, right? So, I'm I'm a summoner only. I'm not a danger to everyone around me at any moment. And the uh, 
and the uh, witch has a pact with a repeatedly stated evil supernatural force. That is, that is just a grenade with the pin out. When it when is the witch going to drop that grenade? The problem with this comment is that's boring to me and then don't put it in the main book or put it in the back in like a game master section. Yeah. Th that yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is Diabolus, Summoners, they they should all be they 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 should have been NPC or at the very least parenthetically optional. Well, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to no, show no, I, up. I, I believe the witch is parenthetically optional. Yeah, yeah, not even parenthetically. There were no, there were no parentheses. <laughs> oh, just just said it. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, got it. I'm gonna put this up here. Go ahead and come to our Discord and let's talk about how would we, how would we make the Diabolist without? I, I'm not talking overhauls. What tweaks could be made to the Diabolist, the Summoner, and the Witch? Well, okay, not the Witch. The Diabolist and the Summoner. What things do you guys in chat would say that would make them viable player characters without making them OP? What would you give them? What would you take away? What would you change that would say, okay, this doesn't make them better than the wizard, just makes them different than the wizard and still viable? Because I love the idea of the Diabolist. Mm. Well, the, it's, it's, it's easy for the witch. Just mo move it to the clerical class and, and uh, have, the, uh, have the pact be with a good supernatural creature or god. There you go. I say I see I would rather it be roll random. You don't know. <laughs> well, that, that that would be something, but again, that's, you know, Russian I, I yeah, no, no I I get that. Maybe make the percentage lower or something. My my yeah. thing though with that is that uh I I don't but then again, I don't like warlocks in 5e. Okay, but the these warlocks are different. No, 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 no. I'm saying, but that's what the witch is. The witch is the same as the warlock in 5e. Yeah, I, I don't like that whole sell your soul to stuff. I think that that is the domain of the cleric. Yeah, your you know faith. What? In, in Palladium, when you make a pact with a supernatural creature, it's the same thing as throwing clum, uh, crumbs on the floor. You throw crumbs on the floor. You, that's how you get ants. You make supernatural pacts with, with creatures of, from another dimension. That's how you get vampires. See, uh, uh, Umbri can never stay in core books for some reason. She doesn't understand that core books exist. Yeah, uh, we're talking about core books, Umbri. Core books here. <laughs> core book. Core book. Leyland Rifter was a variant Leyland Walker. <laughs> okay, well, not doing it. <laughs> all right. I want to thank everybody. Uh, I don't know. I already just kind of walked through all the proclivities. Uh, what were you talking there at the end? So let me just put up our links one more time. Like I said, you can come by our Discord. You can talk to us. And uh, we have a giveaway to do. Yes, we do. We have a giveaway to do, and uh, this will be kept in here so you all can see that we're giving away. Uh, what's it? What's the first? Worlds without number. Worlds without num number uh, from the same creator. Uh, was it Kevin Crawford? Is that his name? Kevin Crawford? Something. Cro Stephen Crawford? Kevin Crawford? Thanks, Kevin Crawford. Um, who did Stars Without Number? Yep. So let's uh, let's get our you, screen you sharing up. I might somewhere. I don't see it. Uh, oh, uh, for the giveaway. Oh, yeah. week, week three of three. There it is. There it is. Yep. So week three of three giveaway. And all I'm doing right now is I'm just getting the uh, sharing the screen. And then I'm going to get my link. I don't need audio. Worlds without number. Okay, we can take that off the screen. Nope, that's the wrong button. There we go. Take that off the screen. 
I have to get the link. So Worlds Without Number is from the Stars Without Number video, and you got a bunch of comments on that. Okay. Actually, you got more comments on the Warrior Rogue Mage one, which I thought was cool. Nice. Um, kind of felt bad. We didn't have any pundit products first. <laughs> and I actually, I, I looked at the, uh, at the analytics for mm -hmm. not just that video, but the other, you know, you know, other stuff. And there, there was a good click through rate on yeah. that too. So I like that. It was nice. Okay. That's the link. We're going to filter duplicate users. Uh, so keywords. It? Does it include replies? No, no, nope. not include replies. Nope. Filter comments uh, based on specific on text. And everybody knows it's hashtag RPGate. And no extra entries. All right, let's see how many comments we had. Okay, let me make sure one more time that I did actually pick the right one. I'm pretty sure well, it if it comes up with zero, you'll know. No, no, no. But there's two. There are two options. I just want to make sure I pick the right one. So that says oh, oh. It ends in oh, oh. All right. So Ooh. I did pick the right one. And here we go. Oh, one of the things I said while you were gone was that uh, part part of the like uh, the thing like when we had that elementalist you know, you know kind of dust up is part of that is to engage chat to see what chat has to say. Everybody got absolutely silent during that one. <laughs> like we didn't have <laughs> chat for like two to three minutes after that. It's like guys, when we when we do that, we want to hear some of your opinions on that. So. Otherwise, I just I don't care. <laughs> like play the game how you want. I don't... All right, how, let's. Uh... YouTube comments only fifteen again. Well, that wow. we're getting consistent. Okay. The first the first week was twenty five and twenty seven. Now we're getting fifteen so all across the board. All across the board. All right. Well, which one of these fifteen people wins a wins a new book? And it is sitting over there in a box in bubble wrap and underneath some uh, peanuts. So it's safe. All right. Here we go. Everybody gets a luck. Nerdy over again. Wait, did he win one? Because you can't win too physical. Book already. Nerdy Ogre, did you win a, a, a book? Yeah, you, you won Bessum, didn't you? Or was that Hungry Ewok? One of them won them. Well, you should have written it down. I, it's not, I don't have that note card in front of me. That note card's sitting over there. Well, you um, should go get it because it's important now. Yeah. Because he, he, might, he might have just won a gift card instead of a book. Yep. Uh, let me just go through these real quickly. Let's make sure I didn't... Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's here. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Yeah, I had to clean clean my room because of all that stupid charcoal. From, uh, I think he Nerdy Ogre was Bessem because Hungry Ewok was uh, was Riffs. So yeah, nerd. So ner Nerdy Ogre, uh, if you're here for sure. Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, DCC. Oh, this is week one. Damn it. Nerdy Ogre says yes. Yeah. So Nerdy yeah. Ogre gets uh gets the uh gift card. He got Bassem, so he gets a gift card. Yeah, so you get so, sorry, but I mean that is written into the rules. So just so any if anybody's like, oh my god, you're changing it. No, it's written into the rules. Gift cards, you can win as many gift cards as you want. Remember last week Judson Rackley won both the book and the gift card. Yeah. Yeah. But we want to make sure that the hard covers get spread out. So uh so nerdy ogre, let me write that down. This is not the right note card for this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Nerdy ogre. Um, make sure you put in week three i yeah i think i still have your email address because uh i don't think i've deleted it from your besom stuff yet so because i have that i have your email address i can send you the uh the gift card after this uh stream so you'll get it today or at the latest tomorrow a couple times it made me put in the next day so um gift card all right now we 
Now we now. go the same, the same one, just roll again. And this person will get the hardcover. See, this is, by the way, this is what happens when there are only 15 people. People win yeah. multiple prizes. Yeah. That's how it works. What do we got? Mar Hawkman. Mar Hawkman wins. Mar Hawkman, you get a copy of Worlds Without Number. And you can just shoot me your personal information. I need your your uh, your mailing address and your uh, email address. In uh, uh, just send it to me I, in Discord. I, I think I have it. I think I have it. Well, I want I want him to send it to me because I literally copy paste so that if I know, that person I can I can send it to you. I'm just saying if that person screws up, then it goes to the wrong address, and it's that person's fault, not mine. Oh, all right. <laughs> so Mar Hockman. It's uh, uh, Worlds Without Number. I hope you like it. I, I I skimmed through it, and you know my one issue with, with all modern books, but other than that, it looked freaking amazing. There we go. Oh, is it? That isn't you? I've been thinking the entire time, every time I see that person comment, that it's you. Oh, no, his his real name is Mark Hawkman, so oh. Mark Mark markham is different okay well then there you go well if you're watching okay everybody's screaming at me sorry i got it <laughs> yeah sorry. mark sorry mark man didn't okay i have to get my notes congratulations mark markham hungry ewok no that was mark martin won something the first week okay I have them here now. So, yeah, Mark, Mark Markman. Uh, sorry, Markham. So, uh, it wasn't Mark Hockman. So, Mark I screwed Markham. up. I Honestly, I'm going to tell you that every time I see a comment from this person on our stuff, I thought it was Mark Hockman. I think of Mark Hockman, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's got to be so, Mark Hockman. I'm, I'm sorry, Mark Markham. Mark Markham, this is what I need from you. I need your... And I have to be able to verify it's you, so I can't what? just wait, have some random wait, person send on. me. Is the comment substantive enough? I'll give it a try if it comes my way. Uh, yeah. I, I, th really? What I was trying to avoid with that was just hi or boobs or just the hashtag. Yeah. I really wanted it substantive uh, with, you know, what does chat say? Cause I mean that, that I'll, I'll, I have no problem saying sorry, but you know, thanks, but no thanks. I, I'm I, like I said, I just wanted to be more than like one word, but I also did say it had to be substantive. So what does chat say? You guys good with that? Are you good with us giving that to Mark Markham? Do you think this is enough? Either. I mean, substantive to me is proving that he actually watched the video. Fair. And this doesn't tell me he actually watched the video. Heathen Dog says no. I say, eh. I'm more open about that. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll wait for chat. Mar Hawkman says he's good with it, even though if I were him, I'd be super sore. You mishawked him, Max. I mishawked him, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kevin Sullivan says he didn't he has no dog in this fight, but he doesn't think it's he doesn't think it's substantive. Okay. And uh, one-legged frog <laughs> says, yeah, that can be written for literally any video. And I believe that. Well, Chris Black says now that you confuse him with somebody else, he should get it. Oh <laughs> uh, well. He's not here to be offended, so fuck him. <laughs> Hungry Ewok says fine with him. Uh, should we do it? Should we do it the role playing way and roll a die? 
one uh, of my new paladin dice. There you go. Throw the new paladin dice out there. Okay. Uh, let's let, let's let's see how many yeses and nos we have. We you have a you have a yes. Oh, I'm hold on. No, no, no. I do this so much easier. I God, I'm an idiot. Yeah, somebody's clipping that. Should Mark M A R K H A M receive the world? I'm not putting all that there without number <laughs> uh, hardcover. You throw a poll out there yep. and it says yes, no, and There we go. Throw it on yeah, screen. I'm, I want to see it. Uh, it should pop up here. Just well, it'll pop up in chat. Yes, it should pop up in chat. Why didn't it pop it up in yet. chat? There we go. Now it popped up. Not for me. No, no, you're not going to see it on Streamyard. Oh. Okay. We will wait for that to go. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to start segment two because I can always come back and do another giveaway. And I mean, our segment one is like an hour, like two, three hours long. <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah, we're, we're coming up on just about three hours. I got to make dinner soon. Yeah, I may not actually keep this part in. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch a three-hour video on magic. Um, well, uh, so let's stop that. And uh, we may come back to this. So I'm going to leave this on the screen as is. And then I have to go there. So I have to do things a little bit differently so that I don't accidentally kill that. Um, So, go here, go there. What I'm doing right now is I'm just getting up comments. So, segment two is going to be uh, responding to a lot of comments. Our current subscriber count has fluctuated crazily in the last four days. It was up to 3,111 and then dropped down to 3,090. Now it's back up to 3,103. <laughs> what the hell happened? Well, people are doing what you said. They're they're clicking on subscribe to throw something in chat and then unsubscribing and leaving. Okay. All right. And let's go to comments. And I always think I have problems zooming in on this stuff. Let's do the whole change screens again thing. Two overs, one cup. That was bad. What happened? Okay, that should be big enough. Hopefully people can see that. Share. Share screen. I don't need audio for this. And share. All right, for segment two today, Heathen Dog is probably going to leave in the middle of this, at the beginning of this, <laughs> because uh, we're running really late today. But uh, I haven't had a lot of time. And I have not uh, really read comments for like two weeks. I've glanced at a few of them and I feel bad about that because, you know, part of what we do here is uh, we make videos and we want you guys to comment on them. And so I like to make sure I respond to as many as possible. And I haven't been doing that. So it is time to respond to some viewer comments. Now, because this is segment two, this could get spicy. There we go. Yeah, the, uh, these are comments on the Internet, people. It's probably yep. going to get weird. Yes, and I'm going to say things that some people might not like. And at the end of this, we will have our uh, second get... Oh, that's the wrong one. That's week one of three. What the hell? I don't know. You're, you're getting weird on me. What happened? I had the right one earlier. 
There. It's in the wrong spot. Okay, anyway. It's week three of three for our 3,000 subscriber giveaway. And remember, in case you missed it earlier, there will be a super secret week four for members. Yes, those people who click that little button and give us $5 a month, there's going to be a super secret giveaway for them next week. I just don't know when yet. I pay attention to my Discord or the YouTube. Everything's been done through the YouTube community. YouTube community where is where all the official announcements are. Come to our YouTube channel, click the community tab. The announcement will be there. Okay. How are we looking on this poll? Is nobody else voting? Did everybody vote in the poll? What do we have right now? Okay, so yeah. far, uh, it's, it's leaning yes. It's leaning yes. It's a close vote. But it is cleaning, yes. Uh, cleaning? Wow, leaning, yes. So, uh, all right, we'll come back to that in a, in a little bit. So, uh, Bill, uh, Billy Rubin has a palladium question. Well, you can ask that in segment three if you want to come in here, or if it's quick, what, uh, what you got? It's been three hours talking about palladium magic. Do you believe that? And while we're doing that, Yes, there's our Discord. Come talk to us on Discord. We like it. And buy your stuff in Redbubble. I've been selling a lot of masks. Is there a new mask mandate I don't know about? Because I'm selling a bunch of masks. I got like $4 last week in masks, which means nice. I sold like 10 of them. <laughs> like I... And Heathen Dog plays Gunfire Reborn with a few people on Thursday nights and Saturday nights. And we want to thank all, all the weirdos that come by here. Yes, you're all weirdos, just like us. Thank you for coming by here. Weirdos. Subscribe. <laughs> Weirdos. Weirdos. All right, I usually reserve that for bad people, but no, in that case, it was, it was all in love. Read. It's not? No. I, I don't think I can make it any bigger. It's like max. <laughs> well, I can make it bigger, but now I can only see like one line. <laughs> there we go. We'll just do that. So I know what this is about. Uh, I was mentioned on Friday what I should do with my Palladium game. So Violent Souls Everything says uh, the game of your own creation. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leaning toward. My, my big thing is this, is I've diverted so far away from Palladium and I've got one big diversion to go. And it, it, it was like the straw that was breaking my camel's back here, where it's like, if I do this, I can't call this Palladium. I can't even relate it to Palladium anymore other than rolling a D20 for combat and percentile for skills. And... Uh, most of the people, I'd say about 80% of the people are like, dude, do your thing. Screw Palladium. Just, just do your thing. Yeah. Like, even though, remember, the scope of it was supposed to be a setting for Palladium. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that's pretty much where I'm doing. Dude's finally cracked. Do you know what that was about? No. No, that was about me wearing my... Uh, I, did you oh. didn't say i was in full battle rattle dude yeah yeah okay uh, okay uh yeah so i i uh I, if you, anybody missed that i was uh on the friday night chill stream obviously you know this right here i uh was dressed up in mop 2 and went into mop 4 to open up the package that got me paladin role-playing dice uh, here's the other the other one and uh the reason was is because i got an email that said hey want some dice and you can uh, talk about them whatever it's like sure why not i like dice I, i've got enough of them I, I like dice and so uh it came to me and i never knew the company's name so i was like huh and then it came to me with like a personal address on it that's <laughs> like huh i was like i really didn't think anything of it but i was like you know it'd be really fun is to treat this like a uxo or or uh, you know an unidentified package i'm like 
Oh, hell yeah. That'd be great to do on stream. So I got out some of my old uh, mop training gear and uh, had to wash everything. It's been in storage quite a while. <laughs> I had to wash everything. So it took me like four hours to prepare for like a 10 minute skit, if you want to call it that. And then it took me almost two days to clean up. Charcoal was still coming off this floor this morning. My wife caught more of it. Like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. But uh, I started off the stream by, by uh, doing a Battletech reference. A lot of people won't unless you understand Russian. And even if you understand Russian, you probably won't get all the references in there. That was uh, that, the date that I gave was the date that the House, uh, House Davin declared war on uh, the Capellan Confederation uh, during the wedding. So that's what the beginning of it is. And I, and I would talk about Capellan citizens rising up. And then that was just to get people there. Then we opened up the package. It didn't explode on me. So it's all good. No white powdery substances. No cocaine. By the way, when I zoomed in on this, it also, my other screen over here with chat, I can't read it. It's too big. So, uh, uh oh, are we at 50% really? Is the voting 50 50? Ty goes to the winner. I'll vote no. Ty, well, I vote yes. Ty goes to the winner. <laughs> um, so, here we go. This is for, this is for Heathen Dog. RP gate free. Nice. Sounds like it is some inspiration for the original edition with multiple booklets and how it's presented. I don't know the original edition. Do you remember much about this game? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's a, uh, it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it. The, the, the uh, g game itself is, uh, is classless. It's a, uh, it's a skill-based thing. It says warrior, rogue, and mage, but th those are specialties you could do. Oh, that's right. It's like one die for each one of those. Exactly. Right? Yes. You you have you have three attributes, and for warrior skills, you roll this attribute. For rogue skills, you roll this attribute, and for magic skills, you roll this attribute. You could be all three. You you could get skills, and you you could you could uh, put all your points on all three stats equally. You could get all three sets of skills, and you could do all three things. You wouldn't be very good at all of them, but you could do them. But it's a very viable option is to have a warrior centric skilled based character with one point in magic and, and one healing spell. Boom. You're good to go. After combat, you heal yourself up. You're ready for the, you're ready for the next go. It's a, it's a great deal. It's a tri-stat system, but not the same as like the Bessem no, tri-stat system. Is, it is a tri-stat, but not, not, not the same as Bessem. No. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, Nunya also posts again. I can respect 3D6 for stats as an option. It warms my cold heart. <laughs> there you go. The skill checks seem like uh, fun too, and that's because the skill... Oh, wait, this. I'm sorry. This is for uh, Stars Without Number. Um, yeah, I, to be fair, every time I've tried to read this, I've been sidetracked. So I, I understand that there's, a, there's a, the zero, the plus one, the plus two, but I have not seen how that actually works in the system. And I've pulled this book out probably a hundred times and I always get sidetracked. So uh, do you know what he's talking about here with the, with the skill checks? Do you remember the skill checks? Uh, I can't read that. Uh... So, oh, it says, uh, I can respect 3D6 for stats as an option. Uh, it warms my cold heart. And he says, uh, the skill checks seem like some fun too. Oh no, the, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, the, uh, it's, it's, it's very much like, a, a rep, uh, like your year zero. Thing where it's the it's the stat plus the skill shooting shooting for a, a num number of successes so you okay. know you, stat I thought plus it was d20 was number of dice and then 
then you oh. you're you're shooting for a, a target number. Then I completely misunderstood because I thought the die roll was d20. I don't think so. For stars with that number, okay. Because I thought it was like a third edition kind of not clone. I, but... I could be completely <laughs> screwing it up. So I know it's been go. a long time for some of these. So <laughs> I have to I have to go and answer my phone because I have to two step verify to uh, to vote no. Hang on. <laughs> wow. Uh funny. All right. Well, we'll move on here. I hate how this goes on my screen. Uh, so easy to run. Yes, it is so easy to run. Bear with me just one second here. Um, seems like one of those games you definitely have to try, but even then, if something doesn't go right, grafting on something else. Yeah, it does seem really flexible for that. Should go smoothly. Or what? Six books? Is that a contradiction in terms? Six books without rules is five initial world settings or intriguing. Put heart, hashtag heartbeat gate should send free stuff and also vouchers to someone else. Okay. <laughs> I'll send it. Oh, wow. That's all I can say is wow. Uh. Boop, boop. Okay, that sounds cool. Well, thank you, Mr. Ceratops. By the way, I think people should like Mutant Mechatron. Uh, absolutely agree. Hundred percent. The Palladium needs to be rewritten. I like the rules and setting are fantastic. With books are nearly impossible to navigate. Well, I don't think actually I like the source books. The source books for me are what make uh, Palladium awesome. Um, absolutely like the source books. It's uh the the core book itself really needs to be more efficient. In fact, I know some people complain that first edition had like gods and dragons or something else in it, like for Palladium Fantasy, and second edition doesn't. Uh, I'm for that. Rip out everything you don't need. And put that in source books. You know, that, that, that's my material. I'm not saying gods aren't important. Maybe you do need them. So, you know, put them in the it, main book. It won't let me vote. <laughs> it won't let me vote under my own account. If it makes you feel better, it won't let me vote either. Well, that's because you're in the Legion of Myth account. No, I'm also in my personal account. <laughs> oh, we're, that's because we're moderators on the... Fuck, yeah, that's... Bullshit. <laughs> Can't cheat. Stop not cheating. It's not cheating. I get I get my opinion too. Uh well yeah, we've already we've already split our opinion. So and, and apparently Chad is uh oh. Somebody voted no. Good. Thank you. So it looks like actually somebody changed the vote. So also All right. hack it. All right, what's, All right. what's the next one? Omen uh, says uh hashtag RP gate. I like these rules light systems. Seems better than the GURP system for three stats. I do like the fact uh, I do like the fact it feels like a classless system based on description. Yeah, it definitely it seems that way. Yeah. Yeah, it is a classless thing. You 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 could take a, you know, if you only have three people playing, you don't need to have a straight warrior, a straight rogue, and a straight mage. You could have a straight warrior, a, a rogue mage hybrid, and then a warrior mage hybrid or a warrior rogue hybrid, and still be completely viable. It's right there in chat, Crafty. It's right there in chat. Um, it's, a, it's in the, the YouTube chat. It's on the top. Yep, and then and the point of it is to say uh, whether he posted a substantive comment or not. I probably should have put that in the poll, but you know, some people are just probably being... Oh, you guys are just being vindictive now. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm going to get sued. Oops, I forgot to... It's going to sue me for... I didn't get my winnings. But hey, hey you know what? It, it said as determined by us, so you know there what? You this is how we're determining it. Um, 
The fact that you can get a free edition uh, that has 90% of the game is awesome. Yes, the Stars Without Number is on his website. I don't know if it's 90%. Well, maybe the game system itself is. Yeah, I, I think oh. that uh, the the one thing he doesn't have on there is like Magic and Psionics or some other nonsense like that. It, it's You have to buy the book for that, for those yeah. rules. I have the physical. But uh, I wouldn't I, use I it physical. anyway. Yeah, you don't like Quantum. My game's going to have Quantum uh, Space Magic in it. Oh, okay. Well... At least that's the plan. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So Darth Theak, who's been watching, I don't know if he's still watching, but he was watching earlier. This definitely has different take on stats. I do like how it's really simple. I can see how it'd be good for new players. Yeah, this is definitely a game for new players or people that want uh, rules light stuff. It sounds like it could easily be used as a gateway, hashtag RP gate, to older and less forgiving games, taking a little more control from the players and letting them feel the desperation when there's a damn good chance a PC is going to die. Waiting for the DM to tell you if it's saved against death attack. You could, uh, you you had just reached seventh level after playing for a year or more. You should have a good chance to make it. DM tells you that you made it and you instantly feel all the dread go away. He tells you that you fail. You lose your mind for about 30 to 45 seconds. Then you collect yourself, whip out a new character in 10 minutes. Does it even take 10 minutes to whip out a character in this game? Uh, if, if you're good at it, you can do it in five. But uh, yeah, this is a substantive comment, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> there is no doubt. And yes, I agree with I agree with all of that. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's it's for new uh, teenagers or adults to to the role playing thing. I mean, if if you want new kids, there's hero kids, which is just slightly easier. I mean, <laughs> well, the third, remember the first part of hero kids is for four year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, there there I I made three levels of hero kids for for uh three to five year olds, five to seven year olds, and eight to ten year olds. So it's slightly easier than the 10 year old version. Okay. So Darthy says this game seems to pull ideas from several different systems. So I th yeah, I think so. Obviously, it draws from DD 3, which basically trimmed down a lot to really clean it up. Also, draws from ADD 2nd edition with skills and how they were really. See, I, there were no skills in 2nd edition. I, I, I'm well, sure no, he means enough. Yeah, there were. Where? Non weapon proficiencies aren't skills. D &D second edition? Yeah, there were skills. Really? Because well, non-weapon proficiencies shouldn't be treated sorry, like skills. No, 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 I'm not trying to be semantic on words. I just don't like the word skill because they shouldn't be treated like skills. Like, oh, you have to make a skill check to get something done. They're supposed to be for exceptional. Mm. You know, you're not supposed to roll a fire building check to build a fire. You're supposed to roll a fire building check when, you know, there's a blizzard in the rain. Or a monsoon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah get, and you I don't get. have the right tool. You know, it, you know, well, so now, to be fair, for a, a lot of games now, you don't make a skill check unless it's unless the the, the downside is is effect is effective sure you know? but in but in dean modern D D, you make a skill check before you even decide what you're going to do <laughs> wow well that that's that's watsy D, &D so you know they, they can have their train wreck it uses scenes like old world of darkness i did notice that when i was reading through it he talks a lot about scenes this really opens up a few more options in role-playing your character these are just the first three things off the top of my head hey but that's somebody who took a moment or at least knows yeah. the book and and, and yeah. faked us that's fine either way right that that's fine i mean yay it's, it's a substantive comment don't don't care but yes the uh the the way the game works is uh um there is no set time around a turn you know, there is no set time that all this happens. It, it, all of it is a scene and the scene ends when you move to a different location or the, the, the main objective is either won or lost or the conflict is resolved. 
That's when the scene end. And I really like that because it means powers that have that has uh, only a few activations per day last an entire scene. That means they'll be good for your entire combat that you need it. You don't have to worry about counting down this 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 ticking timer where your spell or ability is going to wear off and you're going to be boned. I'm going to put this other comment back up here in just a second. <laughs> that's a, I mean, you're talking three, four, and five to me when you say all these comments. Somebody's being like, that's not four. I don't care. I still felt the same way in four. Uh, have you reviewed Cogent Roleplay System? No. No. Have not. And we're this year is going to be just Palladium books. We could pull some stuff on the side. That's what that's kind of our biggest request right now is to make more 10, 15 minute videos that dive into something more specific. But we'll see. Time is an issue. Um all right, so Nerdy Ogre says, this seems like a really good game to play for new players and Dungeon Masters, remember the album. And while, the, you know, first of all, he already won, you know, a book, so he's getting a gift card now. Um, but uh, uh, this is a comment that to me is substantive enough because it tells me that he either guessed really well or understood that it was pretty much a, a rules-light game. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I mean, you know what? If, if you fool me, good on you. Yeah. There you go. Um, but at least put in the effort to try and pull the wool over my eyes. So Albert, not a retro. We get a lot of comments from him. Uh, he says, you got big dreams. You want fame? Well, fame costs. All right. Here's where you start playing in sweat. Robots can't sweat. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> if your robot's well, sweating, you've got you're, a problem. <laughs> you're paying in condensation. <laughs> Con condensation. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that it's the thing is I don't know if that's supposed to be kind of an inside joke because you're saving yourself from a, a dome that is failing underneath the ocean. If yeah. you're sweating, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> or if, if, if you're if you're if you're condensating, that means you have a, a you have an atmospheric issue problem. Then you should probably fix that because rusting uh, is the thing, right? Maybe. Maybe okay. Uh, I'm self-assured independent. Three snaps and Z formation. Snap, snap, snap. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> There you go. You go, girl. Oh, oh you go, girl. What's that have to do with robots? <laughs> Nothing. I'm confused. I'm so confused. <laughs> One little thing I like about Stars with a Number. Uh, okay, so this is somebody who's played. One little thing I like about Stars with a Number is uh, that I still use when using other system is the name generator in the DM section. There is a very, I don't want to say big, I would say very well written DM section or you know, game master section in this in the book. So. Tons of first and last names for people. I mean, just the system generation, the, uh, you know, the type of world you could come across, you know, because it's meant to be, I mean, you can obviously make whatever world you want, but roll two to figure out the politics of the world, because that's going to give you some background in the world. You don't need to have 9,000 pages. You have these two themes and that's the world. And you're like, wow, I, I really Everything like how this else is, is up to the game master and it, it's crunchy as hell, but it's the game master's problem. Number one. And for each world, he only has to do it once. External and, cool and and the, the game master can decide when you leave a world or if you ever leave a world because you know space travel is, is not a given <laughs> where the setting id is made up is oh my god yep where the setting is made up and the stats don't matter anybody get the reference no um Oh God, I'm thinking the show. I can picture the, I can picture all three versions of the show. Aisha Tyler is hosting it now. Drew Carey hosted it, and then before that was the British guy. I can't think of his name. Um, whose line is it anyway? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I never watched that. I, you know, it's one of those dad joke shows that, uh, you know, can be funny. So, All right, what is violence? If violence is always correcting on us, then crap. I hate reading his comments. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm joking. Um, Gate, that was a very long-winded way to try to explain skills by going over the same example three times to finally get to all the modifiers. Wow! Wow, you got busted! Wow, I got boned. It's, you, it's a could have saved a lot video for Christ's sake. You've, you've, you've been watching these two, three hour streams and you're get, you're getting, you're getting a red ass on a 30 minute video. Get out of here. So down, yeah, you can vote that down. I can't, that. I, I, no, I don't downvote. I don't downvote when people call me an asshole. <laughs> like I said, you could have saved a lot of time. The only people I downvote are people that post SJW nonsense. So uh, you could have saved a lot of time, but just stating right off the bat that it was two D six plus SL plus stat bonus versus oh, yeah, target. But that doesn't actually explain anything that that's that, that's that's like giving someone the, the the quadratic equation, but not explaining when to use it and why it's there. It's, it's yeah, I mean, I haven't watched this video in a long time, so I don't know. Um, I, I I don't know if there are any problems, but usually when you went through your slides, you you did it with a purpose in mind. Like yeah. you get this, you get this, you get this, and here's the end result. Did yeah, that I was not happen? I was explaining not not just the mechanics, but the reasoning behind the mechanics, and you know, so so if if people uh could watch it they could understand how it works and when they make a character they can actually make a character that does what they want it to do i really hate when uh when when players don't know how a system works and they make a character thinking they know how it works like oh i'll get this stat really high because that's probably what rogues use and then you find out when halfway through character generation that that has nothing to do with what rogues do and you are now a shitty rogue and you no longer are playing the character you envision. So I want to explain the reasoning behind why these numbers matter and, and the reason behind the math so you can figure out how to make your character do what you want your character to do. I'm not telling you to min-max your character, but I'm just showing you that if you don't want to purposefully hobble your character from, from what, what your vision is, this, this is why these numbers are the way they are. All right, I guess I missed this game. Sounds itch. It is. You get to play robots, people. Come on. And you do it in the rules light uh, uh, version uh, of, you know, Forbidden Lands or um, I was going to say stars of that number. Um, no, uh, Coriolis or, or uh, Tales from the Loop or Alien. You know, it's the same generic system as that. It's fun times. You get to play robots. Robots. Sounds but like yeah. robot versus wrestlers. <laughs> Web Warrior 1.0. You just don't go for sci-fi, but when you're talking about the Dead Man Switch, I, and I don't know what that was about either, so if you remember, just uh, hold hold on that for a second. Um, when you're talking about the Dead Man Switch, it got me thinking, it might be fun to play, and it sounds like a good system. I read through Worlds Without Number, which we are giving away to somebody, we just haven't determined who yet, but it looks like a big fat no to Mark. He's going to yell at me for that. Yep. Mark, yell at chat. Don't unsubscribe. Yell at chat. No, I'm on your side, Mark. Tell them to yell at me. I was, yell at I was heathen the first one who was completely against him. That is true. Uh, I read through Worlds Without Number and really enjoyed the philosophy behind it, so it's cool to see that same... Now, Worlds Without Number is obviously the second one. I'm sure Web Warrior knows this, but I'm saying it for, for you out there. Um, Stars Without Number has actually been around for quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, I read, da, 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 so it's cool to see the same philosophy again. I'm a sucker for good cyberpunk, so I wonder if this could be adapted to that setting easily. I think it could be because it has uh, cybernetics and bionics in there. The one yes. thing I'm not 100% sure about is like the overall computer system, because one thing that, that kind of whether it's Shadowrunner, Cyberpunk, or Netrunner, is that whole thing of jacking into a computer system, I right. think is kind of important to a Cyberpunk setting, and I don't know if that's in here. 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, the 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 other one I did, uh, the one with the uh, transcendent. Oh, I forget the name of it. Fudge. Okay. Well, anyway, anyway, where you 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 could download into all kinds of different bodies, and it was it was basically uh, all uh, altered carbon in uh, in RPG form. I don't know, I kind of feel that in a sci-fi game, you should start with this. I mean, depending on your setting and what you're trying to accomplish, like really your your game might be different. Maybe you're trying to keep them landlocked for some reason, and, and that's obviously fine. But I think you should start with a starship. Now, if it says wait till after the first adventure, maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe it's kind of like the funnel from DCC or something. I don't have a problem. To be honest, with you, I don't have a problem in any way, shape or form, whether you never give them one or give them one right off the bat or you wait till after the first adventure. Um, I, I kind of think that if it's a sci-fi game, you start with one, you just owe a lot of money on it. That's what Coriolis does. We have yep. done Eclipse Phase. Heathen Dog did Eclipse first phase. edition. That's what, okay, yeah. Eclipse Phase, he did first edition. I won't let him touch second edition on this channel because that dude went woke as fucking crazy. Like, batshit crazy woke. Fuck him. Okay. Um. All right, oh, let me click those important things. Patrick, Fitzpatrick. I think this is, no, I'm thinking of a different one. Is this the guy? Somebody likes to give me a lot of crap on my live streams. It's either this one or somebody else. Great vid, thanks. Now, would you consider that substantive? No. Okay. I like being told my stuff is great. Well, um, yeah, but again, that would work with any video any at anywhere, anytime. I, I got you. I got you. Players have control. I sleep. DM is the law. Nani? Nani? <laughs> Joking aside, it's interesting to see different systems. Oh, God. Uh, compared to each one after years of development and the hobby maturing. I also enjoy the... Oh, oh, this is Warrior Rogue Mage. Okay, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Wh where is it in here that players have control? Or was he, or is he saying this book was saying uh, DM is the law? Yeah, the DM is the law. And okay. th that's what got his attention. Okay, cool. I uh, enjoy different uh, derivations from the core, chainmail, OD&D rules, but I also find a bit frustrating sometimes, so rules explanations like this are great. Hey, people liked uh, Heathen Dog's fundamentals. Honestly, his fundamentals videos did better than his anime videos and Garth Dunn's comic book videos, yeah. which is one of the reasons why we tailored the show here to be more tabletop. Or God, everybody's voting no now. You're all just meanie faces. Um, I liked how you explained it. Felt I knew basically how to play afterwards, which was kind of the point. It wasn't supposed to teach you every nuance. It was supposed to give you a general understanding. The only thing difference between that and well, no, it's not the only thing, but uh, one of the major differences between that and now is that I'm not letting Heathen Dog have slides. <laughs> like yeah. I explained it. Uh, see, uh, also, even though the game is just three stats, I'm a sucker for skill systems. Uh, yeah, for skill systems. Oh, I, I yeah, not not class systems, skill yeah. based. Yeah. I, I didn't think it even had skills. I thought the skills were literally, is this a warrior ability? Is no, this a no. wizard ability? Is it, okay. No, no. no. The, you, you, you still have to choose skills and they will, um, d depending on what skill it is, it will be augmented by one of the three stats. Okay. Also, did you ever make a follow-up video about character creation and the supplement reviews? I no. thought I did, but I can't find it. I mean, I, it, was, it no. was supposed to be one of many. You only did one on this game. I know. I do. I do know what, that. What happened? Because at the end of that video, I I had a plan for doing all. You know. I don't know. I what happened to the other? I game? I don't remember telling you no. In fact, I liked it when you dove into a game three, four, five videos. So I don't know. I I swear well, to God. Well, I mean, so I, look look at the look at the Legion of Weekly live stream and find out what game you did two weeks after this one. Because remember, you you alternated every other week. Yeah. 
I, hey, if you want to go back to it and add that in, that'd be great. Like I'm doing my 10 minute introductions. You're supposed to be doing some Shadowrun videos, but uh, this could be uh, yeah. a uh, <laughs> this this could be you know another uh, another video that you could uh, just follow up with at some point. All right. I wish I knew what episode it was that it was. The oh, original. oh, e easily. Yeah, I got I got that for you right now because I have the link right here. It's the one that ends in oh oh. Remember? So uh, I'm gonna send it to you in Streamyard so that I can continue on with chat. Uh, where are my private comments? They're private. There you go. That's the link right there. And just find out the one that's two weeks after that. All right. So the castles and ooh, castles and crusades thing. Societies and human civilization are controlled by structures inclined to being dicks and global threat. Difficult to write well. Societies and human civilization are controlled by structures inclined to. Okay. Maybe we made a comment about the writing there or something. I know I never comment about people's writing ever. <laughs> one-legged frog posts RPGate. Nice. Yeah, trying a session or two of this one, liking the intuitive three-stat idea, derived stats, and simple skill system. Really like how you present these games so concisely. See violence? See violence? <laughs> I'm messing with you. I love violence solves everything's posts. <laughs> Just keeping us on our toes, trying to correct us, acting like we're wrong at times. Never wrong. The game's wrong, not us. And for some reason, I couldn't get Pierce Anthony Xanth. Uh, isn't Xanth the Florida knockoff? A series out of my mind while listening to this one. Uh, not that I want to spend a whole day coming up with pun after pun on the flight. Yeah, that's got to be the Florida thing. Perhaps a random pun table. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> uh, there's Pulps in our game based on... Oh, there's a Pulp. So Kevin Sullivan says... Interesting little comment right there. Uh, what is Patrick Barnes saying? I see your stream started three hours ago, but I just got here. So please repeat everything said. Well, the good news is that's it was pretty much just one video on uh, on Palladium Magic. It took us almost three hours to get through that. I am going to split that up. I already have a, no a note for me to do so. I am going to split that up into two videos for YouTube. Yes, yeah, Santa's Florida. Okay, God, it's been a long time since I've seen that. <laughs> Actually, the Florida thing turned me off of it because I didn't like humor in my role playing games. I still kind of don't, but. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't appreciate it. it. It took somebody like Terry Pratchett to get me to appreciate things like that. And even uh, that was difficult for me to get into at first. One-Legged Frog also says, I ran across Star's Blood Number a couple years ago. At the time, wasn't quite sure seeing. I forgot that reading through these comments was going to be so much about the, the contest. Because I know there are a bunch of posts in here not on the contest as well. Um, but uh, I wasn't quite sure seeing as I was waiting on a break to introduce the last Parsec setting for Savage Worlds. Interesting. Okay. That picked up. You got me. Now I'm thinking about adding to my collection. It is worth adding to your collection. Uh, I, I like, uh, generally speaking, again, I don't know if he's Canadian or if he just types in bad English, but he does that thing I don't like. Uh, but other than that, I really like reading how he puts the game together. It's just enough fluff combined with just enough rules. I wouldn't say it's the best technical manual ever written in that hardcore sense. But I do enjoy reading it. My problem with reading is I always get sidetracked. Something comes up that's important. Like this book is a bad luck book for me. Like, oh, I'm going to look at stars for the number. Fire alarms go off. and <laughs> Damn you. Damn you to hell. Oh, that's just mean. Damn us. <laughs> Thank you, one-legged frog. Um... That goes in hard. It's unintuitive. Okay. I generally struggle to think of alien logic. Wait. I generally struggle to think of the alien logic, how someone could come up with this system. Well, it's easy. It came from wargaming. 
I mean, if you look, I, I don't know how old Stephen, aka Goat Pile, is, but if uh, if if you're looking at it from the sense that you've been playing games since 2000, yeah, I, I get that you don't understand why somebody would do that. But it, but it came from wargaming. D and D didn't change because it was a core construct of the game, like alignments, like the saving throw system. So th that's why. Um, but unintuitive, the thing is about unintuitive, I don't need intuitive in my games unless it's something that I've got to flip through the book to always find. Something like, you know, how Palladium can be difficult to find the exact nuance of the rule that you need. Or um, what's another game that uh, we were just talking about the other day uh, where, where the rules aren't intuitive because the rule, uh, okay, a lot of the Modiphius games or part of the rules here, part of the rules there, part of the rules there, you read between the lines. That's unintuitive for me. Just because I have to math backward, I, I don't, you know, I technically, look, nobody can objectively say that Thaco or descending armor class is easier or better than ascending armor class. You can't objectively say that. However, the amount of objectivity in there that matters to make a difference is so small that it doesn't fucking matter. If you can't subtract, you know, somebody said this one time, and while I say it as a joke, you know, maybe take a little add seriousness to this. If you can't subtract enough to figure out Thaco at my table, I might not want you at my table. All right. Uh, I have a question before before I make a supposition. Okay. Uh, did you get? Were you gifted uh, stars without numbers? No, what? I I no, I bought it. You bought it. Okay. Yeah. Because the very next week after uh, Warrior Rogue and Mage was the first stars without number. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's coincidence for you. I didn't I didn't know that when I was putting these two together. That's funny. No, um, I remember the whole uh, stars without number thing was um. Well, that was in a time frame where I think we had a bunch of different one shots. I mean, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong in that, but I thought we had a bunch of different one shots kind of during this time period where we were trying to figure out like what we were going to focus on next. I might be wrong though. Uh, yeah, but no. uh, yeah, so I, I apparently I, I planned on doing uh, another another couple of episodes on on uh, Warrior Rogue and Mage, but the, the 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 next week was the anime and the week after that was the first stars without number uh let, let's see here somebody posted something i want to that go minus die roll equals armor class hit that go minus die roll equals armor class hit come on say it with me that go minus die roll equals armor class hit you also know what that video says now it goes through a couple of examples for you now to be fair if you read the book the book will tell you how to configure Thaco or configure well, to calculate Thaco, but that's if the game master tells you the armor class my methodology is if the game master doesn't tell you armor class and most of my game masters across the world don't tell armor class so um so but I, I get why people, I mean, why would, if you're used to playing a game where armor class is always going up and, it, and it's easy, you know, easier or whatever, why would you go back to this? I get it. I get it. Uh, what's your supposition? Oh, uh, that, that you made me go to oh. stars without number. It, that it is possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, to be fair, that, that is possible. I, I might have, there might've been a reason for it, but. Because uh, I don't, I, because I don't, I can't think of a, a single other instance where I stopped halfway through, except. For this piece of shit right here and i always have it to show pieces of shit for, for this <laughs> thing right here where i actually stopped before finishing the book this is this is the only time i remember doing it but now i know that i stopped at uh i stopped warrior rogue and mage and i i don't know why i know why i stopped this nonsense <laughs> but i have hey, no idea why well, I maybe we rogue find some time for you to go and and bring it back up i mean it seems people like it i mean nobody so far posted this game's crap 
Well, yeah. So, so, so maybe we find some time to do a character creation video or something, or not we, you find some time because <laughs> I'm working on my, no, I, I've got, I've got a, a plan of a whole bunch of stuff that I'm working on uh, yeah. already. So, um, but uh, all right. 10 minute introduction on alternative. I think we just saw D and D sixth editions, new skill system and combat system. I would hope, but I mean, compared to what they use, I would hope. Yeah. Uh, no, but no. no, it's, it's Watsy. They're going to ruin it. Don't and, worry. And Alternity actually has a new addition that I don't like. With impulse and blah, 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 whatever. Uh-oh. Rules like versus crunch. Now we're, now we're getting to the opinionated stuff. What does Matt M say? He usually has some good comments. Traveler has a life path style character generator, and it's totally awesome. See, I get mixed. A lot of people tell me they hate it. Like in the last cut, like on Friday night, people were talking about it. Like, hate Traveler. I like it. I do. I'm, I'm that guy. I like that random stuff. I like the Twilight 2000 randomness. I, I, I don't know. I just do. Um... I think it adds more character to the character. The caveat being is it's got to be in a game where you're not stressed over leveling up your character constantly, or it's risk reward like Twilight 2000 was, where it's like, well, I can get some more skills and maybe a better weapon or something. And let's hope I roll. Oh crap! I just got a broken leg. Some bitch. <laughs> you know, um, Burning Wheel also has a life path system, but that game is awful and totally sucks. Burning Wheel is probably the worst TTRPG I've ever seen. I've had some people swear by it. I don't know it, but I've had some people swear by it. Um, I know you've got to go here in a few minutes. Anything you want to say about uh, life path generators in games? Uh, the life path generator, I hate to say it, but I've I've played at least three or four games with life path generators in them. And only one of them I thought was acceptable. The other ones seemed ridiculous. But this one, Best one. <laughs> keep advertising it apparently they're rewriting that book though well, that's good they need to badly because it's because it's it's, it's, it's good just play bassa star trek <laughs> it's it's written by you know the, the the guy who wrote the necronomicon all right that this it's insane but uh yeah it, the the life path generator there is absolutely amazing it always makes sense and 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 uh according to someone who has played the game and made their own character getting through the life path. He's like, man, I, I would have made a character like that. That is a super viable character. And that is the best thing you can say about a life path generator. If at the end of it, you, uh, you have a character as good as someone who crunched the numbers and did it from scratch. That, that is a good life path generator. So Ken, my, my thing is Ken, because I don't like perfect characters. No, 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 no. I'm not talking min-maxing. I'm, I'm just talking, you know, okay. if you come out of the life path generator all hobbled and, and fucked up. And I like up the like fact this. that it can be there. Like you rolled one, to, Twilight 2000 is a perfect example of that. You're like, do I do this or stay where I am? It's like, you could roll one more time. You well, get it. You... No, that, that's on you. But the, the life path generator that I made, you, you, know, you roll this, you roll that, you roll this, you roll that. At the end of it, you have your character. You don't have choices. Oh, you could roll extras. Well, that's on you, man. But I'm talking about a life path generator that you roll what you have to roll. And at the end of it, you're all gimped out or you're, or you're, uh, you're, you're completely worthless in, in, in one area so much so that why are you even alive type thing? You know, like that, that happens sometimes, but yeah. with this game, it can't, it can't. I mean, you're going to be good at some things or good at other things or not so good, but you're not going to be awful at anything. Sure. And, and if, if you're making a character from scratch, you're going to make sure that you're not going to be truly awful at anything that matters. Even if you're not min maxing. 
Yeah, no, so I, I, I agree. What I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I think at this point we were talking about Traveler and how you could die, like in the character creation, well, like yeah, that generator. Yeah, character generator, then you start over again, which is annoying in its own way. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. It just doesn't. What you know what bothers me is like when we did that central casting video, and you can just come out with these weird. I'm a science fiction character that has I remember, three. I remember that I got boned a lot in that. Uh, yeah, you did get kind of boned. Uh, I got boned a lot. <laughs> just minus two to some skills. Uh, we have a video on that if anybody cares. Going through the central casting stuff. All right, Crapphone says didn't even know this thing existed until your video. Thank you. You are welcome. And uh, this is this was actually I think this is my worst ten minute introduction video of the ten minute introductions. I'm choppy in it. Uh, this one frustrated me the most too because um, I thought I remembered more about Alternity than I did. Mm. We played it, I, I but for some reason, it, when it wasn't like the overview side, it was the specifics. Like, wait a minute, what did we do here? Wait, well, how did this die roll work? How did they, ah, god dang it! So, uh, all right, oh, I've got a little advertiser guy there. Let's see, Mr. Max Boivant. Let's see, you guys, do an actual play session together, a one shot. We are getting way more and more comments about doing live uh let's plays hey you know uh, what uh there uh, i i did a stream of yeah. live play is that public yet it should be if not well, yeah, i think it's time we make that public what do you think because it's over yeah. a year old now yeah okay i'll go and i'll make sure that's public and I'll, I'll i'll point it out where heathen dog did one so i'd love to see you guys do an actual one shot one line very silly beer and pretzel that won't happen with me <laughs> nope everything max hates <laughs> let's make it five people we're at it oh my god you're an ass you know what though is i think heathen dog would run it just to see me cringe mm. <laughs> you're an ass and that's why i love it um oops midnight shadows this is my take on this uh as a swiss expat living in czech republic okay all these issues non-issues that you guys are experiencing over there absolutely non-existent over here partially true i don't know about switzerland but i can tell you in germany they are somewhat true depending on where you go the little villages in germany don't give a rat's ass berlin munich Mannheim, heidelberg especially heidelberg have these problems so uh, maybe switzerland you're right um but uh especially so let me give you one example of germany in germany you can shit on the face of jesus christ but if you say something bad about muhammad it's a hate crime see i don't get that at all that's way too one-sided Right, right. So, yeah, so, so it, it, yeah, it, it, German, but, uh, you know, Germans are just pretty blunt people, so I wouldn't know if they'd know how to take this anyway. So, you know, you know Germans, I, I couldn't see them getting too woke, but to be fair, they are very green. They are very conscious of, uh, of other people. They do have some defensiveness because of World War II, so they might even take other people's feelings a little more into uh, account especially when you consider the the large turkish population that's there and the uh and the migrants that they allowed in like from syria and so forth a couple years ago so you know I, i'm not going to get into politics but but i mean th there are some things so maybe switzerland's different that's that's great if it is i, I visited switzerland way too expensive holy crap if you want to blow money on something just go to switzerland the hamburger 18 dollars, great exaggerating Almost. Okay, so everything you're mentioning is non-existent here. I'm entertained by it nonetheless. There you go. That's all that matters. There are positive negative things everywhere. That is true. Yeah. I mean, Switzerland, I, I like the country. It's, God, it's beautiful there. 
Sir Blackheart. Oh, by the way, if you want to jump in on anything, I know I'm reading through these kind of quickly because I have a lot. And I know you need to go no, soon. But I if have you to want actually to... go. It's after six now. Okay. Well, one last one for you then. Okay. Unless this is for you. Oh, wait. Um, I'm not really adding much, but I'm pretty sure AOO from third, fourth edition is first edition 80. What is AOO? I don't know what that is. I, uh, I think it's in the Dungeon Master's Guide. I don't know. Well, then screw it. Let's go to the next one then. Because I don't know what AOO is off the top of my head, and I'm not going to go back and watch it. Somebody mentioned that on Friday. You should watch your past videos. No, I don't watch my past videos. I can't believe how much. Oh, here you go. Oh, perfect one to leave. Oh, even there on. we go. Perfect one to end. I'm going to read so, this. Okay. I can't believe how much of an arrogant ass Heathen Doth seems. Stumbling upon you guys for the first time, and I might stick around just to hear his cringe that guyisms. Some advice to this clearly shitty GM. Your players should most definitely have agent. Oh, he's a bitch boy. Okay. I get it. Fuck boy. All right. Uh, <laughs> your players should. The illusion is not enough. And if your players are dumb enough to not realize how shitty and vindictive you are, then I feel very sorry for them. I feel sorry for you and, and your, and your lack of dick. Uh, if you don't want to have other people at your table, why not just write a book? I suppose it's much harder to create the illusion of agency within characters you've written about your garbage personality and ideology leaking through the, the scams. Does that say scams? The, se the seams. 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 Okay. Well, he apparently uh, believes that uh, all players should dictate the the uh, pace, tempo, and end result of all games. And I believe he should hold hands with Dan and fuck off a bridge. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. I forgot about that already. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so Violent Souls, everything said AO is attack of opportunity. Yes, there, I don't, it might have been in first edition. I know it was in second edition, but it wasn't used the same. It wasn't worried about five-foot range. Attack of opportunity was used if you tried to flee a battle. Again, yeah, I'm speaking for second edition. back to the enemy and ran. They got a yeah. shot. Right. Yeah. If, you, if you slinked away or, or carefully backed away, they didn't. Yeah. It, that a simple. controlled retreat stopped attack of opportunity. But in, it, uh, in, in third, third and, uh, and three, 3.5, if you moved one inch funny, someone got a free hit on you. That was dumb. That was dumb. But this, this, this guy, okay. Obviously he got real angry that, that I don't, I don't let players run the game. I'm, I'm the game master not the game bitch like like you are i'm that's that's that that's not that's not how it works you know game slave no not you're at my table it's the game master's table you're playing my game it's it's my world you're just living in it you're just a squirrel trying to get a nut i control if you get a nut and, and just and, and it's obvious that this is a this is a this is this the, the way this is written it's pretty obviously it's male and it's pretty obvious he hasn't nutted in a while are you trying to say he's an incel oh no 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 he's he's tried real hard and uh he probably has oh, paid he's for he's a he's a vocal <laughs> yeah there you go there you go now he, he probably he's probably not even interested in sex because he, he may not have genitals well he's got he's got a o face oh there you go He's got a no face. That's great. And uh, because it wasn't bitching about me, I'm giving that thumbs up. Oh, of course. All, you right. Are. Yeah. All right. With that. <laughs> All right. Have, have, a good, have a good day, sir. All right. Later. All right, chat. We're still going to go through uh, more of these because uh, I said we we're going to go through them, uh, you know, until we get really bored. Um, my, my thing is what's funny about this is I, he doesn't point out any specifics. Like 
I like longer comments like this because usually there's some specific in there. I want you to uh, arrogant ass heathen dog. It seems okay. Uh, some advice to clearly shitty DM. Should what type of agency to go left or right, up or down? The illusion of agency is enough. I've played in heathen dogs games. Now I'm also one of those more conciliatory players, though, where it's like if the game master leaves me a hook, I try to bite on it because I know the game master put that in there. I don't try to dick around the game master. I did that when I was 15. I don't use that now. And to be fair, yeah, I could get caught in red herring. You know, I don't just launch on it because oh my god, the game master said it. I mean, if it's totally outside the realm of my character, you know, maybe I have to be dragged there, kicking and screaming by the other players or the other player characters or something. But my my point is, is like, I, I don't know what the example is there. Um, if uh, if you didn't want to have other people at your table, why not just write a book? Well, that's the whole that's the whole thing about uh, you know, yeah. I mean, Heathen Dog doesn't go that far though. And I don't know how to explain it because you guys haven't sat in this game. Maybe if you watch that Call of Cthulhu one. Now, that's a one shot. It's meant to go in a certain direction. Um, but I've played in his mage games. And I can tell you things happened in that game that didn't uh, that didn't make me feel like, well, I just got to do what Heathen Dog wants. So the illusion worked. Uh, but, you know, I, again, I, I, I don't give characters unfettered freedom either. I, I'm way more free than Heathen Dog is, but I don't, you don't have unfettered freedom. Because at, at some point, I'm going to look. You know you're supposed to go north. You know everything I'm doing is leading you to the north, and it's getting harder and harder, and you guys still want to go south. What the, what the F? We don't like the cold. I fucking care. You're going to Iceland. No, I, I wouldn't do that. But, uh, uh, but you get what I'm saying. But sooner or later, there, there comes a point where it's like, um, and this is why I end my adventures, or I try to try to end my adventures on a, I wouldn't call it a cliffhanger, but a decision. If you make the decision that you're going south, I am going to plan for that. If you decide the next session, so we, we, you know, we thought about over the week, we're going to go north instead. Fuck you guys. I made the adventure for you going south. Can I adapt and overcome? To some degree, yes, but it's not nearly, it's not going to be nearly as good. I mean, I'm not the guy that writes books about what's going on, but I mean, my general outline, my, my idea of what's going to happen has been set because you guys said this at that point. So don't be dicks. Live with your decisions. You know, and, and I think that's a helpful thing. And I actually got that from the Year Zero Engine stuff. So, um, there's a swarm of sharks to the south. Uh, what is this? Player agency? I'm sorry, I'm missing some of the comments. The comments are really hard for me to read because on this screen now, they're blown up so big, I, I can't even read them. And on this screen, they're so far away. Clearance is like... Uh, yeah, player agencies like a GM laying down train tracks in front of a moving express train. You can do it, but goddamn, it's hard to work that fast and that often. Yeah. Uh, why go left if the GM prepared? Is, yeah, okay. Why go left if what the GM prepared is right? And we'll have a lot more fun if we just do what is planned. Well, I, I do want the players to make the choice. I want them to, to know that there's choice in the game. You can look, I, I've said it before, you can join the enemy in my game. That might stop the session right there as I'm like, Guys, I need two weeks off in order to figure out what's going on now, but I will let you do weird things like that. Most of my no-you-can't-do-that type player agency is when it's so out of bounds for the characters, like when Gar Garthon proposed in one of the Earthon games that in order to get these two cities to get along, they burn down a village. Well, if we burn down one of the villages, they'll obviously have to get along, right? That was his character's idea. Stop. Stop. Time out. <laughs> 
You are heroes in this game, and they were heroes. That's the way I run my Earthdawn games. You must be heroic. Doesn't have to be, you have to be classically heroic. You just have to be want a better place for the world. Burning down a village isn't that. That's pretty much the only time that I step in on the players and, and PvP. I don't like PvP anymore. And I'll take the the players aside and say WTF. I don't want PvP in my games. You can you can snipe snipe with each other. You can play practical jokes on each other. You can you can you know have fun. But when it comes to I'm drawing my sword and I'm casting my magic missile at each other, that's when I draw the line. So. So in those cases, I take away agency, but drink. Okay, fine. I'll drink. Hmm. From my Legion of Myth mug RPG Digest that I got off Red, the Redbubble store. You can find in the description below. So. All right. I'm sorry I'm missing some of the comments here, but I, but I want to get through these comments. Hidden uh, Dog will not see your fake games. Bring them not before him or the seething disgust shall soak the cockles of his embittered heart does he have cockles in his heart I thought cockles were elsewhere thought, isn't cock women isn't cockles raised hair i don't know maybe i'm wrong of his embittered heart and reading out unto thine internets to the despair of all oh or no that's me <laughs> nice uh um See, I love depth in my games, mechanical and otherwise. It keeps me engaged a lot longer. Positive thing for me. It fits the way my mind works. Good stuff, Max. Not heathen dog. Good stuff, Max. That's what we like to see. That gives a thumbs up just for that. I don't even know what the read more says. It's probably like, Max, I hate you. Oh, oh okay. It's GM Fresh. By the way, if you have not subscribed to the GM's Alcove, not alt tab. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you can alt tab. Uh, open up a new tab and go subscribe to the GM's Alcove. Omen also says PvP does not make games better. They are never the culmination of animosity, but rather silliness done over an hour. Uh, or two players that are having problems, like girlfriend problems or something. You know? <laughs> Mar Hawkman. Okay, the real Mar Hawkman. Not, not the one that I screwed up before. This is, uh, this is one of those... I'm serious. I seriously thought that that was either an alternate account or a different account for you, Mar Hawkman. Oh my god. I'm kind of embarrassed about that, but uh, this is one of those systems where I hear it described, and I'm like, that sounds cool, but don't really know how good it is since I've not seen it in practice. Oh, that's a hint for Heathen Dog. Guy, and, and I mean this in all seriousness, guys and gals. Um, I absolutely love it when you guys have suggestions about, hey, can you do more in-depth on this? The one caveat to that is we have not tried every system out there, and we're not going to try every system out there. Like this year, we're focusing on Palladium books, right? But if you want more on stars without number and you want more of warrior rogue mage where he can do it in something like a 15 minute video for by all means please use the link below in the description join our discord and ping him on that with a with enough impetus he'll do it but also realize that we both have full-time jobs lives blah 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 that you know we might not be able to do it right away but i'm, I'm totally for it but we got it we've got to see a preponderance of people preponderance of the evidence uh oh it's getting close i see the votes down to 52 percent no, we might get <laughs> he the dog no longer has the ability to lobby. By the way, for those who are voting, what that is about is uh Heathen Dog did not feel that the comment was substantive enough uh to qualify for the uh for the prize. I kind of agree with him, but at the same time, I don't I don't like being horribly picky when it comes to YouTube comments. So, you know, that that's what it's more about. Like, should he win it? You know, his comment was kind of eh. I think I can still show it, right? Yeah. Um, 
No, I can't because the way my monitors are set up right now. I can show it later, though. Um, anyway, this is one of those systems. Uh, so, I think it's awesome. Made this book. Oh, Star Wars Dark Side. Wow, this is a heathen dog thing again. This is back in the old Legion Myth. We see it's got this little heathen dog logo up there, if you can see that. I think it's awesome they made this book. Uh, I just like all the stats converted to the revised version. Ooh, okay. The same with the Rebellion Era book. I don't know if I have revised or not. I think I have the revised version. I didn't like it. I got it because I was a Star Wars fan. And I thought I'd, you know, at that point I was playing 3035 stuff, but kind of want to make some RPG game reviews. Weird, go do it. And then I'll upload it. Oh, really? Well, uh, okay. We can talk later. The, the problem I have with this is, is very simple. Legion Myth is an LLC right now. That makes me a business. That makes me uh, uh, under the, possi the possibility of getting sued for some reason. So I have to have things like legal contracts, uh, especially if you're going to do something like that. Because my choices are trying to figure out how to pay you. And if you understood our pay system here, it's not what you think it is. It isn't like... <laughs> It's overly simplistic, or you have to agree somehow in writing to not get paid. And I, I feel dirty about that. I do. I mean, you know, while I appreciate the fact that you don't want to have your own channel, like, I want you to get credit for what you do. It's one of the reasons why when people say, I have a YouTube channel, but I don't care about monetizing it. Well, that's on you. You do you. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. It's just weird to me. It's like, if you can monetize it, why wouldn't you? Uh-oh. Uh Good for hundreds of people people for covering a game then you'd be introducing new games to your audience so i think there'd be something good to be said for covering obscure games sure um depends on how obscure it is and how much money it costs that's one of the reasons we don't cover uh 5e it's one of the reasons we kind of backed away from osr now one of my caveats is why are we covering palladium because we didn't realize that everybody's going to start covering palladium right before 2022 also we both like it um for various reasons he's much more knowledgeable about it than i am and, you know, people did mention it. Plus, it's just something I wanted to go through. It's not like an 800-pound gorilla like uh, D&D is, but it will say it's, you know, it's a 100-pound monkey, right? Um, people know of it. It's been around a long time. So let's give it a little bit more love. Uh, but, you know, not, now as soon as we do that, we found a couple other channels that we, we associate with are doing something not like us, but similar. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying, all right, content farming. I'm just saying that, you know, other ones have been doing it well. Uh, so maybe maybe people are just getting bored of 5e and that's what I'm thinking is happening and, and they're looking for other stuff. So but I to be honest, myself personally, I don't want to go out and find every system out there. I've got a couple that are on my list. Tiny D6 is one of them. Um, uh, there's another Cortex system, uh, Genesis, even though I really have no interest in the Genesis system. I just want to see how those funky dice work. Um you know, but but a lot of times we get suggestions. I'm not saying this is you, but just generally like, have you tried this system? And it's like all in paperback and nobody plays it. And I'm like, no. Oh, you really got to check it out. Like, I don't really got to check it out. <laughs> but I do agree with the fact that if we can cover some more obscure stuff and bring them to light, especially if we like them. Because apparently people like Warrior Rogue Mage. I mean, that that's interesting. So. Uh... <laughs> Crafty. I still have to read my Mutant Chronicles. That, that's another one. I got Mutant Chronicles, and I actually want to cover that because I know nothing about it. And I think it'd be fun, but that's not going to be for a long time. Uh, well, maybe I'll start a channel. I just have to see how hard it would be. Uh, I do have video editing software. Yeah, I mean, so do you, there are different ways you can do it. And, you know, some people don't even have to edit. Like, I script my stuff, and so, uh, I mean, my, my editing is minimal. But I won't be showing my face. I hate social media. That's fine. A lot of people do it that way. Uh, 
But my, my thing is like, hey, it, it's your work. You should get the credit for your work. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. And, and yeah. And, and like I told Elgarian, so Elgarian used to make us over $1,000 a month. And like I told him, I'm not going to sit here and hire an accountant and do math to figure out how to pay you. <laughs> you know, And that isn't the reason he left. He actually got hired on by Shroud of the Avatar people. But but you get the point. And it's like, I, I, yeah. I, I Anyway. Uh, so, need more cow, cowbell. There's too much crunch if, one, the GM doesn't have an average grasp of what the characters can do and can't do. Okay. I, I don't know. I think, uh, not Palladium, I think... Um, pathfinder with all of its crunch i would say it's too much crunch for me uh but i think you pretty much know what the characters can do in that game uh if the characters can break the game by min maxing the characters which i say third edition can absolutely happen so pathfinder as well i've seen it happen i've seen people make characters where we had to separate this guy from the rest of the party because he min maxed to the t we didn't and he pretty much could wipe us all out and we weren't even gimps but uh and combats are agonizingly long, and I think almost anything that's on a map board is agonizingly long. I know that's not 100% true across the board. That's just my stance on it. Um, and for the game, loses, ver uh, I hate this word, verisimilitude, because players are looking at the character sheet or map board and playing a board game. This is how I feel about, uh, about 3E. Again, some games are meant to be like that, and I don't have a problem with that. You know, but I don't want to play them, so... And I agree with hate, uh, Heathen Dog on Need for Ah, he like that's a down vote. He like Heathen Dog. No, I'm kidding. So, 5TD. What's 5TD? Ah, oh, god dang it. I missed something. 4 to 5E, wait, 6 months, 6E will be out. Dune has him going blah. Well, Heathen Dog and Crafty Matt Craft have a bunch of videos, about four of them, on Dune. And you can look in past, uh, past videos. I don't know exactly which episodes they were. But Crafty was on to talk about Dune. It's good stuff. Dragon Warriors is a game I've never played. I've heard a lot of people talk about. I know of it. Like, I know of its existence, but I've never played it. Oh, Five Torches Deep. Oh, okay, okay. STT is Five Torches Deep. Okay, got it. Got it, got it. I said STD because so far away it doesn't look like a five, but yeah, I got it now. Five torches D. Uh, it's another game I've heard of, haven't played. I know of it. I think it was on our list to do at one point a long time ago. But uh... all right, Ra Ra Rasputin, who has his own channel, you can check him out also at Ra Ra Rasputin. His name's right there. Go ahead and uh, he does uh, some stuff on Tiny D Six. I think he did a call. Of, was it Call of Cthulhu recently? Um, he definitely loves his Lamentations of the Flame Princess. So if that's your thing. Check it out. Ra ra Rasputin. Give me some old school play that is rules light. I'm so down for this system. Yeah, I, I could see that because of his uh, love for Tiny D6. So cool. Excited for this. I love me some sci-fi, but does it answer the ancient alien question? I don't know. All right. Um, while I'm thinking about it, I'm going to look at the poll. I'm going to get this poll. I'm closing the poll now. So I'm going to show it on screen so everybody knows. I have to move it in order to do so. Changing that. Uh, I don't have to, yeah, I have to stop sharing for just a second. Share. All right, the final verdict is in. Uh, do, 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 which one is it? Not that one. It's not that one. Can I not show this? What the hell? Oh, 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 that's a weird, okay. It's a weird link. 
showing the final poll. Unfortunately, Mark Markham is not going to receive the World's Without Number hardcover book. He's voted out. I am familiar with the name Dragon Quest against another game that, that, I, that I know the name of, but I have not played it, so I don't know anything about the rules. Um, so he's not going to get it. We are going to offer, we're going to roll again, and we're going to offer the hardcover to somebody else. Uh, Mark Markham, Blame Heathen Dog, and the 25 voters. And that poll is over. So let me put this back over here. I know I'm sharing this. I just give me a moment. I, let me put it back over here and I will unshare it in a moment. Yeah, see, that's why it's so big on my screen. Like, it's hard for me to read some of that when you guys have the longer chats. You see how big that is now? Stop sharing. I know I can do this by screen. I don't like to do it by screen, though. Because then I guarantee that I'm not uh, showing something I don't want to. So we're going to share the screen. And should we do all... Uh, you guys tell me in chat. And we're not going to have a poll. Just do quick. Uh, just quick summary. Yes or no? Should we do all the giveaways right now? Should we finish this one up and then do the Lion and Dragon and so forth? Or should I keep you in suspense and make you stay longer? Sit through the chats. Boom. All right. Sorry, Mark Markham. It is, uh, it is not to be for you, though. So we are now going to spin this again. Who is going to get the hardcover of Worlds Without Number? Oops, I saved. I didn't need to do that. I need to pick another winner. Here we go. Sheris the Snorlax. I think I have Sheris's address. So Sheris won Worlds Without Number. I don't know if Sheris is watching right now. I haven't seen him in chat. So. Um, that's Worlds Without Number. World Without Number. Sheris. Sheris is a member of our Discord. He also plays in the games with the Heathen Dog on Thursdays and Saturdays. So, uh, there we go. All right. Now I'm going to change this around. And we're going to do the other giveaway. We are going to do. And by the way, in case you thought that we're messing around here, it says here, a substance comments has meaningful on-topic posts will be determined by Max the Owl and Heathen Dog from Legion of Myth. It's right there. And for the people who are worried about the hardcover thing, make sure we're not screwing anybody over. Physical prizes will only be shipped to the continental United States. Oh, wait, there's another one. Uh, or does it say? Uh oh, I'll, I'll laugh at myself if I took it out. Oh, the same, the same account win, may win one. The same account may not win more than one physical prize. There it is right there. So, oh, you can't see it. God dang it. You guys can't see what I'm highlighting. Anyway, it's, it's in, you can read it in the, uh, in the YouTube community. It's right there. All right, let's, uh, let's get this ready to go. I have three monitors and it's not enough. Oop. How many people wanted Lion and Dragon? Only 13? Seriously, only 13? Maybe you all have it. Maybe you all have it. Maybe that's the thing. RPG Pundit book. You only 13 people are in? All right. Well, here we go. This first one is for Lion and Dragon from RPG Pundit. Start. One-legged frog who we've read some comments from. So uh, awesome. One-legged frog. If you see this, one-legged frog frog what i need from you 
is I need your physical, basically I need your doxing information. I need your physical address and your email address just for verification purposes. But I need you to be able to send me the information privately somehow. So if you are watching right now, you can come in our Discord and you can put it in the private chat because then I can verify who you are. Else I need a way of verifying who you are because I can't have a heathen dog here saying I want that game and, and trying to be you. So, uh, lion and dragon. And if I don't have at least 10 hacks or rigged in chat right now, I'm be very disappointed. Oh, one-legged fry. Hey, um, let me send you the link. Oh, no. No. Why are you Canadian? God damn it. Well, the good news is you get the $25 uh, gift card. Why are you Canadian? You like how I said that? Oh my god. RPG pundit is kind of well to some yeah, I get it. I all right. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for being honest, because once I saw your address anyway, I'd be like, uh-oh. Uh, but you are gonna get a $25 gift certificate. So I will need your email address. So um the easiest way to do it right now is if uh, I give you the invite link. By the way, if anybody else clicks on this right now, I'm not gonna bring you in. So you can click on whatever the hell you want. I'm not gonna let you in. Um but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the link out there for everybody. But it's for you to click on. All I need is your email address. And type it clearly if you type. if you Because I'm going to copy and paste it. If you screw it up. <laughs> I had somebody do that. That's why I'm saying this. Um, then it's going to go to the wrong email address. And you're not going to get something yummy. Um, <laughs> give me Lion and Dragon. Now we're going to roll. We still have a second person roll for it. It just means that it's going to swap. Uh, so... There you go. That's the link to jump in. And we don't have to talk and so forth. You can do that in segment three uh, if you want to. But you can, all you have to do is pop in here and just uh, there's a private chat. You'll see a little private chat button and uh, you can click on that. Just put your email address there so I can copy paste it. And if that doesn't work for you, then. Uh, no, no, he's Canadian, so he, he's not going to get the book. He's going to get the twenty five dollar gift certificate, which he can get. Can Canadians not get a gift certificate? Less than 30 blocks from the border. If you know somebody, if you know somebody across the border, then I'll ship it there. I don't care. I'm just not shipping. To, I looked at the prices. And Hawaii, Alaska, and Kanadistan are crazy expensive, even compared to APOFPO. So, I, I hear people in Quebec can't get even gift cards or something. I don't know how true that is, but uh, anyway. I don't like saying no to people when it comes to these prizes, so I'm, I want to find a way to make sure we can get it to you. So anyway, I put like I said, I put that link out there. If you can click on that, uh, that will get you to the uh, to Streamyard. I won't bring you in fully. All you have to do is click on the private chat uh, and uh, and post your your uh, post uh, uh, your email address, and then I can get you the gift certificate today. I just want to make sure that yeah, you live in Canada. I know. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, he does. He doesn't. You don't need a mic or anything. It's just if on the right hand side, you should see private chat. And if you post it in there, I will have it and I will make sure you get your. There we go. And let me verify. Perfect. Oh, wait. No, no. Okay. You said hey there. Yeah, I, I see the hey there. Sorry. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. 
I've copied that. I am pasting it to my super secret area where it will be deleted after I send you a good verification that you got the that got the gift card. Thank you and congratulations. You should have it today or at worst tomorrow. Spelled that all wrong. So cool. Okay. Um now we are going to do the the hardcover. And uh would we come up with the hardcover now? Uh, I'm zoomed way in on this. By the way, oh, let me read this. Oh, one legged frog said, "Nice looking at looking at trying a session or two of this one. Uh, like in the intuitive three stat idea, derived stats and simple skill system. Really like how you present these games so concisely. One hundred. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and for some reason, I couldn't get. Up here. Oh, <laughs> came up again. Piers Anthony. Uh, okay. Guess we did read that one before. So boom, boom. Uh, Umbri will bring you in during segment three. Uh, I'm not bringing anybody in during segment two. That that link went out so that he could come in here and post in the private chat. But if you want to hang out there for a while, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to go through more comments uh, still. Uh, now, we still have to give away a hardcover book. We still have to give away a hardcover book. So let's do this. You guys can see that. Uh, let me zoom out just a little bit. There we go. And we're going to pick another winner. Hopefully this person lives in the States and somebody I can actually email. Ra Ra Rasputin gets Lion and Dragon. And I think he does live in the States. I know Ra Ra's on my Discord, so he can just send me the message on Discord. And I know who he is on Discord, so I can verify it's him. So, uh, Ra Ra, well, congratulations, Ra Ra Rasputin. Lion and Dragon. Boom. All right. If Canadians can honk, they're eligible. Yeah. Yeah. So Canadians need to pass a skill test to claim the prize. Okay. And uh, all right. So yeah, one-legged frog says the device is not connected. So um, one-legged frog, you can drop out if you want. I'm not going to kick you out, uh, but uh, you can drop out if you want. You will have that sometime after the stream tomorrow at the latest because I have your information now. So that's good. And is there anybody else's information I need? I got a bunch of scribbles here. I should probably fix this. Um, Nerdy Ogre won a gift card, but I have Nerdy Ogre's email. I haven't deleted it yet. $25. All right, I'm writing this down. I know it's the stream, but... Uh, and then Ra Ra Rasputin. Can reach out to him. Actually, that's kind of cool because both Ra Ra and Sheris, uh, I have on my Discord, and I know them, so I can. Uh, I mean, I, I know they have accounts on my Discord. Uh, I, I'm spelling everything wrong here, but whatever. I know what it means. Okay, perfect. Oh, all right. So we have that resolved. Um, $25 gift certificate, we gave out, there's, uh, yeah, the only thing that, uh, now, again, just for people to know, next week, I don't know when, so pay attention to the community tab, next week sometime, I might, I might delay it by one week more just to give people the opportunity so I'm not blindsiding, we're going to do the members only giveaway, that is going to be a 30th anniversary Rifts Edition hardcover, and four, four gift cards, okay? So, uh, 
I hope Ra Ra isn't Canadian. I don't think he is. It's going to make me cry if he is. Okay, let's get back to what we were doing here. We are talking about user comments. A lot of them are things that you guys have commented on. By the way, thank you for the comments. Thank you for the chat, even though I'm not keeping up with it as well as I can. Um, where the hell is... There we go. I keep losing it. It's like it puts it in weird spots. Um, there we go. Yeah, geese poop a lot. Yeah, that's just true. All right. Well, congratulations to Ra Ra Respute News right here. Uh, does that include people that... Uh, you know what? I think I can do that. Oh. Let me think about that, because it has to do with how we do the drawing itself. I want to say yes, because I can, I can stream to both privately. It's how we do the drawing. Like, this only pulls from a YouTube comment. So let me see. And I know there are things I can do. I used to have, a, like, a little wheel spinner set up and, uh, and you know, and things like that. Let me see, because I do think that it is fair to say yes to that. I just don't know if I have the means to have the contest work like that. Uh, unless I just do one separately for Twitch and just leave it at that. I mean, I, which I could do. So, I mean, uh, I don't have the, the, hold on. Let me, let me take a look at this thing. Got me all sidetracked here. This is why heathen dog left. He knew as soon as he left, I was going to get all sidetracked. Um, where's this keyword finder? Luckily I don't have to worry. The reason why I'm not stressed about getting off the stream is I don't have to work tomorrow. Um, what the hell is it? Are you serious? I can't find thing I've been using a million times now? Oh, nope. Okay, well, this sucks. I can't, fi can't find the thing I used to do the... Isn't it right here? YouTube cut? Yeah, why? Oh my god, it's like right in front of my damn nose. Um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Oh, okay, we could do wheel winners. I would just have to, um... I would have to add names then manually. That would kind of suck, but I could do it. There you go. If you're not watching, you can't win. I could do it that way. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of not fair to the people who can't watch. So, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Because I do think it is fair that you're, if you're paying on Twitch, why should you have to pay on YouTube? Although I am trying to ditch Twitch, to be fair. <laughs> like, uh... Okay, uh, oh, what was that? Good DM me after the, wait, is that, you talking to somebody else? Crafty? Me, what? Or are you talking to somebody else? Uh, one, he's Russian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talking about Rasputin, of course. Uh, I'm confused. I guess I haven't kept up on comments well enough. All right, well, we're going to keep up on these comments here. Uh, RPG Digest. Oh, my God. This goes back a long time. Oh, okay. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll DM you after, after this. I, I, by DMs, I hope you mean Discord. I call those PMs. Uh. What did Baldahar say? You can't give out gift cards to Max either. He loves to eat plastic or, and refuses digital cards because they taste funny. <laughs> It tastes electric. Um, Big Trouble in Little China is amazing. Yes, it is. 
And uh, if any, this this goes back a while, this my wife was on this one. Uh, the Asians represent podcasts versus Oriental Adventures, and we tore them up because they're they're stupid. Uh, sorry, when I think DMs, I only think Twitter for some reason. I still use the old PM terminology for Discord, but I, but I get you. We're good. Um, so da da da. Yes, Big Trouble in Little China is amazing. Let the lady talk. Okay. <laughs> this is not the first time I've received this comment. Yes, apparently I cut my wife off a lot while she was talking about this. Uh, I don't remember doing that. And I went back and watched and I didn't feel like I did. But uh, a lot of people. So apparently a lot of people when they watch the Oriental Adventures one feel that I, I cut her off a lot. So sorry, honey. I don't want to listen to what she has to say anyway. She's a woman. Jesus. <laughs> so sean hiltz well i've got umbry waiting in the green room uh sean hiltz i love your disclaimer absolutely 100 oh thank you thank you need more disclaimers like that uh i agree with brp by chaosium it wasn't woke enough so they canceled it so mithras will do wait what i agree who's brp brp Um, so if we don't see Max next Sunday, we know why. <laughs> Noro, she knows the comma, comma, pipe. that's an eye. That's not even a pipe. That's gross. <laughs> the news tomorrow, Minnesota. Uh, um, I agree with BRP by Chaosium. It wasn't woke enough, so they canceled it. Uh, yeah, so Mithras will do. I don't know what BRP is, but anyway. Oh, basic roleplay? Oh, okay, okay, okay. See, there's, see, there are a lot of things we don't know here. Well, they consider it racist because you're uh, fetishizing a, um, Asians. When you say things like mystic China and enchanting, they think that's some sort of uh, racist connotation when it's nothing but a compliment. Uh, you're going to be hanging out there for a while, Mark Hockman, because I'm going through these comments. Um, but yeah, you, if you guys have the link, I, I did post it out there. You'll just be waiting in the green room, green room a bit because this isn't segment three yet. Um, and, and the other thing is, is it's, uh, it was supposed to be, um, it, it was taken of, you know, some people say it's taken advantage of the 1980s movies. Yes. Some people say that, uh, it was just a conglomeration because Kara Tur is just a conglomeration. It isn't one, it isn't supposed to be Japanese, Chinese, Mongolian, Filipina, Vietnamese. No, it's supposed to just be kind of an amalgam. And it did that. And it was written or, 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 and consulted and so forth. You can see Asian names in there. I can pull the book right now and you can see Japanese names in there. God. Fucking weirdos. And like my wife was saying, it's a freaking game. Who cares? Like we don't fetishize Western. Yeah, if you knew, well, not if, I mean, I'm sure most of you people know, but you know, that whole thing, if you knew what knights really were like. <laughs> All right, let's uh, Bessem. We should all play a modern superhero game once. This one doesn't look half bad. It's not half bad. If you like champion-style games or GURPS-style games, you want to make the character of your choice, that sounds a great game. Um, you can request Rifts Africa from Heathen Dog. Now, when it comes to the Rifts segment for the Year of Palladium books, he's going to focus on Chaos Earth because he already has done a ton of Palladium videos. With that said... Sure. I mean, we could do regular Rift stuff as well. Uh, it depends on how much time's left at the end of the year. Maybe we'll have to do like 15 of those books because we have too much time at the end of the year. I don't know. 
So, uh, all right. I want to play this, but hesitate to send Goodman Games money on the account of how they may uh, how they may have some interesting ways of not treating uh, wait, on wait, okay on account of how they may have some interesting ways of not treating well or paying well those who have done work for them. Okay, I, I don't know anything about that. A lot of companies do that. Uh, I don't like the fact that uh, Goodman Games Games has gone woke. And they're like, we're going to take out, we're going to use gender neutral pronouns and we're going to take out all, you know, bad depictions of females. Fuck off. I want chicks and boobies. Red Sony is awesome. And I don't even read comic books. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be up there list with Lamentations. Lamentations is too over the top for me. <laughs> uh, yes, I may well be thinking about that far too much or too little. Hmm. Well, folks, brief description. Yeah, I think Heathen Dog did a good job of this. I, I like Dungeon Crawl Classics, but I like Mutant Crawl Pl Classics more because I think that Gonzo concept fits Mutant Crawl Classics better than Dungeon Crawl Classics. But that's just my personal opinion. That's it. I, I don't know what Nota is. So, uh, Crunchies, I would say, is Roll. So this is Crunch versus Rules. Like Crunchies, I would say, is Rollmaster. Much preferred Merp. Least Crunchy, 5e. Oh, there's a lot less Crunchy than 5e even. But uh, I guess if you're keeping on that theme, though. Um, but it's hard to reason because how you... Yeah, because it's how you run the game. Sure, you could run 5e Crunchy, and you could run it Rules Light. You could run basic D&D Crunchy, I suppose. I don't know how, but you could. Oh, basic... Okay, yeah, somebody's... Uh, that BRP thing from up here. Thank you. Um, my three five. Okay, my three five was core three books, but I but the rules of three five itself for me are crunchy. The rules themselves, when you have to worry about things like five foot reach and ten foot reach and attacks of opportunity, and uh, you know your fireballs have these literal templates that you're putting on a map, and you know you've got you've got movement faces. I'm not saying that the early editions didn't have movement, but it wasn't done like this. Uh, like to me, that's crunch. That all adds into the crunch. When you turn it into a war game, it's crunch. Indy came from war games. I know, but I like to play role-playing games, which have gone past that. If you still play like a war game, you enjoy it, you love it. Um, I think it was it Indigo Dragon. I could be wrong, but I think it was Indigo Dragon uh, posted on Total Party Skills today and said that he loved 4th edition. Sure, I could see that. I think it's a shit D&D game still because it's not Dungeons and Dragons, but as a game itself, a more of a war gaming type simulation, I could, I could see that. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I just wouldn't like it because I don't like thinking like a war gamer. I like thinking like somebody who's in character. I like thinking like a storyteller or whatever word you want to do. So, TSR was horrible to writers who weren't on staff. I knew a guy who submitted Dungeon to TSR and was rejected. Six months later, his adventure was printed or his staff writers. Name. Wow. Yeah, you know, that, that's why authors a lot of times tell you, don't send us stuff. Don't send us even transcripts. Don't send us your work because if I do one thing that you wrote, or, or I will never read it because if I do one thing that you sent to me, uh, you're going to claim it's yours and then we have legal problems. So I will not read it if you send it to me. You know, a lot of that that happens with a lot of authors nowadays. Anyway, um, with a few broken feats and a lot's removed, such as improved grapple, sunder trip, grapple in general is extremely frowned on, and only monks can trip or animals with natural text. Everything in my 3-5 campaign was designed to streamline combat. Okay, so he took the crunch out, because streamlining is the opposite of crunch. Uh, however, I played 3-5 where the GM allowed everything, all books, all feats. God, and it was a nightmare. You may as well have been playing chess and the flanking we called the Congo line. <laughs> I've heard of that. Uh, Star Wars Revised Edition D20 was the best of the 3035 rule sets, in his opinion. Although Jedi were way too... I, Jedi should be OP. 
you know, I'm not blaming this. I hear it from everybody. Like, gotta balance them. No, Jedi should be OP. The game master should either say this is an all Jedi campaign, or understand the Jedi is going to be OP, or say nobody in the group is going to be Jedi. Like, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with Jedi being OP. I just don't. Um, I've not played Year Zero game, but get a lot. Uh, but get a lot of them uh, sent here from my Christmas haul. Okay, Cthulhu Seven I like, although I prefer Hunter: The Reckoning. We play traditional detective games using Hunter. I can't do detective games. I'm just really bad at them. Uh, uh, using Hunter Core rules and character creation. I've always said it's the players and the GMs that make the game. I don't fully agree with that. I get a, got a lot of comments that said that. Again, not blaming this guy. I'm just just you know rambling off the top of my head here. A lot of people have said that. Oh, it's the game master makes the game. No, there are certain games that no matter how well I like the game master, I won't play the game because I hate the system that much. And there are other ones that even a bad game master, I'll still play the game system because I love the game system that much. So I, I, it's partially true. Absolutely, there is truth to that. I just don't think it is the end all be all. Uh, let's see, not the system. And I see why you disagree, and that a good system with a great GM is better than a bad system with a great. Well, yeah. Uh, but I've seen the same 2E rules with the same players and different DM. Absolutely atrocious. Yeah, so many house rules and just the way people interpret them. I, I, I agree with that comment. Yeah. As soon as the main DM gets back, the, set, the seat, it improves leaps and bounds. Yes, no, that I agree with. I, I Okay, I agree in that context. Why did that not go up by one? It's weird. Hunter the Reckoning is the only World of Darkness game moment. I'll, or Kevin Sullivan, I'm sorry, uh, can even stand. Yeah. See, and there you go. Two I love it. I love it when I see comments like this, guys. I, and I mean this seriously. Hunter is the only I can even stand in. I hated it. I like the fact that people have differing opinions on here. It's good. Good stuff. Uh, uh oh, what's going on here? Oh, I don't read private chat. Sorry. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, Baron G Rock one day uh, dropped out of the channel. I was like, what the hell's going on? What happened to Baron? Blah, blah, blah. And he wrote me like a book over a private chat and I didn't read it till like a half hour later. All right. 28 millimeter RPG, another channel that you should subscribe to if you're not. Wish I could have joined in. Still sick with COVID. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. To me, crunch has to be in the right spot in a game system. If crunch is on the GMDM side and there's a lot of prep to get the... Oh, if crunch is on the GMDM side, then there's a lot of prep to do and to get a game going. Okay, yeah. Especially like with the whole balanced encounters. Shut up. There's no such thing. The only balanced encounter is the one you win. <laughs> so it wasn't balanced for the game master, it was balanced for you. Or it was balanced for the game master, but not for you. If crunch is on the player side, then it has to be interesting, but doesn't impede the flow of the game. Yes. And one of those weird things is like people say initiative slows down the game. I don't know what you guys do with initiative or how you play your game where initiative slows it down. That's just weird to me. And I do Earth Dawn where, where the system is this. Declare your intended actions. Dot, 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 dot. Roll your initiative. Da, 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 da. Figure out who rolled the highest. You. 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 And that still doesn't slow down the game and doesn't require a battle map to be all, yeah, sure, it might feel kind of turn-based, but I don't know. I just, I don't see that. The people complain about initiative too much. It's weird to me. <laughs> yeah, rigged if the players win, rigged if the players lose. There you go. Uh, which is why, like, Cypher, Numenera, The Strange. Now, Heathen Dog did... Numenera, or, uh, he specifically did Numenera. I think he said he liked the system, but hated the setting. He didn't. He doesn't like those settings that mix sci-fi and fantasy. He also doesn't like the idea of it being a billion years in the future. Um, you know, but uh, I think he, if I remember correctly, he did like the cipher system, though. The crunch, uh, the crunch in the play, uh, the crunch is in the players' options and development. 
but it doesn't interfere with the flow of tasks of combat. Yeah, that sounds good. The GM has a lot less prep to deal with. The NPCs and monsters are super easy to create, even on the fly. Plus, putting all the dice rolls in the player's hands is cool. So it lets players own their actions and reactions. Fuck that. I'm that's Dungeon World does that too, and I hate that. I want to roll dice. I like to roll dice too. I want to roll. Uh, the, the GM is no longer the adversarial role in this way, and I and I get that. I get that premise. And it frees up GM's time for interesting injections and not filling his time with any dice rolling. The other thing is you can't claim that the GM was cheating too. So I, so I get that. But I, I part of playing these games to me is rolling dice. It's one of the reasons why I like dice pools as long as they're not crazy to understand dice pools or four billion dice. <laughs> People complain about. Well, we're, we're nerds that play a nerd hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Look, people say I, I complain about the dumbest stuff. Yeah, I do. <laughs> How serious do you think I am about it? That's up to you. Adam Simpson says, by the way, did I say this before that you should subscribe to 28mm RPG? Um, first and second edition, Mage Ascension. Yes, I know the game well. I can discuss in detail. And yes, take out the emo angsty bullshit. I do. Yep, that's how Heathen Dog runs it. And I had fun. So, Adam Simpson, thank you for the comment. Appreciate that. Try Rollmaster if you want not major crunch. There are tables for everything. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I mean, did I play Rollmaster? I, I want to say I played Rollmaster, but I don't remember. It would have been in the late 80s if I did, or like 1990. I feel like I did, because it's always been one of those games that stuck in my head as I played, and I remember a crap ton of charts. And at that point, I liked the charts. I don't know if I would today, but I liked the charts. So the tables are everything from weapon damage for each of the many, uh, many weapons, spell damage for each spell, and each weapon, each spell, and a fumble table. Uh, character creations take a long time due to how many skills there are, plus rolling stats and determining the, uh, the max stat can be... Oh, plus determining the max stat. Uh, the max A stat can be. Yeah, reading for the, for the win here, right? Each time you level up, you have to recalculate your skills and check to see if you get any stat increases. I don't think we played it that long, or I definitely would have remembered more. But... Uh, Umbri, who's waiting in the green room right now, I wear darker colors and happen to be pale, but I don't call myself goth or emo. Nah, you are. Uh, <laughs> I wear gothic Lolita fashion. If you dress the part, you are. I got a story about that. Um, people used to think that I was a metalhead. I'm more of one now than I was then. I used to think I was a metalhead when I was in high school because I wore, you know, I had like the, the flannel shirt with the ripped off sleeves and I wore my pants, ripped jeans tucked into my combat boots and, you know, the bandana. The hardest band I listened to then was Bon Jovi. But you know what? I can't argue with people like, oh, look at, look at that deadbeat. Look at, look at that drugged out rocker right there. Oh, oh Devil Horns, dude. <laughs> because, you know, I dressed the part. So. But I'm not uh, reenacting the life of Victorian Englishman's underage dark. <laughs> uh, I might adopt a bit of edge in the aesthetic, but otherwise play a cute, wholesome, and heroic character. Uh... You get a moment, oh, it says you were just poor. Yeah, fair. Uh, Pathfinder 2nd Edition has 16 skills with lore. What? With lore as a 17th. You can choose a theme for lore like waitressing or archaeology. Perception was removed as a purchasable skill and transformed into a class-dependent saving throw. You, can, you can't really boost outside of class choice. Okay. I, I know GM's Alcove loves Pathfinder 2E. That's his thing. That's his jam. That's what he runs. Might even be streaming it now. I don't know. This stream has gone on really long compared to our normal streams. I love it. I don't know how many of these chats I got to go through either. I'm probably not going to go through them all because there are a lot. Uh, but you guys are still watching, and I appreciate that. It's your games or Alto Sarin games for me. Both can cover multiple genres. Yeah. Yep. Let me put that on the screen. Boop. 
Yeah, I mean, I can. Uh, I the, my problem with hero system, if uh, uh, is the fact that I I don't like the mult the variable pool powers and the multi. If you're just buying the the points, the powers with points, I'm cool with it. It's when it gets into that weird math of the variables and and uh, multi powers and whatever the hell else all that nonsense is called that I'm just like, no, I'm out. No, I'm out. Um. All right, Ribbit, Ribbit, what do you have to say here? Hashtag RPGate, I'm expecting my offset printer editions this week. I've had the PDFs for some time and I've been angling to get a game started for some time. Mr. Crawford giving away the PDF for free is pretty damn nice of him. This book is chock full of information and ideas. It is, it is, it is. I I, I, I bought mine. Um, That doesn't make me better than anybody else, but I, I just, I, I like to have physical stuff in my hands. So, uh, yeah. This is one of those games that I'm telling you, it's going to be the death of me to try to get through because I always get freaking sidetracked. Mr. Max Buevon, uh, rules complexity is not just about the number of rules, it's also about how much the rules are logical and homogenized. Oh, you know what? You know what? That's a good point. That's a very good point, yeah. I've seen games that have a bunch of different subsystems that are somewhat alike, but just slightly different. Just make them the same so I won't click. There you go. So I won't have to learn three different subsystems with just a subtle difference that doesn't matter. One of the things that I'm struggling with with my Palladium remake is I'm keeping the D20 for for combat and the percentile for skills, but I ran into a situation where my skills are... I have to work it in. So spaceship combat is, I don't want it to be a different subsystem, but it's turning into another subsystem. And I'm trying to reconcile that right now. Because uh, I, I don't want three subsystems. I want you to roll a d20 for combat and percentile dice for skills. Uh, and don't make rules that are so arbitrary they have no way of kind of guessing what you're going for. Yeah, that, yeah. I understand your basic mechanics and the general style of the game. I should just be able to deduce what the specific rules for a situation would be without looking it up just because it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the rules make sense. Looking up, Even if you do look it up, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I should have known that. Uh, if when I look at a book later on to see what the actual rules are, it turns out to be pretty much the same as the ruling I did, those rules are good. Logical is simple. I agree. Also, every game that relies heavily on charts feels much heavier to me. I can understand that, especially when there are a lot of charts because, you know, you're flipping through books or you're trying to verify. Like DCC, for example, is definitely crunchy because of the charts. Roll 3d6 for everything. I'm not against that. I'm not. I'm not against rolling 3d6 for everything, even outside of a d20, because I like curves. I do. I I like curves. Um, and champions in the hero system. That's definitely what it does. Now, Heathen Dog will tell you that you know you get the the problems with like the phases with initiative and whatnot. But uh, as more of a player, I've never run the game. But as a player, I I didn't find it all that difficult. Just this is your movement or speed or whatever the attribute is, and that tells you you go on phases like two and eight or or three and six or five or you know whatever it happens to be. Um without having to refer to the rule book, this yeah, this is definitely something that will tell me if a game's crunchy or not, is if people are always digging through the book to see exactly what they can do. I like rulings over rules. I like curves too. Oh my god, crafty. No, I, I I'm a very big fan of rulings, not rules. And I tend to trust my game master until my game master proves me wrong. Uh, as for rules, at some point, if you don't have enough complexity, it's not a game anymore. That's what Heathen Dog was saying. Technically speaking, those one-page rule systems are rules-like games. But I agree with Heathen Dog on the fact that if you've only got one page of rules, I'm not going to play it. So, you want to give some room for players to be clever and not just bullshit the GM kind of way. I agree. Yep. Which is why I love the the Year Zero Engine. You know, they're rules light. Year Zero Engine is rules light, no matter what anybody says. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. The problem is it's rules light, but gives you all these different options in terms of this is combat. This is social conflict. This is exploring. This is casting a spell. This is, you know, uh, this is your building of your, your stronghold or your arc or whatever. It just tackles into all those things that you kind of see as separate 
in a game like Dungeons and Dragons, it unifies them. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it covers everything, but it's still a very simple system. You have 12 skills, 13 in some games. That's it. Everything is done by those 12 skills. Um, other games that are something like tactical simulation, I don't. Uh, but many of them, uh, but so many of them try to be that and fail, just turn into a slog. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't. Also, look, you know, the whole thing about me hating miniatures, miniatures take me out of immersion. Okay, and I, I, I do like to be immersed in my games. And here's what I mean by that. I might be sitting here thinking that your character is, uh, you know, a five foot two elf with long flowing, uh, 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 you know, blonde hair and almond shaped uh, green eyes. And, and you're wearing leaves, but, you know, magically uh, sewn together to be this you know elaborate dress. And, you know, you're galadrieling yourself out here, almost floating when you walk. And then I see a hunk of metal. Kunk painted with a yellow face or something it's like uh you know that that's what that's the thing that that's that's how it takes me out and when i think combat i'm thinking the magician is you know you moving his hands and he's saying is and and you know doing you know doing his spells and pointing his wand or whatever you know reading his book in front of him and i see a guy uh you know with a pointy hat on the table going you know, and I'm not. It doesn't fully take me out. My imagination still works, but it, but it's just so. Uh, so well, then 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 me, Connell. What? No, Connell and I are different in that. <laughs> Max is daydreaming about Fabio now. Wow, Baldahar. Wow. <laughs> uh okay. Oh wait, did I miss a? Uh... If your game tries to be tactical, but a player can spend multiple consecutive rounds just going, I attack, I cast all... I, my Warlock didn't have Eldritch Blast. Uh, always on the same target without moving, you failed. I agree. Now, the excuse for this is, and Earthdawn had the same excuse as well, is that, well, if a fighter can just swing a sword, the same sword every round, why can't a caster throw the same spell every round? And I get that argument, but I want my casters to be more... I want you to think more. And in first edition Earthdawn, people complained about this stuff, but a lot of those spells couldn't be cast every round. You had to weave a thread. And so you were casting every other round. You know? All right. Any more comments we got here? I got two people waiting to talk to me. So Disagree about Heathen Dog, how you need fluff? Just give me a good system and get the fluff out of it. Well, I agree with what Mr. Max Boivon is saying here, uh, theoretically, that's not how you make sales. And I like to know what the what the creator was thinking. I do agree with them. Get your, you know, I'll do what I want. I, I'm, I'm smart enough to make my own type of settings. But I also like to know what the creator was thinking. I just do. And I think the fluff helps with that. But I want my fluff separate. Like a paragraph or two. That's all it needs to be. A paragraph or two before all the, the skills or, or all the spells or whatever to kind of talk about how magic is done. I mean, to be fair, I, I think it's too much for what I'm talking about right now, but generally speaking, I love the way Palladium does it. I think Palladium's fluff mixes well with, with its rules. It's just everything's all over the place and its rules are found everywhere. So I like fluff as it draws me to a book. Yeah, me too. I also like good art. Second edition AD&D always wins me over because of its art. Uh, um... What was this? Because somebody agreed. Let's see what he said. Both RTG and Hero to work to create, but get oddly. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hero system. I agree with that. And I don't mind that systems that that uh, takes a long time to make a character, but the gameplay is smooth. I'm all for. I, I like that. 
Patriotic Assault. I haven't seen him post in a while. Defensive D20 roll against a D20 attack roll is basically a pyramid bell overall curve. You want more bell curviness? Add advantage, disadvantage to D20. No, I'm going to use a pool. I don't want D20s anymore. <laughs> I don't... If I remember correctly, Patriotic Assault... I, I might be wrong about this. There's one of the commenters that said he doesn't like dice pools, and that's fine if you don't like dice pools. I might be wrong about that. He may not have said that. I, I'm bored. I don't dislike. I'm just bored of D20s. I want to see almost anything else other than a D20. Uh, Anker, A-N-K-U-R. Look up that game. It's a D12 system. Check out Anker. All right. Uh, Roosters Place? Roosters Place? This sounds like EVE Online. When Eve, well, when the EVE gate collapsed and the worlds in the new Eden regressed to agricultural worlds, it took thousands of years to climb back to the stars. Okay. I, I broke EVE Online in beta never played it, uh never played it live because I couldn't get it to work in beta, so I said, screw that. There's Rules Light, and then there's Rules Light. Example, there's Morkboard, and then there's Durf. I don't know what Durf is. Uh, see, Kevin Sullivan likes variable power pools. I hate them. I hate them. It adds complicated, not, not even complicated. It adds extra math that doesn't need to be put in there, and I don't... Uh, pick the powers you want, not the powers you think you might need at some point and hope you can use. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, because Heathen Dog likes variable power pools, too. Absolutely. But that, that's my turnoff to the game, so... Uh, D10, D6, the only dice you need. There you go. Um, I so agree with Matt. Ooh, uh-oh. Oh, that gets a like. I don't even care what he says after this. <laughs> I will now go and see if a giant asteroid, which is about to end all life on Earth, is visible yet. It has to be there, Luther. It's Luther Calhoun. By the way, Luther Calhoun did win one of the prizes. <laughs> That's funny. Got me, sir. Got me. Uh, Trapdoor Spider. Yes, for White Wolf. I find the newer uh, edition streamlines much better bare bones-wise. Mm. <laughs> I I hate Heathen Dog. I think did a video on the new magic system for uh, for Mage. Not it's not called the Ascension anymore. It's like Mage the Awakening or something like that. And man, he lit into it. I have to say, I pretty much agreed with Heathen Dog across the board. Um, dude, it time stamped it, so I should listen to it. But I'm not going to right now. This is a thing I was thinking when the system. I feel the game wrapping to each other. The identity, mood, and feel of the game comes through the system. Yes, yes, is personally Earthdon does that best. Oh my God, he's my new best friend. I can't like this twice. I can't like it twice. Yes. Earthdawn's magic is not fully understood. How invasive it is to the world and the setting until you understand how the system works. And then it's like, oh my God, magic affects all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh-oh. I heard something crash or something. Stand by a second. Everybody alive out there? So I hate that I miss it. Hey, Luther Calhoun again. Hate that I miss this. This is stuff I love to talk about, but I'm at work and cannot participate. Sorry about that. Well, you know what? You can leave a comment, though, and we read them. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm shrinking this. I want to see how many more I need to go through. Stars without number. I mean, all these are important. Those are important. Important. Wow. We'll, we'll have to read that one. Best, okay, I think seven. Oh, God, we're only at seven days. I've got two weeks to go through. Yeah, I'm not reading them all today. Sorry. I will probably just respond to the rest of these. I know where we're going to read that one long one. Then we're going to call it a day. And then I will respond to the rest of these that I didn't, you know, mark. And that'll be good. And then we'll get people in for. Uh, we'll get people in because I've had two people waiting for quite a while. We'll get people in. You no, know, something crashed. I don't know if that was just a door shutting or what. I just threw my uh, headphones. It sounded like something crashed. 
So we'll read this last comment. Doot, doot, doot. Slow. One second. Hold on. I'm sorry about that, everyone. <clears throat> okay, the Gibson says this is going to be long, but that's fine. It's the last one we're doing. Oh, what happened to all my... Ah, things got weird here. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, no, I, I muted the microphone because I was talking to my wife for something. That she was telling me what was going on with that crash. It was nothing. Earthen, I haven't heard that. You haven't been on my streams then, because we talk. It's a drinking game for us. In fact, I think I have to drink twice. Anytime Earthon comes up, I have to drink because uh, I talk about it all the time. Hmm. Here we go. The Gibson says, "I like your attitude on people missing sessions. I'm more lenient than you. Most people are. I'm not as hardcore. You know, I got some flack for this. I'm not as hardcore as I make it sound. My thing is about if you've got to go on vacation, let me know. Don't tell me the week beforehand." If you're if you know you're going on vacation in February and it's you know uh, November now, tell me because I can plan for that. If you tell me the week before, that's just a dick move. Um, emergencies happen in people's life. I, I get it. You know what? Um, the things that I run into are people that uh, they show up when they want to. Uh, people that uh, you know tell me, well, I can only show up once a month. Well, then my game's not for you because I, I run games more than that. Um, you know, you know what? I, I, I'm going to go do this other thing instead. It's like, no, this is a commitment. It's not just a commitment to me, because when I make the adventures, I'm planning on you being there. But it's also a commitment to the other people at the table. It's what I used to tell people about an MMORPG. Well, I, I don't like people, blah, blah, blah. Well, then don't play MMORPGs. Part of playing an MMORPG is the fact that like, when you're on a raid, it's not up to you to be a dick on the raid. It's not up to you to screw up the raid. You have to know your job, not because... You have to be good at playing video games, but because there are 12, 15, 24, 72 in, in EverQuest, other people standing there with you, and when you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're screwing them over. And that's the way I feel when you're not showing up to games or show up haphazardly or whatever you want. So my, my rule is if you miss three sessions in a year, you're out. But I make com uh, accommodations to that. If you tell me, hey, I'm going to be out the entire month of February, that doesn't necessarily count as those three sessions. Because I can plan that in. So. Do, do, do. Earth, I hate Earth Unspell. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't like. I mean, some of them are neat. But, uh, yeah. I, oh, my God. You know, illusionist spells drive me freaking crazy. Fun with doors. It's a dumb spell. <laughs> I hate illusionists. And, I, by the way, so, so uh, Michael Connor. In the Earth Dawn section, the, the audio quality isn't as good now because I was using bad noise gate and bad microphone, but uh, I have an entire series that goes across every one of the, the disciplines. One video per each discipline. Uh, it uses 4th edition as the construct, but it incorporates Adept's Way and the Way of um, Wanderer's Way and the Way of uh, War from 2nd edition as well, and goes through and talks about how to play each of the disciplines. So... Uh, yeah, basic common adult courtesy. That's yeah, that's what I expect in my games, right? So if that interests you, 
You can check them out. It has all, all of the common disciplines that you'd find, even including scout. Doesn't go into things like purifier and, and weird stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, if that interests you, I, I have a series on that. I get a lot of flack for the last episode, um, but oh well. I have thoughts. Uh, anyway, let's go back to this. I'm only anything new, but if it's constant, then yeah, you need to work out how much you want to be in my game. Right, again, it's a commitment. And, and I don't mean that it's work, but come on, you know. Some people can handle the fact, oh, Bob didn't show up today. Who ca-? I keep saying Bob. We had a guy in our group named Bob, and I'm not even talking about him. It's just... Von Zark and I used to say Bob and Bill for every guy's name ever. So you know, it's just old habit. Uh, but uh, you know, you know, Bob doesn't show up. You can't go. Well, is Bob gonna be here? If not, you know, if Bob's here. This is gonna be awesome because his character can do these things. But if he's not here, well, I don't like thinking like that. It's like bring your ass to the table. I hate it if uh, if you die, huh? Oh, I hate I hate the if you die your place. No, no, no. That was a very specific thing I did because I had more people that wanted to play. Then I had slots at the table. I had like 12, no, 11 or 12 people that wanted to play. And I tried running a game with 10 of them, and that was hurting cats, and I wouldn't do it. So, uh, so what, what happened was, is people wanted to play, and I wanted to give them an opportunity to. So if you're, the rule was, if your character dies, you're out of the game. And, you know, until a spot opened up. And I loved it because I, I and I should have seen this coming, but I didn't see it coming so much. The care that people took with their characters after that murder hoboing just ended right there. And by the way, for Michael Connor, that was my Earth Dawn game that I ran uh, from 98 to 2000. Um, yeah, that, that's that. It was I, I loved it. I, I just the yeah, it worked out. Now, I don't think that that should be a static rule, no. But if you have too many people and you want to enjoy other people's company, it's not necessarily a bad rule, but I do get it. I, I hate the what he said here. Who's to play with the guy whose nickname was Yellow Jay? And it wasn't because he liked the color yellow. Uh, oh, he must be from Canadistania or or the UK. Um, there was a, or or uh, that that place we have to use a Ouija board to talk to where they have like weird animals and demons and big desert in the middle uh there was always me and others who used to get stuck huh there was always me and others who used to get stuck in so he always got away with it i love the principle of it making you more cautious at her but uh the times i've seen it implemented it bred cowardice okay yeah i, I gotcha and and yep yep fair fair um and cause animosity amongst the the close community of players if you, if you think your character sheet is so sacrosanct to you well Thing is, as a game master, I'll mess with you on that anyway. But uh, yeah, I, I get what he's saying here. Also, love you want to play weekly and have six, eight hours. Yeah, that's how you play these games. Like, I don't understand. Like, I not anymore. Well, if you come to me and say, I'm only giving you two hours of my time, but you're not my game. And I have no problem with that. Find the game that works for you. But I have to play like six hours is, isn't even really enough for me. I like eight to ten on a weekend. But, you know, uh, we did four. Yes, to be fair, we did four in the weekdays, but we also played the weekday games more often, usually like a Tuesday and Thursday. So it's kind of like getting a long session. there. Um, I do one on one sessions now, 5 a.m. parade. Uh, they tend to last between three to six hours. I've done one on one sessions. I did an AD&D second edition one on one with a friend of mine that uh, I haven't talked to him. I don't know if I could call him friend anymore. I haven't talked to him in like two decades. But uh, when I was in the Air Force, he got sent to the loony bin for a moment and we did some one on one sessions. Um, Oh, but that's between one and two times a week. Yeah, okay. So you can get sometimes 10 hours. I, 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 can, I can get with that. I can get with that. If it's four hours, you know, and you're doing it twice a week, yeah. My old 2E group that I quit two years ago due to me moving home. Oops, sorry. My old 2E group that I quit two years ago due to me moving home. Our campaign lasted 22 years. I am so freaking jealous. So jealous. So jealous. 
My longest campaign, I think, is actually my Earth Dawn campaign, which was two and a half years. I don't think I've played any others. I mean, I've played like D&D for longer than that, but I don't think any single campaign lasted that long. And two of my D&D campaigns lasted over a year. Uh, the problem with me back then, though, is I was in the military. So somebody PCS or I'd PCS, whatever. So we'd move, be like, oh, we just got this game started year in now. Yeah, going to another country. Have a nice day. You know, so, that, you know, that uh, 22 years, the Dale Swords. I rotate a total of five characters in and out of the party during that time. 22 years, five characters. That's freaking awesome. Over four years, a character. I love it. Uh, 11th uh, Human Evoker Edelvar, 11th Human Transmuter. And I like the fact that he's playing specialty wizards. Uh, so some people won't like that, but I do. I, I, I like the specialty wizards because it gives you more um, feel. Just it gives you more feel because you're cut off from something. When you play a specialty wizard, you're cut off from things. Everybody plays a transmuter. Some people play evokers, but some of the stuff you get cut off from evoker, you don't want to lose. But transmuter, because what do you lose? Necromancy and illusion or something like that? Nobody cares. Uh, eighth half orc. Oh, half orc in second edition. Okay. Simpleton of mice and men type. Luggy, ninth level fighter, 12th rogue, uh, and a 12th level rogue halfling poto. Wait, wait. Ninth fighter, 12th rogue halfling. Okay. So fighter, fighter, fighter thief. He played second edition. It'd be called thief, not rogue. Not being a dick. Uh, Poto and a ninth Dwarven Cleric of Moradin Gorn. Also played 13th level fighter Roan. I'm seeing more than five characters here. Later called the Golden General. Hey, <laughs> Okay, Dragonlance reference. Probably not for real, but uh, in a different campaign with uh, half the same lads for five years in 2E. Three of those characters are tattooed on my arm. That's when you know you love the game. Along with Ancient Blue, we killed. He asked for our items too. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, that, by the way, that's a reference to Bruce's game. In Bruce's game, he half PK'd a party because the guy went in there, found a blue dragon. The blue dragon said, if you want to stay, or it's like, uh, if you, if you want to leave and not die, give me your stuff. And they're like, no. So they died. <laughs> you know. uh, I think some of you guys would have fit in well, apart from the eating. Some of the lads are like pigs around the table. Yeah, well, and, and that's, a, that's a mental issue. Like, I don't like to say, I've got a mental issue, but it is. I mean, that's, you know, some people are raised like fucking animals. I get it. Um, I'm around a lot of them. But uh, my, my big thing at the table is like, I'm not eating. But they got a soda and they're like, I can't even mimic it. Probably because I didn't open it. Uh, um, there we go. I hate that. Like, you know, there's gravity, right? You tip the can, it falls out. You don't need to suck it out. Oh, here we go. I've got a can right here. No slurping! Fucking Neanderthals. All right. Other than that, that's going to be the last comment we talk about today. Let's, let's just, uh, we've already done our giveaway. Let's move on over to segment three. Got two people waiting for like an hour. They're probably asleep. I'm going to put the link out there. Before we go into segment three, I have to, I have to do a couple of things. Had uh, uh, had the ED book, but uh, couldn't get past the sheer complexity of everything. Um, I can see that we took into baby steps. I mean, I know that might sound weird. A couple of things I do in my games, I tell anybody who wants to play a windling, don't, because <laughs> I don't like dealing with astral sight. Um, illusionists are uh, yeah, use a glass to chocolate. There you go. Uh, illusionist, I, I tell people that you might not have as much fun with that as you think you're going to have. And I'd never give out airships. 
So playing a Sky Raider and Air Sailor might not be beneficial either, although you probably have better time playing them than you would the other two, uh, because I don't believe in fast travel. So I want to make you work for it. Uh, but I, I mean, when I word things, and I'm using that word intentionally, you know, if, if you want people who, if you want somebody who words good data languager, it's a Rick and Morty reference. But uh, uh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I said, oh, I sound dickish in this stuff, but my the players love my games because first of all, we like each other's friends, we like the game world, and they understand what I'm doing. I'm not keeping you poor to be a dick. I'm not taking things away from you to be a dick. I'm making you earn stuff, and I want you to cherish it when you earn it. And that's what Earthdawn did. The reason I converted over to Earthdawn after it was just a dumb little little pamphlet was because right off the bat, I was like, oh my god, I love the way you increase in this game. I love it. It's slowly, but you can see that progression over time, and you can see it in the dice you roll. That's great. And then magic items. You don't just swing a magic sword around. You have to bind it to you. You have to learn about it. So now instead of just like, oh, I got a plus one sword. I'll use this until I get the plus two. No, you turn that plus one sword into a plus two sword, into a plus two sword with uh, 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 severing, uh, what's, what's it called? Um, chop off arms. I forget. Sharpness. There you go. You know, sharpness capability, you know, and you learn it over time. Um some of the astral stuff, uh, especially with Nethermancers, get into. I love Nethermancers. That's what I play almost exclusively. Uh, but uh, that can get a little daunting. But uh, uh, I don't see. Shauna knows. Wait, wait. You, you play a game that has light speed. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm kidding. And hello, Shauna. By the way, that's another person. If you have not subscribed, go check out Shauna Films. Go ahead and give him a subscription. So, all right, let's. Uh, Let's let's do our segment three stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to spread this uh, the stream over like seven videos across the week so that people don't go. What are you talking about a four hour segment two? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's gonna take me forever to segment this stuff out tonight. I might not even get it finished until tomorrow. Uh, where's segment three? All right, I'm gonna put the link out there. But in the meantime, if you want to join us, here the here are the rules, and this includes the two people who are listening right now. Got to be a follower or subscriber. Pithy, one topic or anecdote. So you can talk about Palladium in terms of magic, the Diablo, any, any of the magic stuff. Uh, Palladium magic, or you can talk, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know how to handle the... Something that came up in the, <laughs> in the uh, comments. Um, I, I, this isn't going to be a long discussion, and this isn't, uh, isn't going to be about every topic under the sun. So pick some, some one thing you want to talk about. We'll talk about that, and then I'm going to release you and bring in the next person. So it's it's like a radio sh call, radio show call, and if you remember that, I used to cut people off, and I'd be like, "Wow, that was rude." Duh. And watch the language. And what I mean by that is, I don't care if you curse a little bit, but you know those poopoo words that YouTube will kick us off for. Don't say them. Don't go there. All right, copy. Yeah, I, I had to force. Earthdawn was one of those games that I had to force. So I'd find a D and D group, and I'd just talk about Earthdawn. Just talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. A couple of times, I actually had to run D&D &D before I could run Earthdawn because they had to know that I was a good dungeon master. Then I could finally run it. But every place I ran it, with one caveat, and everybody knows that story, every place I ran it, it, it became the game to play. Nobody wanted to go anywhere else. And it's not because I'm a great game master. I will not sit here and say, I'm oh, freaking amazing. No, it's because the game is fun and the players learned how to make it fun. So join me. It's not us today. It's just me question mark there you go that's the link mm -hmm.
Take that up the screen, put that on the screen, and the first person to join us today is the person who's been waiting longest. Boom, I am bringing in Umbri. How are you doing today, Umbri? Oh my god, we got a lot of echo there. Find these. Yeah, uh, go ahead. And, uh, if you can, do you have speakers on or something? Do you have headsets you can use? Or? Nope, I use laptop speakers. Uh oh, okay. I'll try to talk try quietly. To talk. Nope, I'm still being picked up. So go ahead and say what you got to say, and then then we'll we'll meet you so that uh, I can respond. So, what is the current topic right now? Uh, it can be anything palladium magic, or pretty much anything that was in the comments. So almost anything. <laughs> hmm. So yeah. I just felt like chatting for the funsies. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Well, I, well, I know Why, you didn't I get to. How, how about this? You weren't able to come in on Friday. So what's the thing that you wanted to come and talk about? Uh, was it Friday or Wednesday? Uh, Friday. Uh, what, is the, what is the thing you wanted to talk about on Friday? I didn't have anything particular I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to join for the social experience. Okay. Well, um, all right. Uh, that's not what segment three is for here. So uh, how about this? Here's, here's what I'll do. I'm, I'm going to let you hang because because you got you got kind of borked on Friday. I'm going to bring Mar Hockman in and uh, you can help uh, comment with what uh, Mar Hockman wants to talk about. Sound good? Sounds good. And then I'm going to release you both at the same time and uh, bring in the person after that. Okay. Yeah, I'm more of a responder than initiator. Okay. All right, Mar Hockman, what you got? Oh, hmm. I have to only choose one. Uh, <laughs> to, to, to be honest, to, to two of them are actually kind of heavily related to each other. So, yeah, we'll go with that. You can ask me one question with 17 follow-ups. No, no, I don't. What do you, what do you, what do you got? No, I mean, we'll see how this goes. What do, what do you got? Okay. Well, you were talking about the whole thing with the Diabolist and how to make mm -hmm. them more, you know, should we say potentially proactive. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of something from this anime called Slayers. Okay. In Slayers, one of the things that Lena Inverse does is that she will take uh, magic gems and enchant them. Okay. okay. One of the things that they can be used for is mana battery. So that when she's casting spells, she uh, drains mana from the gem instead of using her own innate magical power. Sure. Okay. But another one is that they can basically be used as if it's a um, kind of like a grenade, to be honest, but made out of magical stuff. And, and that so was I just want to caveat one thing for anybody who didn't watch earlier is that it specifically said you can't do grenades with the wards. And I'm not I'm not countering Mar Hawkman, but just in case somebody didn't watch that segment earlier, it did say in there you can't just put a ward on something and throw it like a grenade. Well, that was actually kind of the idea I was going with is that, you know, Diabolist Wars, even if you can't, you know, literally throw them like grenades, using them, f using, shall we say, pre-made wards that you place at, during combat to do things, it, it feels like something that should be allowable, even if it's... So, so remember, we, we talked before about we like people to post on our Discord ideas that might make it more viable. So you're saying that that changed, like making a change where the the ward could become a grenade would be more viable. I mean, would would, yeah, it would. I mean, I mean, lo logically to me, it's it just it makes just sense. sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, Umber, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, generally speaking, you know, I think you're here for the beginning part. If not, oh, what it was is that the Diabolus can make it basically Diabolus is defensive, not offensive. So you can't put runes on on swords to make it explode in somebody's face hole. You can't uh, you can't put runes on arrows or rocks or, or whatever to chuck at people and watch them explode like grenades. Um, he's saying that might be a change to the class that could make it more uh, viable in an offensive manner. And, and, and there's a small caveat to that is that it's something that you would have to, you know, spend time prepping a, a, ahead of time and can't just whip out of your pocket and uh, and say you made one. I got you. I think Umbri went muted there. Hmm. Umbri. Umbri, where'd you go? All right. You said this was a two parter. Hmm. Well, th th that was kind of sort of mixing okay. the two things together because. Um, well, uh, 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 early on, you, you were talking about uh, relics that, that can give you uh, magical power. And that was where I first thought of uh, the thing with um, Slayers, is that in Slayers, Lena Inverse is exceptionally talented as a sorceress, yes. But part of what gives her her ability to fight in combat is that she wears a whole bunch of those charms she makes to uh give herself basically like uh, uh mana batteries that she can draw from anytime she wants to cast spells in combat i gotcha and what my concern would be allowing it offensive capability is uh because because Diabolus can already use scrolls. And to me, that's that's kind of how I would handle it. I, I would just make sure that the Diabolus has some scrolls. Because remember, we're playing on the Palladium world, not necessarily a, a low magic world. But well, um, well, 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 speaking of scrolls, though, is that the, 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 the thing that, that I was seeing in my head is that kind of sort of like you take a notebook and you as the Diabolus take a, a sheet of paper out of the notebook and put whatever ward on the sheet of paper, which, you know, it's something portable that, that you prepared ahead of time. And then you like... To throw it at something to do whatever it does. <laughs> I got you. Um, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not inherently against it. I just need to know where that power ends because, with as defensive as the as the Diabolus is, and there's nobody in the game more more capable in, in, in defense than the Diabolus. Um, I would hate to say, well, not only am I defensively capable, but I'm offensively capable on par with the summoner's demon or the, the warlock's elements and, and the, uh, and the wizard's magic, there'd have to be something in there. Like maybe just, just example. First of all, the Diablos can't do that at level one. How about that? Cause we already oh. said, we already have in there that the summoner can't summon a demon at level one. Yeah. So that, that's, 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 that's first. Perhaps. And then second, like, and then maybe only levels, uh, spell levels one through four. That's well, it. Well, another thing is that, uh, uh, you mentioned something about how wards have a minimum size or whatever, is that this would have to respect that. Is that if the ward can't be written on a sheet of notebook paper, you, you know, can't use a sheet of notebook paper. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the logic here, though, is very uh, much linked to that, the logic behind how they're allowed to use scrolls, is that this is basically just them making their own scrolls. No, no I, I, I got it. I, I mean, I, I'm... You know, I'm not going to say yes or no on that. I, again, my concern would only be like there has to be enough limitations on there to not flip the script so much where now everybody just plays a Diabolist. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, agreed. Uh, that, that's actually part of the reason why I was discussing this is I'm not yeah. really sure what would be good limitations there. I, I mean, so I think that, I think that is a good idea because it kind of surprised me when I first read it that there's no offensive capability from the Diabolist. I'm like, huh? Okay. Um, and this is why I don't argue with Heathen Dog uh, on that because I get where he's coming from. Heathen Dog wants wants characters to be able to be a bit more proactive. I tend to play more in this stage of my life. I tend to play a bit more, um, what do you call them? Uh, support characters. And the reason I, I, reason I do is because I know other people like to play the blasty blasty. And I've done that in my life. I'm 48. I've played a lot of blasty blasty characters or two handed chop them in half characters. You know, if, you know, while I might not play a bard necessarily, I kind of like the idea of playing, okay, you know what? You're going to go blast. You're going to go chop, but I'm going to buff you both. You know, it's one of the reasons why I play a lot of clerics now, and I don't, and I don't play as a healing bot. Screw you. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I like the idea of having these other abilities available. Oh. I mean, one D and D five B character I made was a cleric who literally it can't heal people because that's her personal like character flaw thing is that you know she's just. Mm, well, she's basically cursed to not be able to do that. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to something in chat here, and then I think uh, uh, we're done for today. Got another punch in the punch card. So, mm. Michael, this does not surprise me. You say that, Michael Connor, because I call Eberron the ripoff of Earth Dawn. <laughs> I hate Eberron. It ripped off Earth Dawn. <laughs> oh, we don't have Obsidian. We have whatever the hell their stupid walking metal monstrosities are. Oh, yeah, Earth Dawn has gaslit lamps. We do too. <laughs> mm. Oh, Earth Dawn has airships. So do we. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, oh, uh, oh yeah. The, the, the other two things is like, well, for some reason, I, I wrote down on, on my list of things that I wanted to potentially talk about as player agency. But yeah, that wait for like Heathen that. Dog for that one. Wait for Heathen Dog for that one. Keep that on your list. All right, I, I'm. You got oh, another they, punch on the punch. What's that? Uh, well, well, the other thing thing was the whole thing is like using pixie wings as spell components. What do pixies feel about that, and how much does it make them want to kill you? <laughs> so I'm currently on my phone while I wait for my laptop to finish booting. Okay. All right. Um, well, uh, thank you, Mark Hawkman. We're going to bring in Omen Owl next. Boop. And boop. All right. So this will be the one I'll let you respond to then, Umbri. <laughs> and if anybody else wants to come in, the link was set out into chat. And uh, your uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and click on that if you want to join. All right, Omanel, what you got? Can we talk about fast travel if you don't mind, or should we? Yeah, stick yeah, to that's it? that's fine. I I fully agree with you because it completely shrinks the world to such a small size that there doesn't seem to be the wonder and exploration that's really out there. Because if you have to travel across the desert and you have to survive against, and this is why I hate fifth edition for certain things i'll just take a good berry i'll just do this for water it's like it makes all this travel mm -hmm. trivial and then like why isn't anyone going out there why would you find an unexplored um yeah, how would you find one everything should be explored by now yeah well exactly and that's that's the those are things that really bug me it's like oh well you just go out and do this and you know i not that i necessarily mind all the times with um ships and stuff but you know, there, there's a reason that people did not travel commonly between the Americas and Europe, and it was a mm -hmm. highly dangerous, you know, expedition before. And it's it's not that they didn't think that the world was, you know, they didn't think the world was flat. They just said, we'll be out there and we'll starve to death. And and those are, and who knows what's out there. And that to me is what makes the, the 
at least from my perspective, what makes yep. the games so wondrous is you, plus as a DM, it allows you to shrink your world so you don't have to expand way out. Oh, there are mountains in the distance. Okay, I can see mountains 50 miles away, but I don't have to go out and do, if you remember the old Greyhawk where the each hex was 30 <laughs> miles, you know, you don't have to go over and say, oh, I have to go flesh out, you know, 200 hexes. I can just, I can flesh out to within 50 miles and, and my players will be more than satisfied. And, and I think that's that's part of the aspect for that. All right, I'm going to let Umbri go first because uh, she got kicked before. What, what do you got to say to comment to that? I had a hard time hearing, but you were saying something about fast travel, right? Yes. Fast travel I'm, depends on the circumstance and what the campaign is trying to emphasize. Right tool for the job. But you also have to take the engagement of your players into account. So what about um, like uh, so? Uh, what about exploration? I mean, exploration is an important part of the game to me, especially at low levels. Like even if you were born there and you and you know the area, I still think that there has to be some set of like what's outside this city. Yes, exploration is great when you actually have an idea of what's beyond the city, but it also has to be something that draws the player's attention. So, so like, my give question them a for... reason to get out of a city. Oh, yeah, you're give... right. Yes, give, give them hooks, absolutely. So I've got a question for both of you, and then, then, uh, then I'm going to bring in the next person. Uh, is uh, what about locations you've already been? So do you think that at that point, fast travel is is acceptable? Or do you think that, no, you know what? It's supposed to take a month to get from here to there. It needs to take a month to get from here to there. Well, I, I believe the month of fast travel is, is fine to places you've been to if you have a legit reason to track downtime. And, and and I agree with that. Is to me, you don't make it fast travel. You may not role play the whole thirty days. But then the other point is, you can come in and say, um, you know, you just put in your normal social interaction with people. Mm. Oh well, this happened with the captain, and you did this. How did you handle this? You can, you know, not everything has to be combat for that aspect. Sure. And and there are safe places. I just don't like whenever the fact, and and you see this all the time in TV and stuff. Oh, it's so far away. No one's ever been there. And they're like, you guys Teleport. just walk there so easily that it doesn't mean anything. You're not even dirty. There's no dirt under your fingernails. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, now, don't get me wrong. See, not everything needs to be forbidden. Land it's not whether travel. or not you spend the month. It's whether or not you track the month. Tracking yes. the month is yeah, the fair. important part. But you can hand wave that month. So, so what I did in Earthdawn when I, when I did fast travel, see, we're bringing up a lot of Earthdawn today. It's great. Uh, when I did fast travel is I wouldn't give them back a karma ritual for every day. It's like, well, we 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 travel for ten days. I get ten commercials. Nope, roll a d10. That's how many you got because you're busy, you're tired, whatever. I would not, I would not let them fill up on that stuff. And most of my groups are okay. I had one group that got really pissy about that, but too bad. I mean, like, like either that or we're going to do every day here, and I'm going to roll random encounters, and we're going to have all that. Your it's your choice. I don't care because this just slows your progression down to get there and makes my life easier as a game master. As I'm thinking things out about what's going to happen when you get there, so on and so forth. So. uh 
I well, you know, that's that's where you get too nitty gritty for this. At a certain point, both players and GMs need to work together. But to me, you track okay. the time, and, and yeah. not everything has to be in there. You aren't doing karma rituals, it, it, unless you're completely diehard. Oh, well, I do this and this and this. Well, okay, great. Guess what? It's you only a half hour a day. I, I should be able to do. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, how often are you working out every day? Now, some people are religious about that, but if if you're, you know. Not everyone is and say, well, you don't get to do all this. So, yep. Anyway, that, that's about it yep. for fast travel. I wish that more games had a better mechanic. And that's the one thing that I think, well, to be fair, a lot of the older editions have done this as well. Uh, not the older editions, but the like three, five and stuff. You got rid of that exploration in yep. danger. Just because you live in the small village or city doesn't mean that 10 or 20 miles outside, you're at the, you know, I always like the edge of civilization. If you mm-hmm. go any further, you know, there's a reason there are orcs. No, I'm not going to allow orcs in the cities, but you're on the edge. You're on the border yep. towns. The Your border town is why it's dangerous. And that's why you're there to adventure and go explore. And you will go into the, like the mines of Moria. Why did no one else go there? Because they all die. There's a reason. that. <laughs> exactly. All right. Any, fi- any final words on Bree? Because I'm going to let you both go at the same time here before I bring in the next guest. No, but I think about it. It's not that I wouldn't have the end of civilization in a location, as much as civilizations are separate and cu- are separate. And just because you're allies of one and you fast travel to another, doesn't mean you're best buddies with that other civilization. Okay, that's all right. Have a nice night. All right, you guys separate have separate reputations. Yeah, it's it kind of like a faction system for Earthdown. All right, I'm going to let you both go. Thank you, Umbri, for popping back in here and actually chatting uh, with us. Uh, you know, segment three, we'll try to get you on Friday so you can spend a little more time in. But uh, And thank you, Omen Owl, for coming in with the questions and uh, and the comments. Do appreciate that. Now we're going to bring in that darn cat. My God, you're dating me. Now I have to admit that I actually know what that means from way back in the day. Uh, what was that chick's name that was in all those movies? I do not remember. It was too long ago. The Disney lady. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was in everything. Yeah, you're right. All right. So, first of all, I don't think you've been on here before. So, welcome. Sorry, Heathen Dog's not here uh, with us at all to to come. But you give me. That's the better half. So, uh, (laughs) what you got for us? Well, nothing. No. Um, Well, I was thinking about the fast travel as well. Okay. I allow fast travel. Okay. I've been playing since 1980. Okay. When I picked up uh, first edition AD&D. And a long time ago, I played with a guy who literally rolled random encounter checks, walking from the tavern to the shop. <laughs> that sounds a little excessive. Literally, talk about not... Yes. There's a, there's a difference between where you're safe to travel and where it's not safe to travel. And he would be like, oh, you're attacked by a green slime in this alleyway. Well, you know, when you walked out, when you walked out of the tavern. There's Whoa! a green slime doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's a green slime doing in the middle of town? And why is it attacking random people? Why isn't it, you know, because he just had all these weird well, hey, If it's near the tavern, it's easy to kill. Like, you know, poor smell, call it, light it on fire, call it a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but I get I get your point. Yeah. So there's a difference between, you know, what is safe and what is not. If you have, mm-hmm. you're in a civilized land and there's no war going on. You know, mark tick off the days on the calendar. You're there, no problem. That's fair. That, I think if, that's a, that's that's a very fair way of doing it. If there is a shot, if there's a chance of you running into somebody or a, a wild animal, you know, you're you're going between village A and village B. It's a three day trip because in the middle, 
you know, you have these like three miles of cultivated lands. Then you have 15 miles of really rough terrain because there's no village there because you can't grow food on it. And then there's another three miles till you get to the village. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you spend your day walking to get to the edge of the village and you're, you start going to the ter- hard terrain and then you got to stamp overnight. Well, there may be wolves, there may be a bear, there may be, you know, you, the game master has to decide what he, they can encounter and if he wants to have an encounter. So and kind of like just you, you could you you could just adjust like okay we normally have one uh, you know in the wilderness we have one roll every four hours for a random encounter because this is more not exactly fully civilized but safe enough there'll be a patrol once or twice a day or whatever animals kind of know yeah. to stay away we're only going to roll once road. every two days you know or something like that yeah right okay. and if, if if nothing has happened in the game if there hasn't been a combat or there hasn't been any kind of action you can throw something in it might only take you know three five minutes to. To, for them to defeat whatever the animal is, and then you're done. And then the players it's still XP, who, right? <laughs> the guys who want combat got their combat. Yep. Boom. I the think guy that's a good that, way to do it. The guy that likes to be the outdoorsy guy, he gets to skin the wolves or the bear. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to do their things. And then, and then, you know, maybe they get attacked almost immediately because you decide, well, they whipped that guy up pretty quick. Maybe there's some goblins that that have moved into the area and they heard this fight and they're going to investigate. And here are these guys standing around while this guy's butchering the bear and they get ambushed. They're bushwhacked. There's that balance between, um, oh my God, you're just putting crap in the way to put crap in the way. Oh, you know, how do I want to say this? Um, That's how so many adventures, uh, you know, modules, the old school modules, that's how those felt. There were, you know, you were going to meet ex critters on your way from the village of Hamlet to the to the the the, the, the dilapidated keep. Mm-hmm. You were not going to get there without being molested by half a dozen things, plus three random encounters that may happen. Also, yeah, no, no, and and, and that's I, th- I think so. Like Forbidden Lands to me, Omanal was mentioning Forbidden Lands before. I think that's a great balance. Like I love, I love the Forbidden Lands survival exploration mechanic. How it's all kind of wrapped into one. I think it's very well done. Um, you know, it's a similar esque to like a West Marches type st- type style thing. It's it's a hex crawl really, and you're and you're filling out the map while you're doing it. Um, but it's got to be meaningful, and that that's that's the I wrote that down while you're talking because you you put that in my noggin here. If if fast travel, if there's no meaningful reason to slow it down, don't slow it down. Just have the fast travel. If there's meaningful reason, you need to explain to the characters through the actions of the game that this is a rough terrain, thus your random encounters. Then you slow it down for that. But if it's just so if this is a heavily guard, like every hour you're seeing patrols, you know, of you know, 10 guys on on horseback, you know, in full full regalia, you're probably not gonna have any problems. You just travel there, you know. Yeah, and that and it's it's really it really has to do a lot with the flavor of the game. If you want to make it, let's see. If you want the world to feel dangerous, you have to have dangerous encounters. They don't always have to be dangerous encounters. I mean, they don't have to be every five minutes, but there has to there have to be occasional dangerous encounters with dangerous creatures or people. Yep. No, I agree. It and could and bad, th- it could be, you could build paranoia that way. Control, it could be spies. It could be anybody. Well, spies you are know, great, especially be, when they act as your friend. It's oh, a yeah. whole adventure you, right there. You, know, you, you, you accidentally created an adventure. Merchant on the road 
and he, you know, and you're, hey, where are you guys going from? Where you, where you going to? And he's asking all kinds of questions. You're, and and if you don't go, and you know, if you're just answering all his questions, you might be giving up. You know, it's opsec. Yep, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> oh, I've used that before. I've I've used a, a comsec opsec when it came, when it comes to uh, the information that the players give. Now, most players are like, "What do you want to know? Why do you want to know?" No, 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 no. Well, just, I, I was hoping to see if you could. I was hoping to see if you could afford my special goods. Oh yeah, we can afford your special goods. Great, come on over here and. Now, uh, roll saving throw. Why? Because he actually has a hypnotic trance, you know, uh, you know, like what? Yeah. yeah. What? You know, it's Wait, like what? you, you can find ways to make them give up <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that the, the information. Yeah, you're, you're right. That's very, very good way but of doing it. And I like your, I like it that if, and if they're, if they are going to fast travel, then, and there's a mechanic that allows them to gain a, a resource over time, not just giving it for free. You know, saying, well, you know, you guys traveled, you know, uh, um, okay, I'm running, I have a new world that I'm working on, and I'm working out some of the bugs with one player. And he and a group of NPCs traveled north on a boat. They traveled for 14 days on a boat. There's nothing to attack them. That was five minutes. Mm -hmm. Then from there, I made, I made him make a couple rolls. I make players roll dice just to roll dice. Oh, hell yeah. Because, and what was that for? Oh, nothing. <laughs> we'll get back to you later. I, I, you might have heard this. I don't know if you watched any previous streams, but one of my favorite tactics is to write on a yellow sticky note. This note is BS, but I want oh. you to laugh or I want you to, uh, uh, I, I, I want you to look shocked or something like that. Because if nothing else, because the players are usually game for it. But like, oh, really? Like, yeah. And everybody, what? I, I see what he did. I'm doing <laughs> I love I love I had, doing that. I used that exact same tactic where I passed a note to a player and it said, when you read this, think for a minute and then laugh. And he did. He, you know, he took it and he looked at it and he was doing, you know, like the hmm, pondering, pondering. And, it, and everyone else was like, what was that? What was, what, what was that about? Why did he get a note and I didn't? What was on the note? Checking their backpacks. Did somebody steal something? <laughs> yeah. You know, they're all dying because they want to know what the note was. Mm -hmm. And he was a good player and he wasn't going to tell them. He wasn't going to say, oh, it was just a joke. Because he was he liked, you know, the, doing that thing. Mm -hmm. All right. And well, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead and finish up. And then, uh, no, you're good. If you, got one last, if you got one last point to make, you're good. No, I don't have anything. Okay. Well, I, oh, well, first yeah. of all, thank you for popping in. Uh, we we do this segment three things, just as a more like oh, yeah. a radio talk show thing. Okay, but I, I appreciate you watching. Now. Oh, awesome! Uh, I, I appreciate that. I, and, really uh, like, I, your streams. I like the Palladium system. Ah, nerdy ogre left. Uh, nerdy ogre, come back. No, uh, that's great. Well, you can kind of thank Heathen Dog for that one because uh, he's the more the Palladium guy than I. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but he's much more involved in, in it than I am. Um, and uh, that's yeah. That's one of the reasons why I keep them here. But to know well, we, we have fun, and that's that's a big thing I want everybody to know when we're doing these streams. We have fun doing this stuff, whether I'm ranting or whether we're talking about games. We're actually having fun, and a lot of times people don't understand that, that we're still having fun even when we're screaming. So, you know, um, and uh, but uh, thanks again. I hope to see you pop on again, and uh, you know, keep watching. If you have any comments, please leave them, and uh, we'll be sure to respond back. All right. All right, Nerdy Ogre, your turn. 
Everybody sh- in chat, go ahead and thank that darn cat for popping in here. We do appreciate that, especially when it's somebody's first time. Um, so, so how are you liking your book? <laughs> I am loving it. That's awesome. I am, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to run a game in it. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, uh, because you know, the good news is, is because I didn't delete your stuff yet. <laughs> I do have your email address, address, and you'll get the gift card, like I said, today or tomorrow. Um, so yeah, and then awesome. I'm gonna, so I don't then, have to send you my email seven times, right? I had one guy send it to me wrong, and if it wasn't for the fact that I knew him, I'm like, I don't think this is your email address, dude. Uh, but verify it in case you changed it or something. And he's like, Oh no, I just fat finger. You should know what it is. I'm like, that isesn't how I put this is a business. That's not how I play. What you send me, I'm copying and pasting and putting it in there. So if you send it to me wrong, you can't yell at me. <laughs> like, right. Uh, I did something wrong. Therefore it's your fault. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, we're small. It's, it's easy to, uh, you know, get around. There. Anyway, what, what is it that you wanted to, uh, that you want to pop in and talk about? One of my pet peeves. When people say that a class is useless or should only be used as an NPC, see the the Diabolus is uh, isn't uh, is a great uh, uh, OCC. It shouldn't be used as an offensive though, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think it should be changed at all. I don't think there's anything that needs to be changed with it. So so let me try to play devil's advocate because I hate to say it, I agree with you. <laughs> but let me try to play devil's advocate. Try to get into heathen dog's mind for a moment here, even though I'm probably doing this all wrong. How would you handle the situation then? Where well, I'm not, not handle it. Like like because most party members' engagements aren't defensive, they're offensive. Most of the time. I'm not saying they have to be. I'm just saying most of the time, that's how a party travels. That's how the game master set it up. So how would you how would you encourage or how would you as a game master, without turning this some niche thing that you always have to think about, um, turn it into a situation where the Diabolist can handle the party being surprised, that the Diabolist going forward, and I've got some ideas on this myself, but uh, going forward into the tomb, into the into the labyrinth, into the wilderness, whatever, is prepared and effective for some sort of ambush, combat situ type situation. Well, okay. going into a dungeon, going into a dungeon, it should be uh, the the thief, and then the Diabolus. The thief's going to look for uh, physical traps. That Diabolus, he's going to look for runes. Okay. Because there, 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 there's going to be markings and everything. The thief's just going to think it's uh, somebody, you know, chiseling into the wall or or mm-hmm. Grog is here or something like that, and he's going to ignore it, step into it, and set off that magic trap. This is why I said game masters can't give these Diabolus powers to the other, because what I've run into is like, oh, it's magic. They can see. No, this is where the Diabolus exists. Right, 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 right. I mean, you know, you have the thief for the physical and the Diabolus for the uh, uh, magical. That's, uh, no, no, uh, heathen, heathen Dog would tell you that's why you hire him, though, because nobody would want to play that as a character. I would. I, I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> we're the but, weird um, ones <laughs> yeah yeah um but uh um i said i i, I sent in a message that the diablo should focus on three things mm-hmm. uh magic runes mm-hmm. languages and first aid yes that's exactly you, how i built mine <laughs> you get your diablos to do those three things the party's going to love them 
And, and, and you know, the main thing about first aid yeah. for me was the fact that, hey, I might not be able to fight. Sure, I still have hand-to-hand basic because I would take it. Uh, I still have hand-to-hand basic. I still have my one weapon proficiency. So I can, I can still play kind of that defensive role. You could even go so far as to say, you know, I've kind of ruined up my armor a little bit here to, per, you know, to help protect me against certain things. But the number one thing I can do is when you go down or you start getting hurt in combat, I can drag you out of there and I can use my first aid to get you out of there or my holistic medicine. It's not going to heal you instantly. I get it. It's not a potion, but I can get you out of there and I can start treat, I can triage you. That's the term I should use. Yeah. You, you're not going to bleed to death. Right. You know, um, I want that character. I don't want it? you thinking about hacking up the orc when you could be pulling me out of there. <laughs> right. Well, um, well, uh, is that the, uh, one of the uh, newer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, movies? Where uh, uh, Raphael got banged up, and he's like, "Ah, just slap some duct tape on it, and then send me back out there." Wasn't that a Tom Cruise movie? Rub a little, rub a little dirt on it, get back out there. Like he's a football player. A Tom Cruise. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen too many Tom Cruise movies. He owes me an incentive flight. Tom Cruise, you owe me an incentive flight. Anybody who's in the Air Force with me, with me knows what I'm talking about. He does. All right, sorry about that. Sidetrack there. Anything, anything else to add on to that? Well, yeah. Um, so something else the Diablos could do. If if you know that you're about to go into a fight, like like you hear the music playing, and then all of a sudden a bunch of uh, healing whatever pops up. You know, you know how the the, the video games do it. Sure. But, um, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, we're about to go into a boss fight. The Diablos said, you know, can set up a circle. You know, protective circle. To drag out the fighter, to patch him up real quick and send him back out. Now, now Diabolus now takes time to do that to to set up the wards. Circles would be the summoner. But what's awesome is if you oh, have yeah. a summoner in there who's sending the demon forward, that summoner can still draw a circle and you can activate it. So this is another again preparation and planning. I get it. This isn't forward. You know, uh, active combat. This is combat coming to you. But if a summoner says, "Look, this is the protection circle. I know you're a Diabolus, so you can activate this dumb thing." Or, or, or maybe it wasn't activated. Maybe it was use activated ones. Either way, whatever. Here you go. The circle's there. You can use it. Bring the bring the hurt people back here. There's all types of things that can happen, and right. there's a good energy right there. Right. And uh, if the group has to camp out in the wild, you know what? Somebody pitches the uh, Diabolus's tent while the Diabolus's circles around, sets yep. up uh, defensive protective runes. You know? And alarm spells can be written right into dirt. They, they don't require right. the special stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it only takes 15 seconds. Now, the one thing I'm going to agree with, with, with Heathen Dog on in this entire thing that we said, and somebody and people said it in chat as well, is it does take a specific type of game master to be accommodating to that. It's got to be the game master that's willing to attack you in your sleep. It's got to be the game master who will bring combat to you sometimes. That, that's why I use the example of like a dungeon um, in terms of like you could have a fallback room because people like to do that in Dungeons and Dragons, have a fallback room and not realizing that, you know, they'll get chased into the fallback room too. Uh, but now you might not be chased so easily because, hey, let's spend about an hour here for me to, to do what I have to do to get this protected. When you guys come through, you're going to be fine. But when something evil comes through or when something, you know, a bug comes through, whatever the different code words you're allowed to use, when this happens, we'll be fine. Or at least we'll know about it, worst case scenario. So come back to here. That allows, to me, that allows for more preparation for the party. Now, that might not work in the wilderness, but, but like, you know, for a dungeon crawl type thing, I think... I can see so many, and I get it. Like he thinks that would be boring, and I can't 
necessarily argue with on them, but but I'm with you. I'm with you on this one where it's like I can see so many uses for this because I tend to like to find the use for these ones. Now, where and I'm not trying to change topic. If you got something else you want to add to that, we'll get, we'll get back to the say I agree with them 100% though on the summoner and the witch. I don't think the summoner is useless, but I do think that that is a a, a, can, a Pandora's box that you don't want to deal with. And the witch, yeah, yeah, you know, when somebody thinks we- violence solves everything, put it in chat like, oh, there's a disclaimer. Like, didn't see it yet, but once I saw it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I, I don't like that even being there. Put that in an additional book later. The the, the witch should be an NPC villain because, yeah. I mean, it specifically states that you're attaching yourself to an evil entity. It specifically said evil, not good. Well, I mean, I played a dark priest, so the evil thing doesn't bother me as much as it is that evil entity is going to make you do things. Like, oh, um, you see Max over there? Yeah, I didn't like what he said. But that's a player character. I don't, I don't know what that means, but uh, I'm ordering you to, uh, you know, I need right. at least three fingers. I don't care if he lives or dies, but I need three fingers. You're like, what? <laughs> and you've got to do it or you're, at best, you're losing all your powers. At Which best. is what in D&D 5e people need to do with these warlocks. Oh, you can follow good guys, so shut up. These warlocks need to at least once a level. Before you can gain a level, you have to do a service. That would be right. my rule. Uh, makes sense to me. I mean, I, I, I didn't understand the warlock in uh, 5e. Like, what, this this all-powerful entity is just giving you these powers? Well, it kind of, but yeah, yeah for yeah, there's going to be a payoff somewhere. So, so I like the concept, like, okay, the warrior has to go train. The wizard has to, you know, study. Well... The warlock, you've got it. You've got it easy, man. You got easy. You just have to do one. You've already got the ability, except for just you just have to do one service. No one service. That's it. Yeah, what? What, that's what, what, what uh, is it? Go, go take that baby from that family. You'll never miss it. <laughs> you know, like wait, what? That's uh, what uh, I heard somewhere. The difference between uh, a warlock and a paladin is uh, one has an employer, the other has a sugar daddy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, all right. Well, as, uh, as I'm going far, to as as go, far go as ahead, the summoner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As far as the summoner, I don't know if you've uh, seen any of the uh, in, in the in any of the things that I put in the messages, but uh, I've been saying kill to... all summoners. Yeah, yeah. No, kill I saw that like you know, a bunch of like, times. Yeah. It's like that's I'm playing a that's... summoner. I kill you. I, I agree 100% with Heathen Dog on that is a Russian roulette we're waiting to have, like you said, but it's got five charges in it and only one open space. And I mean, I, I can see the way around it. To me, the summoner seems, and I have to read more into it, but the summoner to me seems like it would have to be the type of, uh, of character class that you look at and say, okay, I've got to plan this out a little bit. I, I want a demon or I want an entity but I'm going to need to know how long I can probably control that entity. And you still have those dice rolls to deal with. I mean, that, that, it started off pretty okay. Like, was it like an 18 or something? I forget what the number is. Like chances of it being a success aren't too, too good. But after wait, after that demon's waiting there a while, you know, building up that rage, like, Oh, you're going to let me go. You're going to let me go. You know? And, and I don't fully agree with the concept that it wouldn't lie. I get it. It's bound to its oath, but, I hate I hate the person who fucks with wish spells in D&D. I do. But this is one of those times that I think it, it, it's justified to some degree. Like, at least a different 
you know, reading of, of it because you are dealing with extra plane. These aren't stupid necessarily. They're extra planar beasties that are trying to be here or trying to do its own thing out there in a realm where you're going to hopefully when you die, you'll get to fight as a purr. I know I just use a whole bunch of D and D references, not, not uh plating, but, but yeah, anyway, that's how I see right. it. Um, so uh, yeah, oaths can be flexible. Now, now to be fair though, that's a fine line. Cause once you open up that can of worms and your players don't trust you anymore. So, all right, I'll well, give you give you the last word, and then uh, then I'm gonna close this up. All right, all right. Well, as far as oaths, uh, something I live by here in the real world is all contracts do is keep honest people honest and make dishonest people work for it. <laughs> so, so that demon, he's he's gonna he's gonna abide by that contract that he made, but he's gonna find a way around it. You so, just said you just asked me not to kill you. Um, didn't say I couldn't break every bone in your body and kill all your friends. <laughs> was it a Terminator Two? It's like I said, no killing. They'll live. Just sitting there with both kneecaps blasted out. <laughs> there you go. All right, nerdy. Ogre, again, congratulations for for winning uh, the book last week, and uh, I'm happy you got that. Thank you for coming in here, and thank you for being a subscriber and viewer to us. I absolutely do appreciate that, and uh, you know, you're welcome back. Uh, well, any Friday, but uh, or next week. All right. Thank you very much, and y'all yeah. have a good one. You too. All right. Well, nobody else wanted to pop it. It's been a six-hour stream. We don't do six-hour streams for the RPG Digest. I only allowed this to happen because. I don't work tomorrow. Um, and we spent a lot of time on, on the, uh, what do you call that? The, the segment one palladium, but, uh, well, thank everybody who came in here. Who'd we have? We had Umbri, that darn cat, Omen, Owl, Mar Hawkman, and Nerdy Ogre. You know, one day it's going to be too many people coming in here and I'm not going to remember all the names, but that's fine. Uh, thank all for joining in. Uh, I, I love chatting with you guys. One of these days, I'm going to figure out a way of just being like 10 seconds for every person. <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't do that, but, uh, uh so anything that i i did miss a little bit chat here no actually i didn't it's good stuff dm james dm james comes in at the end with a slide with a take care trying to shoot me battle mechs that's what he's doing this sure this i open the doors and i just have two hours to go yeah there you go so that's another by the way that's another channel let's put this on here keeps changing his damn channel name but uh dm james however you can find him now there's no space between the dm and the j uh, go ahead and you definitely want to follow his show. By the way, he started doing live streams recently. He learned he learned the trick. Live streams are easier than, than video content. And uh his live streams are fun. And he's just as easy to sidetrack as me. So you can get him on all types of tangents, like all over the place. It's great. So uh go go check out DM James. Uh you want especially if you're if you like Battletech or you like old school Dungeons and Dragons, he can uh, he can talk about all that good stuff. Uh, and he even knows a little bit of Palladium as well. He's trying trying to get himself into Savage World, that nasty riffs, but you know. Um, but anyway, uh, anything else I wanted to say? I'm trying to think. Uh, there's something else I did want to say other than thank you all for being here. Um, members only next week. Remember, I have to figure out how to do it. Stay tuned to the... Uh, and I might wait two weeks just to make sure the information gets out. Somebody had a very good comment about do I also allow Twitch subscribers? Let me find out if there's a way that I can do that. Um, maybe I'll just have you know one giveaway on Twitch and the rest on YouTube. I mean, I, to be fair, I'm focusing on YouTube. I, I just don't care about Twitch. I, I, I don't. Although that's where Heathen Dog gets paid from right now, so maybe I should care a little more. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I, I don't. Twitch, to me, could fall off the planet for all I care. But since people are paying us, 
I I don't want your money to go for nothing. So, I mean, I absolutely respect the fact that uh, that you've given us everything from, you know, for this memberships, but Super Chats and members. And we did get Super Chats earlier today. It's good. It's good. Um, well, thank you very much. I do need content to grow. That's that's absolutely. But six hours of content. <laughs> I was on. Oh, Michael, you were on Odyssey. God. I am so bad. about Odyssey's problem is it doesn't have pop out. If it had pop out chat, I love Odyssey. In fact, it's one of the reasons why I kind of don't care if I get kicked off YouTube either. Um, I love Odyssey. I'm on Rumble as well, but that's more of a you know hobby thing. I love Odyssey. Thank you. Thank you for following on Odyssey. I know I haven't checked out those comments in almost a month now. And if you're one of them, I apologize. I love Odyssey. I love it. I just wish I had pop-out chat. That's that's the main thing for me. Uh, because I have three monitors and I'm already <laughs> moving things around. I need pop-out chat. Um, but thank you for watching on Odyssey. Um, I don't ever post the Odyssey link really either. It's because I have to update some of the graphics, but, uh, but thank you there. There is one other thing I was kind of ha uh, hemming and hawing right now because there's one other comment I wanted to make and I don't remember what it is. Um, other than I'm just going to say, Hey, the people who won prizes since uh, the physical prizes go to people I kind of know, I can get those addresses pretty easily. And I have the email addresses of the other people now. So uh, everybody should uh, have the prize. If not today, it'll either be in the mail Oh, I can't do mail tomorrow. I have to do mail on Tuesday. It'll be in the mail on Tuesday. Uh, or uh, if you, if you get in the gift card, you should get it today or tomorrow. It depends. Like I said, sometimes it gets weird to me. It's like, you can't send this today. You have to send it tomorrow. Like, it's weird. Okay, whatever. Um, so, Ricada Law. Ricada Law. Oh, I hate her. My fellow Minnesotan. Ricada Law drives me fucking crazy. I love everything he does, except for he eats on his fucking stream. Somebody tell him to stop eating on his stream but he's got eight hour streams. He cannot talk with his mouth full of fucking food. How about try that, Nick? Do your parents have any kids that lived? You're fucking Neanderthal. You got like 18,000 kids of your own. You teach them that shit. <laughs> I love that. I love Ricada law. So, uh, if he found a way to pop it out, then, then, uh, then, then, then I'll look, but, uh, yeah, cause when I'm teleworking, I have Ricada law up a lot because, you know, Law is boring, and I don't have to pay too much attention to what's going over there. Oh, uh, man. No, I, I I lose it, though. I, like, I have to stop watching him when he's like, oh, I'm going to go get food, and he comes back with his stupid strawberry Pop-Tarts, and he's like eating the, oh, good God, like, the, that's bad law right there. I'm like, oh, my God. Shit. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right. It's, yeah, see, I got to rant today. It's awesome. Ooh. Yes, ASMR, Noro. I know. <laughs> let's end this oh my god i'm going nuts yeah 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 well if he did that, that but even sometimes like he backs away from his mic to eat so i don't think i've ever heard him eat but he'll talk with his mouth full swallow take a drink something rest that stuff and and be honest with you i can hear that change in tone of voice the whole misophonia thing if you're talking with your mouth full or even like the first two or three seconds after you swallow i can actually hear that People are like, no, you can't. And ask my wife, how, you know, I'll be like, oh my God, did he just eat something? Yeah, but he swallowed it. Like, I, <laughs> I can tell. Uh, so look at misophonia if you don't know what I'm talking about, because I'm weird. All right, let, let's go through these proclivities real quickly here. We're going to fly through these things. You can pause it if you, uh, if you care. Um, don't need that. Uh, RP, hashtag RPGate. Playing these games is about escapism, not representation. It's about entertainment over activism. We play them to have fun and play with everybody around you, not in the gross way. I mean, play your games with people around you. Organic diversity from natural inclusion. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care who you sleep with. Keep that crap away from the table. We're here to play games and have fun playing these games. 
here are the websites unfortunately you know, it, it doesn't have all of them on there but come to our discord come to our discord really so there are three things oh i know what i wanted to say there are three things that came out of this today that that heathen dog and i disagreed on but definitely disagreed on the diabolist okay actually we'll, we'll focus on that one right now if you've got a way of making the diabolist meaningful i think nerdy ogre came in and made some very valid points that was awesome if you've got a way of making uh, that viable go ahead and tell us on discord maybe he'll agree with you um the other thing was, is, uh, is you guys probably, you know, if you saw earlier, you probably saw that dust up with us on the elemental thing. Everybody got quiet in chat. Guys, we sometimes do that stuff. I mean, we didn't plan that. And we both serious about what we said. But a lot of times we keep that going a little bit so that you do say things in chat like, oh, Max, you're stupid. Are you giving elementals uh, roles? That's that's dumb. Or heathen dog. Be a little more open about this. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe you base it like that, you know. Heathen Dog is very, because of what we're doing, he's staying on the books. He's like, the book didn't say it, it didn't exist. Because he doesn't want to talk about house rules. He thinks that's muddies the water. Me, I want this to be a discussion about how we run the games, how we play the games, what we do in the games. I, you know, we're, we're going through the books, we're telling you how the game says it, but then we're, we're saying things as well. So in those times, we want to hear from you guys uh, in chat, like, you know, Max, you're an idiot or heathen dog. I disagree. Or, or, you know, everybody hate Max. Heathen dogs, right. Heathen dogs should have his own show. Go away, Max. You know, whatever happens to me. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> and then of course you can watch on Odyssey. Look at that. See, I have Odyssey up there as number one and I never go there. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have rumble on here soon as well. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, and uh, you can uh, donate. If the best way to donate money to us, other than the contest purposes, is Streamlabs because uh, YouTube takes 30%, Twitch takes 50%. Uh, Streamlabs takes, like, I don't know, 1% or something. And and PayPal uh, takes, like, a point something percent. So, yeah, if, if you want to donate to us, those are the best way. I want to thank all the people who donate and subscribe to us. Uh, and soon, like I said, I'll have the Rumble link up there. But uh, please follow, subscribe with notifications, share. And this now we thank everybody. Thank you to our monetary backers. We did get super chats today. Um, I could probably check my email right now and see if there was more sent that way. Usually there is. So thank you if you did. And I haven't looked at it yet. Um, but you know what? Doesn't matter. We love all of our viewers and our followers and subscribers, our chatters and our lurkers. So that that you guys make this stuff fun for us. You really do. When there wasn't chat and we were kind of talking to ourselves, we had like 200 people watching. 200 wow not watching 200 total subscribers like three people watching that gets kind of like wow why, why are we doing this but you guys in chat make this fun even when you're correcting us it's all great and of course if you don't want to give it to us you can give it to the wounded warrior project a very worthwhile charity and uh that's it there we go uh heathen dog isn't here to give words of wisdom so i'm going to give the words of wisdom the words of wisdom for for this week are um Wow, this is a long stream. That's that's my words. I don't really have any words of wisdom other than thank you. That's it. It's just thank you, guys. Uh, I, I know I've been saying this for about two weeks now. Some people even said I sound like I'm pandering or I'm being obsequious. That's a great word, obsequious. But uh, no, when I think about it, once we hit 3,000 subscribers, it's like, holy crap, we got 3,000 people that watch us. That's a nothing channel on YouTube, but you know what? I love it. And, you know, that that's why we say, hey, Post on our Discord things that you guys want to see. About the one thing we push back against is when people ask us to check every game system out there. And really just comes to a matter of time and how we want to fit it in. It's not that we think your idea is stupid. It's just, uh, you know, we, we have limited capability. But still, 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 put those suggestions out there and we will try to, uh, to put that in there. Yeah, PayPal is by far the best way, Crafty. Have you heard of what? 
Utreon all in one. Oh, I have not heard of that, but I will take, hold on, I'm writing that down right now. See, I'm glad I do words of wisdom because then people come up with better wisdom than what I have. U-T-R-E-O-N. T-R-E-O-N. All right, I'll take a look at it. Look at this. All right, cool. Thank you for that. All right, everybody, with that, I want every, each and every one of you have a good holiday tomorrow, whether you're working or not, and I want everybody to have a, a wonderful week.